0: 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, March
1: 27th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. A car traveling at a high rate of speed hit two homes on the 1500 block of Market Street, 452 in Lower Chichester, Delaware County, early Wednesday morning. That's that closure I was talking about in traffic. The car hit the porch of one home, kept going, and then hit a second home where it caught fire. The flames spread to the home, creating an intense fire that took firefighters 40 minutes to bring under control. Viewer video from the scene shows firefighters arriving as the home burned. Neighbors could be heard in the video asking where the car came from. There's no condition on the driver of the vehicle. It's not clear if anyone inside the home was hurt. One firefighter is being evaluated for injuries. Police say the stretch of Market Street will be closed for some time this morning.
1: Usually, you only hit one house with a vehicle. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. you stop. Uh, yeah. You usually yeah. stop. This one careened off of one yeah. and ran into another and then set that one on fire. Burst
2: yeah. into flames and then caught the house on fire. Yeah, they wow. at the Crazy.
1: scene of the damage this morning and it just yeah. looked like a bomb had
3: gone off. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe they just didn't hit it directly. You right. Know. It careened off it. was careened
4: purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Boeing will open its doors to 200 pilots, technical leaders, and regulators for an information session today. Coincidentally, the briefing comes a day after a Boeing 737 MAX 8 aircraft from the fleet that was grounded after two deadly crashes made an emergency landing in Florida on Tuesday. No passengers were aboard the Southwest Airlines flight 8701, which was being ferried from Orlando to Victorville, California, for short-term storage during the grounding, the airline said. Just before 3 o'clock Tuesday, the two pilots aboard the flight reported a performance issue. With one of the engines shortly after takeoff, the airline said the crew followed protocol and safely landed back at the airport. The global f- uh, fleet of 737 MAX jets were grounded indefinitely on March 13th after two fatal crashes involving the aircraft in March and October. It's not clear if Tuesday's emergency landing was related to suspected problems with the aircraft. An investigation into the crashes focuses on the automated anti-stall system and not engine problems. Boeing and the FAA say they're working on an upgrade of the plane's software to deal with the safety. Feature. I
5: was trying to remember, there was a series of, uh, a similar sort of situation with a particular aircraft. Seems to be like 15, 20 years ago. Do you remember this, Preston? Another, mm. where they had a particular run of commercial jets yeah. that had sort of a same thing going on. Did they Not ground sure. them, do you remember? And I think ultimately they, they stopped producing them and they, wow. because they're sort of, sort of like the 13th floor on mm. an elevator, you know, yeah. it, it's... It's, just, it's jinxed, and they just move on. I, I think that's what they did with that. Okay. Uh,
2: well they say they're coming close to uh this update because they're they're inviting all of these pilots and regulators and technicians in for the briefing today on uh the, the anti stall. Will software. there be catered
5: food and things? I, probably. Okay. probably I would imagine Casey will be there.
2: Yeah, yeah I'll be there. <laughs> did you, <laughs> you say <everything> catered? <laughs> I'm there. Anytime there's a meeting
1: anytime there's a special meeting, Casey immediately. <laughs> These? offers up that there will be a buffet of some type available. <laughs> These cucumber sandwiches are sensational. Are you a pilot? No, I'm on the radio Before, before, <laughs> before food is even mentioned, Casey sends the positive suggestion to Bill or whoever's in here. Sure. Town. Is it going to be pizza? <laughs> yep.
2: I like the one, though, where you're like, oh, it'll be nice to sit down and have lunch with everybody. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, it, you know it's totally turned into a joke at this point. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, totally. Yeah. But you know I love
5: what? it, though. The more that it sinks in, the more Bill sort of reflexively knows, so There'll be food. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. <laughs> the next
2: drawing for what would be the fourth largest jackpot in U.S. history Woo! is tonight. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. Does everyone have I their tickets? I just texted
1: my wife. Just a few minutes ago, she's going to hate me because it was pre-6 a.m. And I'm like, damn it, tell our daughter to get me her numbers over here because I'm trying to fill out. I'm going to play actual oh. Oh. instead of Quick Picks. Well, I'm going to play Quick Picks, but I'm also going to get a set number of, uh, or set uh, series of numbers that I'm going to play every time, because they say, you know, it's a surefire way to win the lottery. Absolutely. Uh, That's the big secret. That's how you win big. I'm going to start to do that, and, and I'm like, come on. Let's go! I need those numbers. I asked you last night. I didn't get them. I want them right Come now. Wow. Chop chop! Bye. buy. I've got money on the brain. I, and we can buy this it.
2: downstairs, right? Chose? Y- uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. down in Cho's. <laughs> next to the
1: Cho's Performance Center. And there's a there's an MMR uh, pool yeah. uh, going on here too. I got to get in. I
2: didn't. get I, I must have deleted I an the email. email by accident. Yeah. I didn't see it. Okay. Officials say the odds of winning are roughly one in two hundred ninety-two point two million. No one has won the Powerball jackpot since the day after Christmas. Twenty-four drawings since then have failed to produce a Winner. Lottery officials say the Powerball jackpot for Wednesday's drawing has ballooned to an estimated $750 million, which would be the fourth largest grand lottery prize in U.S. history.
5: When you consider your odds of dying in a planetary collision, you'd be be insane not to play this because the odds are much better. Mm -hmm. So
2: the largest U.S. jackpots that have ever been won uh, were $1.586 billion Powerball, (laughs) which was drawn on January 13th, 2016. Three tickets were sold, one in California. Florida and Tennessee how
1: much must billionaires who have earned all of that money on their own by some great ideas sure and really really hard work right Hate these people that show up at their country club and who won $1.5 billion in the lottery. Well, we,
5: we saw a movie like that with Rodney Dangerfield, you know, with the money made off of. Well, actually, he was self made, right? He didn't win a lottery. Uh, uh, easy easy money. money? Yeah. Easy money. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's the classic, you know, hey, mm-hmm. yeah, this is great. Yeah, and they don't and they, love shoes, guys. This dude pocket park your car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I love that though. I think yeah. sometimes you need to stir that pot. Yeah, yeah. You need someone barring your gray pump, mm. So
2: the second largest was one point five three seven billion dollar Mega Millions on October twenty third of two thousand eighteen. Only one ticket was drawn then, and that was in South Carolina. By the
1: way, how many times did Rodney Dangerfield? Play the really super rich, obnoxious guy that, yeah. that, the, that the, uh, the Blue Bloods don't like. So there was Caddyshack. There yep. was Easy Money. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was Back, back to, to School. school. Yeah. Which he was self-made in that, though. Sure, uh-huh. I'll bet you there's a few more because he played that character so perfect. <laughs> what about Ladybugs? Ladybugs was not. He, he was just he regular dude. Regular dude. That's yeah. probably why he, he won the Oscar. He yeah, he to go research yeah.
6: that.
2: Okay. The third largest was seven hundred and twelve years slave
5: Seven hundred and fifty-eight
2: point <laughs> seven million. Was a plantation dollar. owner. Powerball br- drawn on August twenty third, two thousand seventeen. One ticket <laughs> was sold then in Massachusetts. So good luck tonight. Yeah. In uh-huh. sports this morning. <laughs> <laughs> The Flyers have re-signed left-wing Michael Raffle to a two-year contract extension through twenty twenty-one season. Average annual value of $1.6 million. General Manager Chuck Fletcher made the announcement and said Raffle has played a pivotal role in a variety of positions and situations. Raffle also spoke, saying, I'm very happy. This is the place I want to be, and this has been my home, so I am excited. Raffle and the Flyers are back in action tonight as they host the Toronto Maple Leafs. The puck drops at 7 o'clock. The Sixers, who have lost two in a row, are off until tomorrow night when they'll host the Brooklyn Nets, a team they could face in the playoffs. Right now, the Sixers are in third place in the Eastern Conference, while the Nets are a half a game ahead of... Detroit for 6th place. The regular season ends two weeks from today on Wednesday, April 10th. UFC star Conor McGregor is under investigation for an alleged sexual assault in his native Ireland, according Uh to a report by the New York Times. McGregor was accused of sexually assaulting a woman in December in in Dublin and was arrested and released after questioning the next month. He has not been formally charged. The report comes less than 24 hours after McGregor announced his sudden retirement from mixed martial arts on social media. The New York Times reported that the woman alleged an attack happened at a hotel in South Dublin and according to the report Irish police are not saying whether McGregor is the suspect of the investigation Uh. at this time. And that's what I have for you this morning. Let's keep this sports theme running Right
1: now, it's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. New day, new matchups as Daily Rush Madness continues. We're going to highlight uh, two videos each hour, just to remind you. I'm a little nervous uh, about yeah. yesterday's results, Preston. You know what? Uh, oh, yeah. That I oh, yeah, did yeah, not yeah. go through that. Let me. Yeah, I yeah. haven't even looked yet, Steve. Let me. Because there were a
5: couple of close calls that. Uh,
1: could go either way for me let me go ahead and reveal those yeah. right now thank you for bringing that to my attention we started off in the six o'clock hour with caveman gossip versus casey Kasem hiding on a native american reservation and also our closest race yet that we had won the day before but 51 percent went to casey Kasem wow, hiding man, no. on a native american reservation i know i love caveman gossip oh, so that moves man. on uh, then we had Meat Manthe against Ball Sacks are Yummy, Kathy. You beat me. Hey. Meat Manthy, sixty-nine percent of the vote Listen, wins.
2: I didn't beat anything. Manthy was created by him. I hate Manthy. <laughs> you, you
1: had something to do with it. I right, hate. Next me. up was the Secret Farm behind the Plymouth Meeting Mall against Top Gun sucks, and the Plymouth Meeting Mall won seventy-nine percent of the vote. Uh, Steve is the God of Hellfire over Vagina Face. This is the Aww, one that I had that's, mixed that's, emotions that's, about. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the God of Hellfire. Has come out victorious. All right. Seventy-five percent of the vote. And it was Repo Man Detonator against Kathy. Would rather talk about buttholes than Star <laughs> Wars. And the Repo Man wins with fifty-nine percent of the vote. Now, to the point about
5: watching the videos, Preston, you may have heard that on the air, but the work they did on that repo
1: man video with the glass exploding and everything, it's pretty cool. And the picture of the old lady. The old lady. Yeah, 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 you yeah. need to go see. All right, so next matchups. Today we have Preston and Steve tribe durian fruit versus Regis tells Kathy to shut up. All right, we are going to play the video or the audio from uh, the Preston and Steve durian fruit just a little bit to give you a taste, and I'll tell you how you can vote. Here we go. Just sample. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. oh, oh
0: all right, it's in that? his mouth. He's eating Does it.
3: Does it taste like heaven,
0: Steve? It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I can't imagine something that smells like this is going to taste good. Water now! Water! Water!
1: <laughs> All right, so that is video number one. Going up against Regis tells Kathy to shut up. Here's a little taste of that. I'd be like, good morning. And shut up! He'd say, save it. For- shut up. <laughs> shut. <laughs> shut. Shut your mouth. <laughs> shut. <laughs> nah, shut. Save it. For- <laughs> 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 shut
2: the mouth now. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. You weren't very nice about (laughs) it. (laughs) Look. Shut. (laughs) The mouth closed.
1: Shut. All right. That's just a little bit of it. And you can check the videos out and vote on them right now at WMMR.com just to look for the Daily Rush Madness banner. Click on that, and then you see all the details. And while you're there, enter to win a very cool grand prize. It's a chance for you to go to every single uh, punchline show for the rest of the year. <coughs> you got to be at least 21 years of age to enter, and the deadline is Friday the 5th. Contest Rules, WMMR.com is presented by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. That is great. Asking for your help, my friends. All right, some things we have in store for today. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day this morning. We also have a secret text word, a chance we win a pair of tickets to UFC Fight Night this Saturday at the Wells Fargo Center sponsored by T-Mobile. All you have to do is text the word secret to 39333. We're going to send a word back to you. Now, there's a couple of different things that we're going to do here. The caller with the correct word is is going to get what's called golden circle tickets golden circle tickets and the and the random textures well we're going to get 4 random textures are going to get GA tickets. That's what it says right here. Oh. So we're going to five winners this morning. That's a pretty cool deal. Yeah, man. Text and one word. of them wins the golden shower ticket. Uh, if you want to set that up on the side, All Steve, right. I'll, I'll leave that up swing. to you. All I right. Bet. Text the word secret to 39333 right now. Wow. And uh, later on in the show, we will have your chance to win that. So we have that and many other things going on this morning. We have an announcement at the end of the show with Pierre I think you're going to love, so that's coming up too. I want to take a break because it's already getting late. We'll return with a stupid question and the entertainment stories I have prepared for you. Stay with us. This 93.3
7: WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors.
5: At Stephen Singer Jewelers, everyone gets the perfect price. No coupons, no sales, no negotiating. Feel great about buying a diamond. Visit Steven Singer the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at
6: IHateStevenSinger.com, always with free shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? This is the Preston and Steve
1: Show podcast.
3: Hi, Grandma.
1: All right, so this morning we have a stupid question that's good for a pair of tickets to join Casey and Nick in a suite for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series raced over international speedway. That is on May 5th. Interesting question this morning. Which U.S. president was the first to govern all 50 United States? That's a good question. 215 263 wmmr our number. So call right now. I'll mention it again. Uh, which U.S. president was the first to govern all 50 states? Two one five two six three 263 WMMR. Call now. I'll go through some birthdays today. While we are awaiting your answer, today we begin with Quentin Tarantino. Aha. Uh-huh. On Wednesday, March 27th, as he turns 56 years old today. We were just watching his trailer for his new movie.
5: Uh, what is it? Uh, Once Upon a Time in what, Hollywood? Yeah. yeah and I think, Preston, we had sort of called out that, you know, initially it was sort of described as a, uh, a Manson murder examination. But as with the Spike Lee
1: movie, yeah. uh, it, it's it's in the background. Right. It looks like it's it. A, yeah. I mean, they are going to have, you know, Sharon Tate. Yes. And yeah. the, the principal, you know, and, and uh, Charles Manson are going to be portrayed in it. But, yeah, it's going to be in the background of this story about... Leonardo DiCaprio's character and Brad Pitt's character, Leonardo DiCaprio, is a a movie star, a failing or kind of a floundering. Right. His career is is starting to go away. Movie star. And then Brad Pitt is his stunt double. And... You know, of course, Quentin puts movies into the movies. In the movies. And honestly,
5: where he's going and where I hoped he was going is exactly what I wanted to see because I
1: love that time yeah. in Hollywood. Uh, so we'll see how it rolls out. But uh, Quentin is 56 years old today. He may He may hang it up. That's what, oh, That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. He was going to do, I think his goal was to do 10 films, 10 feature-length films, and then call it quits.
5: Well, yeah, and then he wants to work on Animaniacs. So,
1: uh, oh, okay. <laughs> does he? No, but I could see him still having his hands sure. in business. Sure, okay. producing. But uh, directing may be done, but yeah. I don't know, man. He's so good, and he's got his own style, clearly. So uh, he is 56 today. Uh, actress Polly Perrette has her birthday as well. She turns 50 years old. That's your girl. I love her. Yeah, and she's uh, she's left uh, she's left acting, hasn't she? Um, I, you We're taking what? a break because she was assaulted a couple times. She did has had trauma. Want to make a change, from what I understand. And there's nothing on her IMDb account after NCIS, so she may have hung it up. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But um, uh, Nick has pulled up her IMDb. She had a bit role in Almost Famous as well, which I remember, and she played a DJ. It was a short. Sequence, but I thought she sounded really great as a jock. She has she's sort of a uh, she's got a raspy voice. Yeah, so um, sort of a,
5: a, a alt look that she's had throughout her career.
1: Yeah, very much so. So fifty today, uh, Casey. It's Mariah Carey's. Yeah. Whoa.
3: You know, I'm going to see her in concert for the first time in my life
1: next week.
5: Really?
3: Yeah. Well, ever since where's, we, she,
1: where's she playing? She's
3: playing at the Met, and uh, my wife bought me tickets for she's playing at the Met. Yeah. Uh, wow. For uh, for Christmas. Totally wasn't expecting that. Wow. You were yeah.
5: a big fan right from the get-go, but you always have said that you liked her early girl-next-door image as opposed to the yeah. more bombastic image. Uh, right.
3: and, and then also, just you know, sound-wise, I think the last album, I can't remember if it was uh, Butterfly or Dream... Butterfinger. Butterfinger. Dream Lover. Whatever She's it was. She's had a couple of those. She's had a couple, the, uh, yeah. started to fit into those sequins. You know, I never found her attractive, and she never I did. did it for me, like, uh... I did. Sexually. Uh, I, I did. Yeah. When, when
1: Vision of Love came out, first of all, I heard the voice, and I'm like, dear God, this woman has got an over-the-top <laughs> singing voice. She does. And then I saw her. She had a phenomenal body at the time, too, but I just thought she was super-duper cute. Um, you know, she's a pretty good actress, too. She was in, uh, Precious,
5: um... Never yeah. saw that. Yeah, either. she's yeah. she's a um, like a crisis counselor. Okay,
3: um, there's. I, I think maybe it was a music video that uh, is it for Make It Happen, where she's in the classroom and she can't dance. And that one for me, I was like, oh my god! I you, you know, were sold? Yeah. All okay. right. It, well, no, I mean I was like, you're just not that
1: attractive. to me. Oh, okay. So <laughs> so she is uh, 49, and Casey will have a concert review in a couple weeks. Yeah, can't Next wait. Week. Uh, also, female lead singer Fergie has her birthday today.
5: So we were at uh, Worldwide Stereo, and we were there with Brent Selig for this event, this Mandate. And mm-hmm. they put on, it was the uh, the tr- tribute movie to the Rolling Stones where uh, you two and a, all other artists were singing the music. And Jagger gets on, on stage, and they were, what song were they singing, Casey, where Fergie oh, was joining them? Yeah, they sang. Uh, give and, Me Shelter. Give Me Shelter, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah she's holy doing the really hell. Over the top vocal part. She blew it out. I mean, even Lisa Fisher usually yeah. does. <laughs> Jagger's looking at her like, wow.
3: But yeah. she did it
1: well. She did a great job. I'm impressed. Yeah. Yeah, she's got a very powerful voice, definitely. Uh she's uh so much so that she actually pisses herself sometimes. She's honestly.
2: Say, I, I can't get over that. That's no, I'm sorry. Me. You're
1: not singing if you're know. not Preston, when you're singing you're pissing. Yeah. That's uh that's what uh, Pavarotti scene. Yeah, there's a picture of her with a big stain <laughs> in the front of her uh, her jeans uh while she's on stage. She's forty four, by the way. Uh actor Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Who is from Castle and Serenity and Slither and Firefly, all single word title uh, projects, and forty eight years old today. And the great Michael York, love him, celebrates a birthday today. Steve, uh, he's seventy seven. He's been in lots of stuff. You would probably best know him as Basil Expedition in the Austin Powers <laughs> oh, yeah. movies, yeah. But he was in Logan's Run and uh, just a whole Cabaret. slew of TV shows and movies throughout the years. Uh, I always liked him. Yes, he's, he's got a he's got a great. Delivery, absolutely. Um, yeah, Yeah, was
5: one of these guys, really, yeah. yeah
1: I'm He was in that remake of.
5: Um, it was a. It was sort of a um, Mel Brooks kind of movie. Um, what God, was it about? God Almighty! It was uh, the last remake of Bo Jest or something like
1: that. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a comedy, okay. but funny. Uh, he is seventy-seven today. Oh, and Nick just pulled this up. It's uh, Randall Cunningham, Cunningham's birthday. Really? Oh. Yeah. Opie Cunningham, uh, Randall Cunningham is how old is he? Fifty six today. Fifty six today. 56
3: years old. Today. Man, he's like top five favorite for eagle, you, eagle yeah, all the time. Yes, yeah. Just because I was a kid, I'm. You know, what I'm not saying he was the best quarterback, but you ever meet him, Case? Uh never. He'd be never. a cool interview to have.
5: Didn't he throw you his jersey after you gave him a Pepsi? <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Hey,
1: kid, <laughs> <laughs> I missed it though." Like Butterfingers. <sighs> That's the second Butterfinger reference so far this morning. <laughs> ah, I, somebody's got an endorsement. Let's yeah. see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. Which U.S. president was the first to govern all 50 states? Two one five two six three wmmr is the number. And I'll go to Tom, see if we can get an answer. Hi, Tom. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Uh, Tom, what president was the first to govern all 50 United States? Not
8: only did he bring down Hitler, <laughs> um, he... he is White David Eisenhower.
1: That is correct. Ike, yes. David Eisenhower. And Preston, he also served
5: as the impetus for the Welcome Hawaii to the Union Party on Happy Days. <laughs> on Happy Days. <laughs> yes. We're, we're <laughs> remember that people were not attending because Styx, the black drummer, was attending the party.
1: Dude, Stop. I don't remember that oh, at yeah. all. Oh, yeah. I do there were issues. Remember that. All right. So Tom is going to get a prize. We've got a pair of tickets to join Casey and Nick. In a sweep for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race at Dover International Speedway. That's on May 5th. You can celebrate Dover International Speedway's 50th anniversary during race weekend, May 3rd through the 5th. And for information and tickets, you can visit DoverSpeedway.com. All right, we're going to start with the uh, the big entertainment story. and a stunning turn of events, all charges against Empire star Jesse Smollett have been dropped. The star was indicted on 16 counts of disorderly conduct for filing a false police report. About a hate crime, back uh, attack against himself. Uh, the according to a statement from the office of the Cook County State's Attorney, Kim Fox, uh, they said after reviewing all the facts and circumstances of the case, including Mister Smollett's volunteer service in the community and agreement to forfeit his bond to the City of Chicago, we believe this outcome is a just, disp- excuse me, disposition and appropriate resolution to this case. Fox's spokesperson, uh, Tandra Simonton also says that the $10,000 in bond money uh, that he is forfeiting will be given to the city. Uh, His legal team issued a statement in the case saying, Today, all criminal charges against Jesse Smollett were dropped, and his record has been wiped clean of the filing of this tragic complaint against him. He was a victim who was vilified and made to appear as a perpetrator as a result of false and inappropriate remarks made to the public, causing an inappropriate rush to judgment. Uh, Jesse and many others were hurt by these unfair and unwarranted actions, the lawyers added, uh, noting that the case is a reminder of why there should never be an attempt to prove a case in the court of public opinion. We have a clip of him commenting on that. Here we go. I've been truthful and consistent on every single level since day
9: one. I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I have been accused of. This has been an incredibly difficult time, but I'm a man of faith and I'm a man that has knowledge of my history and I would not bring my family Our lives or the movement through a fire like this. I just wouldn't.
1: Uh, The records in the case have been sealed. Smollett appeared at the press conference taking selfies with fans and talking to them. And he also thanked his supporters. said, I want to thank my family, my friends, the incredible people of Chicago, all over the country and the world who have prayed for me and supported me and who have shown me much love.
3: Okay, so if he didn't do it, then there should be still a criminal investigation well right? here's the deal That's what I would the, he wasn't
5: the, the, first off uh, and we have a clip of the Mayor rum and yeah, Manuel, we're going to get yeah. to that next yeah. uh, but uh, they, and of course the police are livid uh they're not saying so in the actual uh, information they're saying they feel that his $10,000 uh he he, uh, he 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 let the the the, the bail yes. go so you can you can keep that and he apparently did 18 hours of public service, and they're saying they feel that's enough because he's a first-time offender. Needless to say, the the FOP of Chicago, the mayor, investigators, the police who spend all that time seeking this out, uh, say, no, that's not enough. So while he's saying this says, um, oh, the charges were dropped because there was nothing to it, they're all saying, no, that's not the case. They just let you off on a super light uh, punitive uh, deal here. so And yeah. the mayor addresses that.
1: Here we go.
7: Mr. Smollett is still saying that he is innocent, still running down the Chicago Police Department. How dare him? How dare him? Still no sense of ownership
5: of what he's done. He says that, in fact, he is the wrong in this case. Then you have a person using hate crime laws that are on the books to protect people who are minorities, from violence, to then turn around and use
7: those laws to advance your career and your financial reward? Is there no decency in this man?
1: Yeah, he's pissed, man. So is the uh, uh, the head of the police. So yeah. um, I... I don't know if it's all over. There's no. still, there still is something that can uh, come of this, from what I understand. Because
5: they're pressing their federal charges because of the letters that were sent, yep. that they believe that he was the one who uh-huh. wrote these letters that were threatening him. And there's also a call to reopen this. There are two levels of this, simply because this Kim Fox struck this deal, because calls were made, and, and she recused herself from the case, but then still kept participating in it. This is this is going to play out for a while, but oh, it's man. wild to see it. it yeah. And I said to somebody yesterday when I first saw the tweet, I'm like, "Oh, that's a joke," and then I saw it, you know, start to pan out, and I said, yeah. "This is better than any empire plot you could ever put together." <laughs> is
3: it, was it too early for
5: him to make a comment? It was way too early because his own lawyer contradicted what he said. So basically, these these guys have come, they have footage of these guys, his trainers, <laughs> uh-huh. buying all the equipment to go do the deal. So that that was not addressed, as you said, why is he saying i I hope they pursue these people who there's there's nine different levels oh, it's almost too much, so let it settle, and let's see how this progresses. Yeah, yeah. get the
1: popcorn it's yep. going to be good, yep it's going to be a show, absolutely. Uh, so, moving on, let's go to our other favorite, uh, subject, Chloe Kardashian. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, is getting dragged on social media again. She has turned off Instagram comments on certain selfies. You
10: can't do that! Actually, you can Yeah, you can <laughs> yeah, so.
1: Why I noticed would that, but, and... but
10: she doesn't do it on all posts. No. You
5: can't do that, Nick! I
1: agree. Uh, so, uh, yeah, certain selfies, uh, after getting blasted for posting a shot of herself looking like Marilyn Monroe... And promoting meal. Oh, there's some breeze blowing up my skirt. And, <laughs> and uh, promoting meal replacement shakes. Uh, Happy birthday to you, Mr. President. Uh, her latest selfie, which will not take comments, uh, features her in a low-cut blazer with the caption "Dark Room." I saw a picture of
5: her. Uh, she was attending some sort of Diana Ross tribute. She showed up looking like um, one of the oh, she like the lion in the Wiz. <laughs> She's wearing really big hair, all like
1: crazy. In in, uh, in homage to Diana Ross, I, I, I guess, guess. Or
5: okay, um, uh, or, or but it just it, it's. I always liked her because she wasn't that. But now she's just way over the top. She looks completely different
1: now than she did, uh, say, three or four years ago. It, she's me, really
5: it sort of feels like a Stepford exchange. Does Stepford Wives sort of deal? She looks better, though. They I got, got you, too. Bad. Yeah.
1: Uh, meanwhile, the Revenge Body star also has been accused of being out of touch and tone deaf after dubbing a fan cute. For working overtime so she could buy her good American jeans, which retail up to one hundred and eighty nine dollars, she wrote, "All this is so cute, after a fan had tweeted. So I realized I have to work twenty hours in order to afford Khloe Kardashian jeans, and I'm in love with them. Catch me picking up extra shifts. Well there's nothing wrong with saying all that's so cute. Totes adorbs. I mean, she you know, the the gal works hard. They're expensive. She wants them, so she can do that. Uh, another post that is guarding mixed reviews is a shot of herself and baby True, captioned simply, you and I. And many fans are reading this as a shade to True's father, Tristan Thompson. Oh, <laughs> so whatever. Snap, whatever. Get out of your social
3: media world,
1: folks. If Get she a really
3: wanted to, like, ruffle feathers, she should have wrote, you and me or me and you or, you know what I mean? Just use the improper grammar improper and grammar then people or just crazy. write
5: Tristan's a dick.
3: Yeah, they could do that. that yeah, be,
5: that cuts right
4: to the chase more instead more of your
1: veiled uh, social media speak. Or it could be just you and you and I just there's a picture or of us you and, and we or us and we <laughs> yeah. them and they. Yeah, all right. <laughs> ebony and ivory. Tiffany Haddish is coming back to Netflix, and she's bringing her friends. The mega streamers announced that it is debuting a six-part series produced by Tiffany. Also, Wanda Sykes and Paige Hurwitz. It's called Tiffany Haddish Presents They Ready. They Ready. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we they, we yeah, should they let ready. Tiffany know that we're really good friends with Wanda
5: Sykes because she lives right here in media.
1: Haddish will introduce six comedians who will perform. Uh, Shantae Wayans, April Macy, Tracy Ashley, uh, Ada Rodriguez, Flame Monroe. Flame Monroe. And Marlo Williams will all be introduced. I guess so. some of the Fantastic Four are there as well. <laughs> Sounds like it, right? Flame on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ben Affleck is coaching his seven-year-old son Samuel's little league team. Aww, mm-hmm. uh, with the goal of helping the kids with their batting and fielding skills.
3: Come on, <laughs> dude! We need to go to the games, man. We need to figure it out. We get get the schedule. Yeah, but, but and go. Game. Yeah, yes.
1: Uh, he was photographed at a game in jeans and a T-shirt. The, the kid was lipping off to your kid. I'll go punch him for you. <laughs> uh, pitching and catching with the kids. It's like that scene out of uh, Goodwill Hunting yeah. <laughs> where they're watching Little League. Right, yeah. <laughs> sitting there drinking in the in the stands watching a <laughs> yeah. Little League game. Then they end up getting in a fight and arrested. Uh, Cameron Diaz is happy with her life outside of the spotlight with her husband, Benji Madden. Are you just saying that? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm just making it up. Now, the pair married in 2015, and the 46 year old star largely stays out of Hollywood's limelight now by choice. Uh, source tells people Cameron feels so much better about everything since she's married Benji. Uh, she had many years of dating high profile hunks. Uh, she found a different kind of man in Benji. Can I tell you something? He is equal, her equal and respects her. What?
5: High profile hunks? Ain't much.
1: Uh, well, these are the ones she dated Matt Dillon, Jared Leto, Justin Timberlake, and Alex Rodriguez. I've seen better. (laughs) Anna Ferris is opening up about her uncertainty regarding love and marriage. The 43 year old has been divorced twice: first from Ben Indra in 2008, and then, of course, Chris Pratt. I always thought 10 Chris years Pratt was later the, was, in 2018.
5: Was the first was the first husband? I first marriage, right, yeah. had no idea there was this other guy.
1: Uh, she said, "I also think the ceremony of weddings puts so much pressure on a couple, and you make this very public declaration, and you spend whatever a year planning." And, it's, uh, and that's all you're focused on. And then it's over and it's like December 26th. Uh, she tells, she's speaking to a podcast called Divorce Sucks. Uh, she revealed that she doesn't really like to attend weddings and thinks the only fun thing is when somebody's creepy uncle is kind of dancing. That's what <laughs> she likes about uh, weddings. She also opines that divorce is embarrassing and takes much longer to sort out than the actual wedding. And she adds that uh, she's happy for Pratt's upcoming wedding to Catherine Schwarzenegger and says that he told her he'd be asking her to marry him. She said he was so sweet, as he always is. Uh, he called me saying, so <laughs> I'm going to ask Katherine to marry me, and I just wanted to give you a heads up. And she said, uh, I was like, that's awesome. And I told him that uh, I was an ordained minister <laughs> as well. So, let me ask you, Nick, so your divorce, is it, Embarrassing at first oh, when, you, sure. w- when you have to uh, tell people because you got to break the news. You I mean, know?
10: like, and I work in a bit of a public yeah. arena, so like, uh, I mean, it took a long time to be able to talk about it publicly. And, and listen, there are days where it's still embarrassing. Uh, it's an admission of failure, but then you get past it. You look at uh, other people who have been divorced and you, you know, can commiserate and relate to them. And then it also depends on the level of divorce, and and I think Chris Pratt and Anna Faris have a really good one. Uh, I happen to have a good one. I'm, I'm lucky. And I, I um, realize
5: we do good work. We report on Chloe. Yeah,
1: yeah. I uh, I'm, I'm watching the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I'm in the second season, and this isn't really much of a spoiler alert. But there's a, a separation that happens yep. in it, and a big part of that is having to confront other people that are like, oh, you poor thing. And, yeah, yeah. and Oh, my God, what's going on? And there's talk behind it. And it's got to be
10: difficult. Sure. And uh, her point about going to weddings, that certainly happens. And it, it makes
1: you a little more cynical when you're sitting in a church and people are getting married. And you're like,
10: oh, I wonder if this one's going to go the distance.
1: Dude, I was at a wedding and it was the second round for both of these people. And I'm sitting there and I'm listening to these declarations to God they're making at the altar. I'm like, didn't you do that already? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you already swear that for all time you are with this person through thick and thin no matter what? And, uh, I couldn't help but think that. It's hard and not like, to. And I kept telling myself to shut up. And what are you, you have, being such a cynic about? You and know? you have a good marriage. You're in a, you know, yeah. and... Uh, you know, it's, for it's, for it's, yeah. the foreseeable future,
4: with you. Right, right. Yes. For the foreseeable future.
10: Right now, uh, I I mean, Preston, when you're
5: like around <laughs> third or fourth, yeah. it starts to get a little problematic. Uh, yeah. Let's go. F- I think it should be. Let's go for it. Uh, no, let's yeah, just nah, do nah, it. The hell. What the hell?
1: Yeah. Uh, so she has moved on herself with uh, Michael Barrett, but despite all that, she and Pratt are still co-parenting with their son, Jack, and they sound like they're doing a great job of remaining friends. Mm. Uh, So, good for them. Uh, What else we have here? Bella Thorne, 21 years old. We Uh, like her. Yeah, we do. Uh, She read from her book called The Life of a Wannabe Mogul at the Wheel Recital Hall at Carnegie Hall on Monday. God damn it, I missed it! Uh, The book discusses her life... Uh, Her love life, her self-image, and relationship with her late father while reciting a poem about losing her father in 2007. She did this at Carnegie Hall? Yeah, she was overcome. She said, I just want to say uh, that my dad might be dead, but I believe in something, and I believe that he would be proud of me, she
5: said. I'm back, sweetheart! Jesus. Ah! I couldn't miss my little girl at Carnegie Hall!
1: That was unexpected. Yeah. Oh my god. How embarrassing. <laughs>
5: An incredible reunion, folks.
1: He crawled out of the grave. Carnegie Hall's pretty big. I wonder how many tickets sold for that. Uh it was at yeah, it was at the at the wheel Recital Hall at, oh. at Carnegie Hall. The so, coat room basically. So probably. Yeah, so yeah. it's a recital hall, it's not the performance hall. All right. Uh or uh, I don't know, I may be wrong on that completely. Uh TMZ reports that the custody battle between Rob Kardashian and Black China is now over. Site so reported that the expenses for their daughter Dream will be split 50 50. Rob originally had to pay $20,000 monthly. Uh, each parent will. Where's
5: that money coming from?
1: Each parent will only pay for Dream's needs when she is with them. I don't know. what... Does the he, Sock Empire? Well, we've mentioned that for yeah. a decade or more now. I have a feeling he probably does other things. I just don't know what. I'm yeah. trying to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, medical I- and school expenses are going to be split down the middle. It also has been reported that Rob will have more time with Dream than China. I mean, listen, maybe he has a stake in any of his sister's
3: yeah, maybe. you know endeavors or whatever. Uh, well, uh, maybe they
1: chuck him a few bucks. So Maisie Williams, who plays Arya Stark on uh, Game of Thrones, is spilling some tea on season eight of the show. She said there's a lot of death this year.
5: There's a lot of death death, death every year, right? Of course
1: there is, yes. She sits down with Entertainment Weekly. She said after reading the scripts, I went back and watched uh, season one again because so much of it refers back to that season. Uh, She said there are, and she's 21 years old, man. She was just a little kid when this started. Uh, I said there are so many scenes that will look similar, and also I watched just to remind myself of the arc uh, that I have taken already. And I wanted Arya to go full circle and try for some kind of normalcy, like when she was younger. Basically, this year, it's like she has a dual personality. There are so many emotions and memories that come flooding back when you're with your family and the things that you fight for become very different, yet she's also remaining on this path to try and kill Cersei and remember her list and getting closer to that. she
5: one of your favorite characters? Oh, oh. she's,
1: yeah. yeah. She's top your most favorite. Sure. Most favorite is is Tyrion, which is uh, uh, Peter Tyridge. Dinklage. Yeah. And then probably Arya, and then probably Jon Snow, Jon Snow. Uh, Kit Harington, who we've had here in the studio. And but then Valky. They're, they're definitely top three. Valky's a <laughs> side character. What is it you want me to play, guys? Nah, you just
3: said there's a lot of death, and there's a great scene from The Simpsons with uh, Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> ah, Dad! Oh, where were we? Dad!
1: Uh, okay. Uh, so there's this split with Aria. <laughs> <laughs>
5: sounds like it was recorded in the 20s. Yeah. <laughs>
1: She said yeah. there's this split with Arya between <laughs> trying to be who she wants to be... She's right. ...getting back to the naivete and innocence with her family and unfinished business. So, basically, expect callbacks from two th- to 2011 featuring uh, Daenerys, Jon Snow, Sansa Stark, and Arya as they ready the North for war against the Night so, King. but this year is the year she gets her license, too, right? Yeah, uh, she's 21. Yeah, so she's but I mean, I don't know how Arya. they
5: did back then. She can drink. Because to, to fly a dragon, you need a... Uh, right get learners
1: permitted. 18. Yeah, exactly. And you got to spend a year. Yeah. with someone else. Someone else on you, the yes, dragon with yes. you. Yes, and then an can, adult. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
10: I'm uh, I'm looking through the <laughs> cast, and um, you know, I, I think one of my favorite characters, even though she's a terrible person, is, is Lena Headley's character, yeah. Cersei Lannister. She's just such a compelling villain. Agreed. But Um, uh, Tyrion Lannister has been in 61 episodes. I'm wondering if there's anybody who's been in all of the episodes.
1: Oh, that's a good question. He's.
10: I think he's I been in the it. most. But yeah, yeah, they, I think
5: Wilson, the neighbor. Wilson, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they always had that fence. You never see, maybe in the final episode, we'll see his face. <laughs> Great. I don't know how to go forward.
1: Yeah, I
3: think I can help.
1: I <laughs> doubt there's been somebody in every single episode. So well, how
3: many episodes
1: has there been? I'll find seven, out. Twelve. Seventy-something. Um, I am uh, halfway through season six, which has ten episodes. So I got five to go there. And then season seven, which was the last season, I think there's only eight episodes or something like that, so I'm getting very, very close. I'm almost at the Battle of the Bastards.
5: You know, yeah, because that follows the Battle of the Son of the Bitches. Um, <laughs> um, some bitches. Yeah, some bitches. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, years ago, had this been a network show, we'd be on this, oh, yeah. like, white on rice. We would talk about it every week. But right. You can't view- now. But
1: viewing habits are different now.
5: Completely different. Yep.
1: Uh, and then one more story. Jenny Slate. We were just talking. It's her birthday yesterday. How about that? Uh, Is set to host the 23rd annual Webby Awards. That'll be held on May 13th in New York. Uh, the webbies aren't the best online from websites, videos, advertising media and PR, apps, mobile, voice, social, podcast and games. What about annoying ad that runs before your video? Uh they should have yeah. a, an award for that cuz you got to sit through it anyway, right? Have you noticed that some of these ads now are run twice? Yeah, yes. on YouTube, oh, yeah. run twice and I told also, you guys about that a while back. Oh, they'll, the, okay. They'll run one that you can't skip. Yes. Or or one that you can skip and then one that you can't what the usually. Hell? And but the one that you can't is usually only five seconds long. At least there's that. But I, I have a feeling it's not going to stop there. Uh, so the uh, the internet, she said. I'm 62 and I still have, I'm a, still a tiger in the sheets. Uh, nominees will be announced Tuesday, April 2nd. She said the internet gives us infinite ways to make our everyday lives better. Even though I am very bad at computers, I am good at having fun, and I'm excited to celebrate those who dare to make the best of the Internet at a time when we need to foster connection, kindness, and creativity. Isn't that what the Internet's
5: all about? That's what it's about, kindness, creativity, support, connection. She just laid it all out there.
1: All right, let's get to the clips here, folks. (laughs) In the new high-stakes series exclusively produced by LeBron James, contestants navigate through an obstacle course For the $1 million prize, in this clip, host Tim Tebow can't contain his excitement for Million Dollar Mile contestants. I was
3: so into it. I lost my voice every night in filming, and they're bringing me tea with lemon and, 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 and honey and, and hot water, because this was their one night, their night to shine. I
11: don't, I don't, wanna, oh, man. I don't think I want to see it. Mm. Uh, I was so
1: into I it. I know. Don't, I don't care for Tim Tebow. Uh, <laughs> but this concept is interesting. I would like to see. I haven't seen any video of it. So the, they're basically, yeah, they're being chased by,
5: or they're they're competing against this this professional athlete. So the con- there's the contestant and this professional athlete. Yeah. And it's basically like um, they're running after them to tag them before okay. they complete this course. And they're running through what appears to be, you know, real-world city oh. things and going up buildings and okay. the whole thing. It probably stinks. It's an elaborate game of It? it basically, that's It, okay. yeah. You mean tag? Tag. Or tag, yeah. tag you're It. You're It, yeah. yeah.
1: It, you're Tag. Which, by the way, I saw. <laughs> I finally saw uh, a good portion of that movie. I didn't have time to finish it, Tag. What'd you think? Very funny. Did Did you think so? I I enjoyed it. Did you
5: watch it? I thought it was okay. Yeah, I thought it was... was, What I saw, I liked a lot. Okay. Everyone was very... The cast is great.
1: Million Dollar Mile premieres tonight on CBS. Let's do the next clip. Tim Burton brings Dumbo to life in the new live-action film. In this clip, Eva Green, who plays Colette, discusses what it was like to watch herself in the movie for the first time. Here we go.
7: It's fun. I mean, you know, I, I... you, I feel like a little girl. Oh, my God. I got to fly Dumbo. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's just magical.
1: Shut up, dummy. Dumbo's in theaters on Friday, by the way. And there you go. That's what I got for you this morning in our entertainment roundup. We're going to take a break. Going live on Fox Good Day this morning. We have a very cool secret text word I'll tell you about when we return. And, of course, uh, the Daily Rush madness continues. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment.
0: W-M-M-R. Online, on demand, on demand, and on video. Including our digital HD signal. The best sounding MMR there is. WMMR HD and HD2. The MM Archives channel.
1: Let's serve up another one of these. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Man. The battles are underway for the day. Voting for all of our matchups are enabled as we speak. So when you go to WMR.com, you don't just vote on the one for this particular hour. You can vote on all of them for the day. Uh, but we're just rolling them out each hour to remind you a little bit of what is there for Daily Rush Madness. And this hour, our matchups are fairly even seeded. We have an eight against a nine, the eight seed in the anyway region. It's called donkey pupe. <laughs> yes. And it's not poop. It's pupe. Donkey, <laughs> donkey pupe. Versus if I had a hammer, new lyrics. Oh. So I guess we did. Did we do two if I had a hammers? Did I'm not we? really sure. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, here is the first clip that I'm going to play for you. Donkey pupe. And then they use the fertilizer from the, the mules. donkey pube. <laughs> donkey poop. Pube. Pube. <laughs> <laughs> it's a donkey pube. <laughs> That donkey puked all over my lawn. It's good morning, Stockholm. All right, so that's number one. And donkey puke is going to be going up against If I Had a Hammer. Here we go. I'd hit him
5: with the hammer. I'd go inside and get some accelerant and set him
11: on fire. Watch the
1: whole building burn down. So uh, it's a take on the lyrics of If I Had a Hammer. Wow. And it heads down a pretty violent path. So these two videos are up against each other while you go to W. JMMR.com, and you click on the Daily Rush Madness banner where you go to watch the videos if you want to or not. But you can vote on them. But while you're there, make sure that you enter to win our Punchline Philly Grand Prize. A pair of tickets to every Punchline show. For well, the rest of the year, you just have to be at least 21 years of age to enter that. Uh, so get there. Details, WMMR.com. com. are at Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. And thank you for participating in that. I, I read the the winners earlier. Maybe I'll do that again at the our file just to reiterate who's won what so a couple far. of
5: close couple of close uh battles yeah
1: two of them uh by one percent one percent fifty one percent so uh you can sense the emotional struggle going on yep yep exactly hey we never really got a chance to to chat about this much it's it's a story that's a few weeks old uh but it's taken another level state officials have ordered the emergency removal of all children Remaining at uh, Glen Mills School, the oldest, uh, by the way, the oldest reform school in the country. That's Whoa. crazy. Yeah. Wow. In the wake of a uh, newspaper investigation detailing decades of alleged abuse and cover-ups, uh, so the Department of Human Services said Monday that children residing at Glen Mills School will be relocated as soon as this can be safely accomplished. Uh, there were 64 students there, 21 from Pennsylvania, 43 from eight other states. Uh the Inquirer had uh, had done an investigation that was published last month and described a culture of physical abuse in the school. By the way, Glenn Mills has been around since eighteen twenty six. eighteen twenty six We d- and you don't tend to think
5: of eighteen twenties and eighteen thirties a reformatory school. Yeah. So for some reason, I always think of like you know uh, the the fifties or right. you know you like uh, yeah. but it's it's I I really realize I have. I don't even know what a contemporary reformatory school yeah. would be like. I don't either. What are the levels of, of in- incarceration, if that's even appropriate to call it incarceration? What, what goes on there?
2: Well, and before this emergency removal of these students, um, a lot of other cities pulled their, their kids out. Like Philadelphia yeah. did, Houston did. They they pulled the kids out prior to this, and now they're this removing. This is the last this is the la- Yeah, they're removing all of them.
3: All right, yeah, so I would like to know how this kind of... Um, Parallels to like a juvenile detention
11: center, yeah. right? Where yeah.
3: it's actual jail, exactly. Because that was I, my my question, yeah, because I, I know these guys. I mean, they have freedom. Like that, yeah. you know, they they are like the golf course. Yeah. is is apparently run and uh, maintained by by those guys and, and former school students, mm-hmm.
1: and it is. A, a pristine, beautiful golf course. It's one of the big programs. They take really good care of it. okay Okay. Um, but, yeah, Casey, so you've got reform school versus juvie. Juvie's more like jail. Right. Uh, and this is my And then you have a military understanding. school. And then you have military school because those were the things. I remember growing up as a kid that hung over your head is if you... If you are a troubled youth, yeah. you're, you're going to end up in reform school or military school. Yeah. Yes.
5: Right. And you then know? juvie was for, for kids who were criminals.
10: Yeah. I used to live out in Phoenixville and there's that place called St. Gabe's and uh, that's yeah. a beautiful building. And it I believe that's a reform school as well within the archdiocese. Really? Um, so, and by its very name, it's a reform. I believe so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A reformatory and, school. And, you know, I, I should know better because yeah. I drove past it every day on the way into work, but it's a gorgeous campus and uh, I, b- I believe a lot of the kids that go there um, are taught skills uh, to like in, in farming skills and things like that. Right. Huh.
2: So Wikipedia says that Gl- the Glen Mill School is the oldest surviving school of its type in the United States.
1: Okay, okay. interesting. Nick, by the way, that school that you mentioned—that's yeah. right there on 422, right? It's 422, right off of 422. Yeah. Do you know, yeah. they have they have a ropes course yes. right right by. The, I've never seen one person on <laughs> that. Me neither. In all the years that I've driven <laughs> by there, I've never seen anybody on that ropes well, they course all ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also. Think, I'll go play on that thing <laughs> if they need somebody
3: to use it. Yeah. I don't know if this is true or not, but J.D. Salinger used that kind of as a background or a setting for. Okay. Uh, catch to a Kill a, a Mockingbird. Or, no, not To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, to Catch a Mockingbird. To Catch a Mockingbird. To Catch a Mockingbird. Yeah. You know, I went to Cardinal Harrow High School. <laughs> mockingbird in the Rye. And we, I was on the swim team, and there's not a whole lot of bad boys on the swim team. But I remember when we swam against Glenn Mills, there were like dudes with tattoos, and this is also like 1992. Where tattoos weren't like a big thing like they are now, right. and I was like, "Oh my god!" So the tattoos were like short circuit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we got the uh, the Tiny tunes.
1: Um, uh. <laughs> now I knew a guy that I knew a guy that worked at Glen Mill School for a short amount of time. This guy uh, Matt, he was a, a you know I trained martial arts with him, and yes. he was you know a very physically he could handle himself, no question, and had to on a couple of occasions. Go after runaways. uh, He told me a story. There were people that would try to run away from the school, and you'd have to run them down and physically catch them. So at a a reformatory, at
5: at a reform school like this, so uh, they live on campus they yes there, yeah. right mm-hmm. obviously like a boarding school right and yeah. you're saying that so they would in this particular case they would work the golf course yep uh, for for their trade or to help you know give That's them one of the programs one of the structured things that they would do mm-hmm. yeah. um where they so even on the weekends and everything they're 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 sentenced
1: to it or are they don't know. Are, huh. do they in, are well, they
5: enrolled in it
1: they're from other states Some i know them, i'm, it I'm it an says, idiot on it this. says eight other states have pulled students so they might yeah, they might reside there full time right. during the school year. Is uh-huh. my understanding? Listen, I'm, t- I'm I'm talking from I know zero official knowledge whatsoever.
2: I just remember having a friend from uh, Valley Forge come to Westchester on the weekend, so I think there they were allowed to leave
1: Valley Forge Military the Military Academy. Academy yeah. yeah, yeah, that's not quite.
2: The same. I a know it's
1: the same. Yeah, as uh, reformatory No, school. but it was a threat. Where I,
4: when I was yeah. growing up and, and when, military and, academy. And military. Oh, yeah.
10: yeah. So in middle school and high school, and there a couple of kids that they ended up being tossed out of uh, public school and going to Valley Forge Military Academy. Now you got to pay for it, and you know, but that, the parents would lord that over you. We're well, send sure. you to mil- Military academy. That's when they feel you
5: need some discipline. Uh, yeah. e- that's the thing you lord over them. Now the big threat is uh, goat yoga that's the, uh, uh, the yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Oh my, why is that yoga. making a resurgence Every, everyone's going because back to so goat dumb. yoga meredith <laughs> did dumb
1: i have a picture <laughs> of meredith from uh
2: yeah.
1: uh our, our uh, you know from uh, helium yeah. uh, who's doing goat Has yoga you to, we'll to ask her you about want to goat on
5: your back then you better get your s straight let's talk
1: about, about. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me go to andrew whose brother used to work at Glen Mills. hi andrew you're on the air good morning morning guys hey man so your brother used to work there
8: yeah, so um, right out of college, my brother got a job there. He was in social work, and he's six four, two hundred and forty 240 pounds, but he's a gentle giant. Yeah. And he's, he's had instances where, you know, runaways, just like you were saying, but also, you know, kind of walking down the halls, you know, all of a sudden one of the counselors just pulled the kid into the room, and, you know, he would tell me it was one of those – you just kind of turn the other cheek, and, I mean, he's, he's never – he's not into physical harm or anything, and, you know, he actually stopped working there. But hang on, Andrew. So, you, did,
1: you, you kind of left it hanging there and turned the other cheek. Was it was someone beating a student?
8: So it was, you know, it was like, hey, you know, they're going to get, you know, yelled at, screamed at. They're going to, you know, verbal and, you know, sometimes, you know, slap in the face. Or a little
5: manhandling.
8: Correct. Yeah.
5: Okay. All right, so stuff that would exceed the normal boundaries.
8: Yeah, and, and I mean like you like I said, he's you know, he's a gentle giant. Right. Like even though he looks physically, you know, intimidating, he was, you know, not into that. And, you know, he worked night shift, uh, overnight and you know, there was a couple of times where, you know, he had to be in a in a van and if somebody, you know, was trying to run away, you know, he would have to radio it in and and they would all try to track everybody down. So,
5: Andrew, so uh, uh, I've not knowing the, the facility, is it surrounded by a fence or is there a, like a gate at the front or is it just so? Uh, Casey shaking his head. No. So, open. if you if you were to make a run for it, you'd probably have a decent shot, correct?
8: Correct. And I'm not 100% sure about the fence. Um, I, I heard you guys talking about the golf course, though. So, it was almost like a working program where, you know, kids. That were on you know good behavior let's just say that um, they would take them out and they were allowed to work on the golf course you know under um, I guess counselor assistance you, you could say
3: mm-hmm. so, okay. so, yeah
8: they I mean it like, never they, they gave, gave me a prison
3: vibe I mean if you drive past it like, it, a, sc- it, like it, a school looks like a school dude it looks like you're no. driving past episcopal you know okay I mean, like, All right. a, like beautiful football stadium it's you know it's these rolling hills in, in a really really nice area um yeah. so it, 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 it does and but they have that place in lima or lima Thanks, lima Andrew. lima i should know it's telco <laughs> um it's that's juvie hall man that's you know and that steve is a and
5: prison I, we gave a <laughs>
3: riveting lecture <laughs> oh, to God. some students who were enraptured by what we had to
1: tell them we yeah. went to to speak to a group of students at that detention facility <laughs> and i'm telling you these these were these were teenagers steve i was Paranoid yeah. while we were there because I'm right with you. they looked like they number one, they didn't want to be yeah. in there with us talking to them about radio. And I remember asking, you know, we're telling them about our daily lives and what we do for work and any questions? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean they looked at us like you would think that I would think that maybe we were at least something to do, other yeah. than whatever you do all day long. No, but they no, did they not did care. care oh, they they care less. They did not care. Yeah, it was crickets immediately. Anybody? Uh, hang on a second. <laughs> Let me go to Denny. Wants to mention the article in the Enquirer and how they left some stuff out. Denny, you're on the air. Good morning. Morning, Preston. Hey, what's up, bud? Hey.
12: Uh, I just have a strong opinion about this. I don't have a personal relationship with Glen Mills at all, but I know a lot of good people that have come out of that, that school. Mm-hmm. There is another side to this story. Um, it was a few isolated cases where there was issues. I had a son go through Navy basic training, and uh, it's basically these kids aren't not are not our regular new you know, good kids. These are kids that have gone there for a reason. Mm-hmm. They need, you know, certain training. And some of them don't like it. They take they take offense to that, and um, it is what it is. But there is so many good kids, and you mentioned the golf course. Why is the golf course pristine? Because these kids are doing a great job.
3: Sure, right. Um, you know, it is what it is. I don't really feel like is a is a good enough defense when. We're talking about abuse. You know what I mean? And I understand, like, there's probably some strict guidelines, and I'm okay with that. You're there for a reason. You know, we need to have a rigid, rigid guideline.
5: You have to have authority
3: that matters. You have to have authority that matters. But abuse is abuse, and it there is no it is what it is when it comes to abuse.
1: Yeah, and the, and the question I think happens when if it's been happening regularly and is reported, and it there's they turn a blind eye to it. That's, that's an that's issue. A, that's a problem. Yeah, so. yeah. But so. I know what you mean, Denny. It's it's not like every kid was getting hazed and and uh, waterboarded and and all of that. But uh, they still have to take a look at the inner workings and find out what went wrong, and if it was being overlooked, and they got to rethink the whole thing. You know, I got to go ahead. All right. All right, thanks, right. Denny. I I so wonder wonder a-
2: sorry, I wonder if this, will, will, is, if this is it. The, the school's not going to shut down.
1: Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a or, good question. Or
5: rework it. Yeah. I'm just amazed. So, you know, you're thinking 1830, 1840 reformatory school. Mm-hmm. Did Original, you, did, you, did you take his stuff or not? <laughs> right. I most certainly did not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but then it's off to the golf course for you. Hey, uh, we have a guy that attended Glenn Mills, and his name is Thor. Thor! Oh, wow! So, let's welcome... Uh, Thor to the show. Hi, you're on the air, Thor. Hey, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Good, buddy. So when did you, when were you a student at Glenn Mills? 87. I got my GED there. Okay. And I took, I actually took a pretty, uh, the course, for the,
12: uh, the test you take for college. Yeah. What's, what's that called? The CAT, I think it's called? SAT? SAT. I took the SAT. I was going to go to Florida, actually, as, as uh, the run track. Uh, the good thing about Glenn Mills is they have, a lot of guys graduated from there, got out, got jobs. My first job was at Wendy's in Westchester. Believe it or not, they huh. would drive me there. Yeah. Second shift. The bad thing is, I'd say one out of every five counselors did abuse the kids. Wow. One of of But I guess it got out of hand. That's why they're closing it down. And
1: and so Thor, would would you know who the the those specific counselors were? Like like that dude's oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That yeah, guy, you got to yeah, watch yeah, out for. Them. Yeah. yeah. So okay,
12: I'm 48. I can still name the guy. No kidding. So, yeah. so, so,
5: Thor, to your to your memory, and so it it worked to some level for you, but you're saying, do you believe that if those if they're able to keep a tighter um, control on uh, abusive counselors, yeah. uh, that it's something so well it, worth having? Yeah,
12: it would stay open. Okay. Yeah, it would stay open. Didn't you just? I'd say 87 and 94% of the people that go there, they get their GED, they graduate, they take college prep courses. Some of them go to college. Listen, there was a kid there. He was from Chicago. He was in that gang called the Disciples. Remember that yes. gang back in
5: the 80s? Yes. And he
12: was in there, and he graduated. He was a, he was a little white-scoated dude, and all he wanted to do was fight and get high. Mm-hmm. They came through, came through there. They talked to you. They, they're like... Um, it's a good alternative for people who didn't have male role models
4: in their lives. Right. So, see, I hear you.
3: And this is yeah. the part that baffles me. And, and listen, I, I have lived a very privileged life. And so, so you know, I went all through Catholic school was never abused by a priest, never knew anybody yeah. that was abused by a priest, you know. So, um, but Thor, my question is this, and, and I'm not victim shaming or blaming or anything like that. When you got out and you became an adult, why didn't you... Like, alert anybody to what you had seen and, and experienced while you were at You did?
1: Yeah, I got assaulted
3: there.
1: Oh, you, uh, you got assaulted there? Yeah, I got assaulted my first day there. All right, All right. right. but Casey's asking why did you try to alert anyone to. Yeah, what? yeah,
12: they got. Well, I mean, there's like underlying factors. Like, uh, when I went back, when I finally graduated, I did like 11 months there, and they have a program where you could come back. It's called Con Ed. Mm-hmm. It's like a t- it's continuing education, but you're not committed there anymore you're still a student but you're not committed okay so you have the same privileges as somebody who works there so i I went back to finish to run track for the next year so because i was trying to go to florida so um uh the staff staff member didn't went to track team talking while we were stretching Uh but he didn't but he was new and he didn't know that i wasn't a student so I said, "Well, I'm a cornet. I don't have to, you know, be quiet. I'm, I'm pretty much on your standards." So he, so he sucker punched me. <laughs> he said, sucker punched
4: you. Punch yeah, you. Okay. Yeah, all
12: so right. He, so, so the um, the, the cross country coach. He knew me. Uh, he broke it up, and I went home, and uh, I got my mom, and my mom was threatening to, you know, the press charges or whatever. And all I mean, right. They, they told her all kinds of crazy stuff. So okay, yeah, talked the way it, out of it. You know, Wow. Yeah, yeah, kind of Unfortunately,
2: when you're in a situation like that, it's just a way of life for them. Not that yeah. it's okay and that children should be abused, but that's all they know. They're there, you know, for so many years and they get out and they might not think, okay, let me go run and tell on them. Right. It's how they lived for all those years. But like
3: I think of that movie Sleepers and, you know, that is obviously it's a, it's a fictional movie, but, you know, that sort of stuff has happened. And, you know, when these guys uh, grew up and became adults, they ended up seeing their abuser out and they killed him you know what i mean so yeah, like yeah, when, i saw that movie. yeah so I, i'm surprised and i don't know if that happens more often or, or is you know it we, more like aquaman
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, thor yeah, yeah just had, just had a curiosity you're you doing okay in life right now yeah
12: yeah i drive flatbed Jack to all, all right, right well, cool, good man. for you man
1: i'm good to hear that thanks for the call man we appreciate it all right okay all right, all
2: right. Hey, Thor. Do you, do you know um an nfl player by the name of bernard pierce
3: uh, yeah, he actually played for Temple. He used to yes. be a running back for uh, Baltimore.
2: So he went to Glen Mills. He graduated from there. I
3: imagine their their football.
5: <laughs> they have a football team. I assume uh, it'd be like the longest yard, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what I had heard. They can be pretty
1: tough. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna see if this is the Matt I was talking about earlier. Matt, who worked as a counselor at Glen Mills. Hey, Matt. Good morning.
9: Hey. Good morning.
1: Is this the Matt I was talking about earlier?
9: I I didn't hear you talking about. Me. I had the radio off, but um, I I maybe you could have.
1: Do I know you?
9: I'm not
1: sure. <laughs> do I know you?
9: Do, do you know me? Uh, I I don't know who am I speaking with. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Especially, you you would know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah. what what do you want to tell us, man? <laughs>
9: um, I was just listening, and because I used to work there, um, some of the, what these guys are saying is true, and some is not. It's a lot. They're, they're a little they're going a little overboard on the uh, beating up and getting punched in public. Um, a lot of guys that go there, kids that get sent there are sent there for a reason, and they have no discipline at home. Uh, they're usually gang members from California, Detroit, um, Florida, PA, uh, New Jersey, and that's about it, the kids that we took. Uh-huh. But they were coming from homes with no family structure, no discipline. I mean, out working corners. They were basically a lot of them in their Grand Theft Auto, uh, murder, Um, It's heavy-duty stuff. It's heavy-duty stuff.
1: There were were murderers going to school there? Correct, correct. Why are they not in jail? Okay. Well,
9: this is a report. They were under the age of... four. They weren't tried as an adult. Okay. When we were there, what it was called was manual MA, manually assist. And when you manually assisted someone from getting into a fight or talking back to a counselor or anything like that, basically you just subdued them. You didn't beat them up. Sure. I mean, there was a situation where... You know, a counselor was, was ganged up on, and it may have gotten a little rougher than it should have. But nobody, we were always told if something happens, don't ever hit anyone, in, don't ever abuse anyone in the face. And, you know, yeah, it's not, we're not doing
1: uh, that. We're not there Okay, hide. that sounds like you don't want it to show, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know,
9: that's part of it, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But the other part is you don't want to. Matt, ha, ha, serious injury. Matt
5: how do you i mean honestly at a certain point if someone who is who has murdered someone is is looking to act up and disrupt what options do you have to yeah. make sure you can subdue this person and make the school do what it's supposed to do and reform this person? how do you exert
4: that's a
9: good
5: question how do you exert uh, control over someone that you can't you send that you're, you're Judy always Hall. on on a gray line it, right it's
9: it's similar to I don't want to say it's similar to prison because they're getting great education there. They're getting great healthcare. Mm -hmm. The guys that are in the sports programs are going off to college and becoming very good athletes. They have a very good football program, very good basketball program. Um, But the kids that are there that are gang affiliated and high up and things like that. Some of them are, I don't want to say they're a lost cause, but they develop a routine there. So if they, they don't, even though they may have a, a, a murder, a previous murder, They, you couldn't. These kids are so young that you you don't look at them like that. But if they get out of hand, then there's always counselors with you or around you. You, They work. We each have dormitories, so I was uh, I was in Van Buren Hall, and um, we had five counselors in Van Buren. You're always teamed up with someone, and you're always you you always have basically control of your squad, the kids. So I mean, any counselor walking by, senior rep or not. You know, if he sees anything out of the ordinary with these kids getting out of control, he's going to make a. you know, he's going to come over and he's going to make his walkie-talkie phone call and, you know, you're going to have a gang of, of counselors over there helping you out. So right. as far as safety, there was no, you know, there was no lack of safety <laughs> on our part. But I just think some of the stories the guy getting punched, you know, hit in the face, I, I mean, unless something's changed while when, when when I wasn't there, it just doesn't sound that accurate. If anything, right. we improved these kids' lives. I mean, these kids probably be selling drugs in the street, in jail, uh, or dead. And now a lot of them have good careers.
1: Yeah, listen, so I'm I, I, I that understand now. that a lot of great stuff has been done there. And I also understand that it's not all black and white. Yep. And that uh, and that also, yes, things are going to get physical. You're talking about bad seeds, kids that are, are can be yeah. violent and stuff like yeah. that. And that has to be handled as well. But if you have a pattern that's forming... Of, of of abuse that's been happening or maybe somebody's been there for a while and become desensitized to rough housing and things like that, that yeah. things can get out of control if it's not checked. And I guess yeah, maybe that's exactly what's right. happened, you know? So listen,
9: it, it could be.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm not I, sure. I just,
9: I just know that, that, um, you know, I wasn't big on the, uh, on MA manually shifting kids. It wasn't a big thing for me unless it, uh, it was, you know, definitely necessary. But, uh, but, you know, we would they don't get that discipline at home. They probably didn't need right. my parents who cared about them. So you, you,
5: can't, you can't let it perpetuate, discipline. and you can't tell someone who's, who's committed murder to put your head on your desk. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, right. right.
9: <laughs> you know, the study for this test or whatnot, but yeah. the repercussions to that, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's not, not the studies, but the, the way you behave. Yeah. And I've seen so much the, the behavioral differences in some of these kids from the day they came in to the day they leave. They're changed. They're, that's a completely changed individual,
1: and then some just go back to their gang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, hear that. I appreciate it. We got it. We got to move on to some other stuff. But thank yeah, you so much for, for the on, call. Guys. All right, take care. Yeah, I'm
10: sure that there was a lot of good that came out of it. It also yeah. just seems like there was systematic abuse that needs to be addressed, and and when it
1: becomes normalized, then that that's an issue. Well, I hope that they can. They can figure it out. They're pulling everybody out of there right now. Maybe they can restructure, totally reset, because it's a beautiful facility, or at least yeah. from the outside, it looks really cool. I haven't been inside to see what it's all about. And some people have, have come out of there. A lot of people have come out of there for the better, you it's know?
5: It's not like that uh, I haven't been in the system. I, I had detention once.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. I oh, wonder if it will. serious. Dude. I wonder if it I will. I got though. out, though. What'd I you do? I got out.
5: What'd you do? I thought the kid and I got into a fight and a a all tussle. Way. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, he was wrong though. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah, even what'd the assistant do? principal knew that. Really? <laughs> Still threw me in though. Threw Still, me in the hole. What'd you do? Threw you would, would call hole. it a classroom in there <laughs> social. <sure>. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I got, I got two it.
10: months. <laughs> Give him another month to think yeah.
3: about it. <laughs> I'm, got not, a, I'm not rolling over, screw. <laughs> I got a detention once in third grade that I thought was unfounded. A dog came into the schoolyard. It snatched a cabbage patch kid out of, one, uh, out, of, out of this kid's hands and then took off. And you got blamed. No, everybody ran after this dog. I'm talking like there's freaking 50, 60 kids running after this dog. The dog ran off campus. We all ran off campus after it. And then... There were so many kids that they couldn't, um, they, they didn't know who it was. So each teacher was like, you know, who ran who ran after the dog? And I was the only one in my class who raised my hand. And they gave me a detention for it. This, for is, your Casey, yeah. it. this is Casey telling his prison story. Yeah. yeah,
1: Sitting there rubbing out a cigarette butt. <laughs> okay. yes. hey, hey, what'd you do? I, I,
5: I killed a man because he took my smack. What'd you do? This dog stole a cabbage patch <laughs> <dog>. <laughs> yes. and everyone went running after the doggy. Uh, and I raised my hand. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I know you know I'm going to rape you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh it's not God. rape
3: if I give it to you.
1: Oh you my can God. have it. Wow. Um, well, anyhow, they're they're pulling everybody out of there, and I don't know what the what the plan is after that. I just know that they they've taken all the the students out. We have a lot of calls. Ace, I don't know if we have time to go to one more or not because we're going to go on Fox oh, today. Here geez, in just a moment. You know moment. what
3: it is. You know what well, we don't. Oh, we don't. We don't. Why? Because, what are we going
1: to do? Well, I've just I've seen some calls here. Dylan saw a lot of violence at, uh, as a student at Glen Mills. Uh, I've got people at work at other uh, detention facilities and reformatory schools and other students that went to uh, went to the school as well. But the
5: mascot's on the phone too. Oh, really? He yeah.
1: can't talk much. <laughs> no. Just tap on the phone, if you could, please, for the answers. Um, wow. Okay. How was it there? What does three mean? <laughs> yes. Very nice. Uh, so, yeah, they, uh, they, they've taken all the rest of the students out. There were 64 students left, and they pulled them out. And I'm not really sure what they are going to do, but obviously investigate everything that went on. So... Interesting. All right. Well, thank you for your calls. We appreciate it. We do need to take a break because we're going to come back in a moment. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day. We'll see what those guys want to talk about. And uh, i got some bizarre file stories I think you will enjoy. Secret text word, UFC, fight night. We are just talking about fights. Yeah. But these are sanctioned in the octagon. and It's, it's a profession. Wells Fargo Center on Saturday. Text word, to 39333. We'll see if we win a little bit later on. We'll be back
0: in just a moment. Here we go. Here comes the MM Army.
6: UFC Fight Fans, join the MM Army Wednesday from 4 to 6 at the Metro by T-Mobile Store at 2121 West Oregon Avenue in South Philly. Enter for a chance to win tickets to see UFC Fight Night this Saturday at the Wells Fargo Center. Plus, meet UFC fighter Michael Chiesa for pictures and autographs. MMR's Big Friggin' Deal. This week, only get two tickets to the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race on May 5th, plus two trackside access passes at Dover International Speedway for only $99. Available through Sunday or while supplies last at WMMR.com, keyword deal.
0: 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks.
1: Hey, uh, we have a moment or two before we go live on Fox Good Day. I'm going to reiterate who won what in the uh, Daily Rush Madness yes. yesterday. Uh, so we had uh, caveman gossip beaten by Casey Kasem is hiding on a Native American reservation. I would not have called that. 51% just barely. I yeah. wouldn't have either. So that was a close one. And uh, yeah, a, a bit of an upset. Uh, Meat manthy beat Ball Sacks or Yummy. Much to Kathy's chagrin. That just sounds kind of fun. Meat manthy beat Ball Sacks or Yummy. <laughs> Uh, the secret farm behind the Plymouth Meeting Mall was oh, yeah. a, a victor over Top Gun sucks, and and decidedly so. 79% of the vote went to the Plymouth Meeting Mall. And also, uh, Steve is the god of Hellfire, uh, eked out Vagina Face, which I was a little sad about. I love the god of Hellfire. It's so much fun. But Vagina Face... It's, it's nostalgic. It's like a Christmas carol. Like, uh, it's just a perennial. But Hellfire won, uh, with a 75% vote. And then you had the Repo Man Detonator uh, beating out. Kathy would rather talk about buttholes than Star Wars. And uh, the Repo Man Detonator had 59% of the vote. So there's some serious battles that are going on. And while you are voting, I just want to remind you, we have a pretty cool prize to give away. It's a chance for you to win our Punchline Philly Grand Prize, a pair of tickets to every Punchline show for the rest of the year. Yes. So when you go to WMMR.com to vote, you know, you click on the uh, Daily Rush Madness uh, banner and it will take you to the videos if you want to watch them, refresh your memory a little bit or just laugh again if you enjoyed it the first time around. And uh, and then you get to vote and you can also enter for this prize and you have to be at least 21 years of age to enter. The deadline is Friday, April 5th. You can get all contest rules at WMMR.com. It's presented by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. Excellent. Help us out with that, if you would, please. A uh, couple other things. we guys another minute or so before we go live on Fox Good Day. Secret text word today, chance to win UFC Fight Night tickets for Saturday night, Wells Fargo Center. And we're doing it a little bit different this time. Uh, sponsored by T-Mobile, by the way. So the caller with the correct word, when we ask for you to call in later on, gets what are called Golden Circle tickets. Nice! And then we're going to grab the random texters. Normally we just grab one random texture and we give away a prize. Well, we're giving away four of these prizes, and we'll get you some general admission tickets. I'm assuming it's a pair of tickets. So uh, it's brought to you by Metro by T-Mobile. Check out UFC Fight Night Party at Xfinity Live Saturday from 1 to 4 p.m. And you can enter to win tickets to that night's event and... Uh, they're going to have a fighter or two that might be stopping by. So, nice headed to the event, or maybe just want to go by there and potentially win some tickets and maybe meet a fighter that's going to be at Xfinity Live on Saturday from one to four p.m. And I want to mention that we have an announcement coming up later on today when Pierre gets here to take over the helm. Uh, we have a very cool bit of information I think you will enjoy, and it might make you a very happy person. Oh, Pierre always makes us happy. He does, he does. But uh, this time around, <laughs> there might be some dollar signs involved in this particular one. He so. was weird yesterday. He was. I know. He's always <laughs> weird. But, but you know what? Weird is good. Yeah. The music means we're going live on Fox Good Day, so let's get to an little Steely Dan as we begin. Okay, President Steve, simple question
10: for you this morning. Some people have done some research on this. All right, you start dating someone. You've been invited to a wedding. When? How many months, weeks do you uh,
1: date somebody before you consider them a plus one and introduce them to people in your life? Preston, go. What's dating again? Uh, It's been a long time. I would say a month. Oh team about right. You wait a month if you're dating
5: someone it, 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 and the opportunity to go to a, a wedding arose. you would yeah. take your one month relationship to that wedding. yeah, that's yeah. Still seems I, early I, to I me. think you think yeah. that's a little early,
1: Alex.
4: I do well.
5: It depends how many dates you've been on. Now, if President if he if dated this person for
1: thirty straight days,
4: you saw them every day,
1: right? No, no, He's no, very no, intense. Yeah. He's very passionate. No, I'm talking. Sure. I'm, I'm talking. You know, once a week for the first two weeks, and then maybe a couple times those next couple of weeks is starting to feel good. Okay, Wednesday, Saturday, and if you're invited right. to a wedding, yeah. sex
5: has become more aggressive.
3: Oh yeah, you probably oh, wouldn't no. even get a plus one if you were only dating somebody for a month. No, you yeah. would not. No. I can speak from experience, True. and, and yeah. it's a little awkward when then you want
10: to bring that person. Person, but you don't want to bring it to the attention of the bride and groom cuz you don't want to seem like you're putting them out.
4: Hmm. I think oh. most most people
10: you? getting married would appreciate it if I if I had just started
5: dating someone I would have the respect to bring a prostitute with me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because well. I think it, you know that's they're <laughs> right. on the clock. Yeah, yeah. And and it's a professional. professional. You right. paid for it. I've already paid for that. Yeah. yeah. And yes. Well,
2: I have some friends. They only would give you plus one if you and your person had been together for like a year. That's, is that
5: usually? I think yeah, that's. <laughs> I think that's usually the deal. A year's kind yeah. of. If, if the someone makes a good case and says this, you know, y- y- I think if you know this person well enough to invite them, you probably know where they stand with this other relationship, right? So if it's right. like you just don't want, hey, I'll bring any. Um, <clears throat> unless I pick this person up in a bar and I bring her to the wedding, <laughs> right? That's yeah. not going to cut, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm. Kath, what do you think?
2: I think a month is a little bit too early. I would have to say at least a few months in. See, I agree with Kathy. So what, you never know. You, yeah, I think you, you're right, Alex.
3: You say
5: a, like a year, Alex?
2: Well, people can behave in a month and you can still pretend to be someone else. I feel like in a month.
5: <laughs> that, Yes. That's why if you've paid if you've paid a, 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 a call girl,
3: th- you know, there you go. They're on their best behavior. But you know when you're when you're planning a wedding and then you're going through the whole invitation process and you get to somebody and you go, okay, does he or she have a girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah. Well, how long have they been dating? Okay. Yeah. Sorry, they don't they don't yeah. make the cut. So you a lot of times that, that by that the decision way, decision is made by the bride and groom. That's true. In That's my
5: true. in my bachelor days, impressed right? when you were single. If you got an invite to a wedding, it was like,
3: yeah, this is cool. You, I mean, oh yeah,
5: yeah, right. I mean that's oh no, yeah you know you worked a wedding pick, the pickings are the Pickens oh are God, good yeah oh
4: my gosh. <laughs> yeah. seriously
5: it's the truth everybody's in a mood there's yeah. booze there's music and they've seen they've seen marriage go down so yeah. it's like oh I wonder and then it's usually yeah. little nooks exactly. and crannies so you have that have you can find at the reception no. it's, as as they, yourself. it's like bringing sand to a beach if you're single yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. bridesmaids are plenty as far
1: as you can see in ugly dresses that's right. Uh, hey,
5: thanks, guys. All thank right. you. Oh, hey, thank Take
1: you. care, guys. We'll see you later. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe I'm way off. I don't know. It's been a long time. I yeah. used I used to work the weddings big time.
5: Yeah. Uh, I used I used to love the invite. And, and Me listen, too. It was uh, and because they would always. A lot of times, there's always you're in that romantic. Yep. Mood yeah. is a high, and it's just part of the deal. It was, it wasn't like I was, you know, abducting people
3: in the trunk of my car. But you would meet people, yeah. and then, you know, and it,
5: it always happened.
3: When my sister got married, I was about a month into the relationship with my now wife. Yeah, and she wasn't invited to the wedding. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. And you, you weren't offended, were you? No. Yeah.
2: I think it's different now, Steve. Though I think most people are invited with a plus one so it's not really like oh i can pick you know from the single people because most times they they brought somebody does
5: it though in in the case of like as wedding pictures are taken it's not the same like i know like in a wedding party or someone who's who's just part of a of a family picture
2: oh like the stripper who's in all my wedding pictures <laughs> i tell you what man that one in the see-through pink dress yeah
1: <laughs> rubber Girl, uh, when we had a, uh, a Christmas get-together, uh, my mom purposely had her on the end so <laughs> oh, you yeah. could cut, cut her out, out of the and picture, and which them. she did. It's smart. It's smart, smart. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, listen, or
5: or make them wear like a green man suit so you can, <laughs> you can digitally <laughs> remove them easily <laughs> well, with, that... the, with the ping-pong balls on <laughs>
2: I just recently gave a friend advice. I said, You tell the photographer. The photographer says, Okay, family only. You take the picture and then and then you say, Oh, stripper in the pink dress, get yeah. in. <laughs> okay, You're here.
5: Now strippers, <laughs> now flings.
3: Oh man. Prostitutes. Yeah. Deep regrets. In. Everybody. Uh,
5: <laughs> not sure if they're actually the gender they're claiming to be.
2: Yeah. Who brought a stripper to you? My cousin. She's right in the middle. She's oh, like two no. people over from me in the family photo.
1: Oh my God. Strippers are people too. Wackadoo, yes. wackadoo.
2: People should be in my wedding picture.
3: Strippers are people too. Yes,
5: they are. Oh. Do you remember that old song? No. No. It's kids are people too. But oh. well, you just kids insert are people too. You just insert strippers.
2: <laughs> and listen, they broke up like two days after the wedding. Really? Yes. Oh man, I thought
5: they were gonna go. Yeah, it didn't work gas, out. Shut oh, man, he even had a pole put in his house. God
1: <laughs> All right. Um, we need to do this.
0: It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness.
1: Got another matchup for you uh, this hour. From the, we are featuring the Hey Bitches region. A tough region. And our competitors are. Or, no, yeah, it is the Hey Bitches reason. All right, our competitors are Manthi Snortdort. Mm -hmm. Oh, I get (laughs) you. Against Casey Stiffneck.
3: this one is one of my favorites of all time. Steve, and, you were just so funny, dude. And it is
1: all visual.
3: Oh, uh, Casey, I remember you were in pain. I you were was in real pain, pain. No. and you made fun of
1: me because I look like Igor. <laughs> <laughs> so let's play a little clip of each. Uh, snort Snortdort is a number four seed, and this is a, a short clip from that. Here we go. <laughs> snort,
6: snort, snort. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. What
1: are you doing? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. All right, so snort door. That's where snort door came yeah, from. Yeah. He was going to face off against Casey Stiffneck, and here's you really need to see the video for this one. So here's uh here's the quick clip for you. Hey, Casey.
4: <laughs>
5: yes, yes. yes. Back up. I wanted to set up the stop set. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you poor bastard. <laughs>
0: He's laughing and in pain at the same time.
6: I feel oh so. I must. So As you know,
1: we have a sleep number spot coming up.
3: <laughs> oh, man. I really want this one to win because it is so funny. It's going to have a it, tough fight it, yeah.
1: against Manthe Snortdort, but yeah. anyways, you, can, you can plead yeah. uh, to the listening audience to, to get in there and vote for Casey Stiffneck. Well, you, that,
5: you, Vagina Face went down by 1% <laughs> yesterday, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, uh, voting is enabled. WMMR.com. Make sure that you do it. Let's do the Bizarre File.
0: Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre (laughs) File. Oh, on that stiff
1: neck video when he first turned to me. (laughs) He had to turn his entire torso. He couldn't move his head. All right, anyhow. uh, The Bizarre File is brought to you by Gwinn and Mercy University with excellent uh, academics, uh, generous scholarships, and a deep commitment to service. A great Mercy University education is a real game changer. Learn more at G Mercy U's Spring Open House, April 13th at 10 a.m. You can sign up today at gmercyu.edu. That's gmercyu.edu. Try Health is suing a company known for sexually explicit gag gifts after receiving one of their products anonymously. Try Health claims at the website, and I'm going to paraphrase Uh, It's uh, D's by mail or, you know, dongs um, Dongs by mail. Yeah, we'll call it that. Intentionally or through negligence caused emotional stress to its employees. The medical company says phallus-shaped confetti was sent to their office, a family medical practice, by the way. Uh, The lawsuit states that dongs by mail... (laughs) operates a website where a person can anonymously send edible gummy or non edible uh, confetti to third parties
2: we, I got this
1: you did yes yeah, somebody, somebody
2: somebody sent it to us over okay. Christmas time
1: huh. uh, Trihealth uh, says their website claims uh, that third parties can include the sender 's enemies and describes its service as a means of retribution among other things. The medical company says that it was sent the confetti penises. From the website in a spring-loaded package described on the <laughs> website as a bomb. Wow. Uh, the lawsuit states that when the packages are open, the fallow-shaped gummies or confetti shoot out of the package into the room and on to the unsuspecting person who opened it. So, Richard, when you were talk-
5: describing this, I thought, okay, someone purchased this and then gave it to them and they were trying to sue the company. But the company is the sender yep. directly to the recipient. Yep. And, and, and maybe an they address. are liable. Yeah. And
2: I-, I believe that there was also a glitter option.
1: Okay. <laughs> glitter. Glitter dongs. That's a mess right there. Yeah. So, yeah. try it. Try hell We are
2: glitter dongs.
1: Uh, claims the website intentionally <laughs> or through negligence cause emotional distress to their employees. Try Hell says a tube-shaped package arrived in their office addressed to a medical staff manager. Uh. Uh, Nothing about the package they said. Warned that it was a uh, spring-loaded dong-bomb, the lawsuit (laughs) states Dong-bomb? Yeah. Uh, Did you say that it was a spring-loaded dong-bomb? The package's return address identified the sender as posters are us. So they think that uh, part of it, so they're suing the company for that. But TriHealth is also claiming conspiracy by the website And interference with business relationships in their lawsuit included in in the suit is the John Doe, who anonymously sent the package. They believe that it's not the first time this guy has caused harm to its business. The company believes the same person anonymously called in a bomb threat to the medical offices back in January. They also believe that John Doe is a disgruntled company, uh, is disgruntled with the company. The officer would staff and called police after receiving the threat. Uh, the office closed temporarily so the threat could be investigated. They're determined. They're trying to determine John Doe's identity. Hmm. But they have not been able to do it, so they're trying to sue this company for I that. I wonder how the legality of that breaks okay. down. We'll see. Authorities in South Carolina say a man sprayed Axe body spray in his mouth to cover the smell of alcohol. <laughs> oh, no. As deputies approached him during a traffic stop. Does an Axe body spray have alcohol in it? I think it does. Sheriff's (laughs) deputies stopped Efren Ramirez on Saturday night after they said that he sped past the deputy and swerved into another lane. The incident report says that there was a 12-pack of beer on the floor and 10 of those beers were nearly empty. Ramirez had an open bottle between his legs, exhibited signs of intoxication, and failed sobriety tests. He he faces charges, including driving under the influence. They didn't charge him for spraying (laughs) Axe body spray in his (laughs) mouth, though. Uh, How about this? A man arrested after a traffic crash, explained that fake urine found in his vehicle was for role play that he and his wife enjoy. Andrew Hartman gave the explanation to investigators after a crash. They said that he lost control uh, and crashed into a uh, semi-tractor trailer. Officials observed at the at-fault driver to have constricted pupils and believed that he might be intoxicated. He participated in a field sobriety exercise and was arrested on DUI charge. In Hartman's vehicle, deputies found a bag with "quote fake urine" in it. Huh? The bag smelled of marijuana for some reason. Now, tests of urine can be determined. Can tests of urine can determine whether a person has drugs in their system? Hartman's wife told deputies Hartman was required to take a drug test at work. She denied knowing about the faux urine. Asked why he had fake urine in his work bag. Hartman told deputies him and his wife liked to role-play, and it was a novelty item that they used.
5: Do you and the Rochelle ever do the saucy urologist thing? No,
1: yeah. we, we haven't done that in a while. <laughs> Instead of uh, showering Hartman with praise or giving him a golden star, deputies took him to the hospital. He declined to give blood or urine sample to deputies. Hartman's quoted as saying, things stay in your system for a long time. <laughs> okay. Uh, an Australian engineer who claims his colleague repeatedly farted nearby and thrusted his bum at him, is hoping his bullying claim is successful on an appeal. David Hinkst has sought $1.8 million in a suit against his former employer, Construction Engineering. Yeah, he fought in my face. Uh, But a judge blasted the case out of the Supreme Court last year, finding that there was no bullying. Hinkst's appeal came before the Court of Appeal on Monday when he said... Flatulence was a form of bullying. Casey's very fixated on this case. Uh-huh. it could be precedent here. And his ex-colleague, oh, I paid close attention yeah. oh, to yeah, this. Oh, yeah, yeah. And his ex-colleague, Greg Short, was a serial farter. He said, I'd be <laughs> sitting with my face to the wall, and he would come into the room, which was small and had no windows. He would fart behind me and walk away. He would do this five or six times a day. Uh, Short said uh, that he was, it was his manager at the time, and he said he abused him over the phone, and Times would taunt him with gestures as well. He said he thrusted his bum at me while he's at work. Uh, he his told the bum. panel a panel of judges, but the appeal judges also heard that Hinkstead called his colleague Mister Stinky on occasion.
6: <laughs> he calls
1: me Mister Stinky, and uh, actually, no, that Hinks. Would I call, call him Mister Stinky. That's <laughs> what it is. Yes. So. Uh, and he said, and you, uh, the justice, Justice Priest said, and you sprayed deodorant at him. It's yes, right, Judas Priest. Uh, justice Priest. Yeah, me In any case, Justice Priest said farts were not the key issue in Hingst's original claim as it had focused more on the phone calls. But Hingst said the flatulence had caused him severe stress and should be taken into account. By the way, he's representing himself, so oh, uh, good luck with that. Yeah. So this morning, is,
5: before you came in, Preston, uh, Casey saw us over there spraying, you know. Oh, uh, really? Uh, vigorously, and he said, I, I, this one's bad. <laughs> and then just after he finished, Marissa walked <laughs> into the contrail, oh. and, and he apologized. Yeah, that's uh, not on purpose. It, yeah, it wasn't on purpose. Yeah, but, it, you know, these
1: things happen in close proximity. All right. Uh, you know what? we got to wrap it up. That's uh, I do have some other really good ones. We'll get to those later on. Yeah. That is what I have in the bizarre File for you this morning. Uh, you know what? Yeah, let me do some of these giveaways. We have uh, the movie Shazam. We have a screening of that. Great reviews. Uh, it is on Monday at 7 o'clock. It will be at the UA Riverview on the IMAX screen. If you win tickets, you need to be there by 630. So keep that in mind. It's in the city, traffic, so on and so forth. Um, so let's take five callers, and uh, we'll put you on the list. Two yeah. 215-263-WMMR. Did you just say do it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It opens nationwide on Friday, April 5th. 5th. So let's get you on board. 215-263-WMMR. We'll take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us.
6: What's new? Glad you asked.
0: Brenna Van Fleet. Mark Morton with Chester Bennington.
1: new music more of everything that rocks on 93.3 wmmr it's not a commercial that's that's your traffic that's my traffic (laughs) (laughs) an interesting synthesis (laughs) yeah earlier (laughs) kathy was doing a commercial <laughs> endorsement and then it almost said and that's your traffic on 93.3 yep. WMMO. First time I've heard that one. Uh, Nick,
10: you have a uh, charity event, a butt
1: plug of sorts.
10: Yeah, I'm uh, hosting an event that Steve, you've hosted many times in the past. It's an awesome event that I used to attend uh, when you were the host of it and you're not able to make it this year because you're hosting a different charity event. Because they scheduled it late but it's an awesome.
5: <laughs> it's Bottoms Up, isn't it? Bottoms Up. Yeah, it's, it's, great. Uh,
10: it's for prostate cancer and prostate cancer awareness. Our buddy Dr. Mike is going to be there and I love this event. I didn't get to go last year. Year, but it's at the Desmond Hotel out of Malvern, which is an awesome hotel. It's a great location. They're going to have all sorts of uh, terrific food, live music, and, uh, and tickets are still available. It's this Saturday night, March 30th. Uh, all the information, including how to buy tickets, is up on presidentsteve.com But uh, I know you've loved it. Oh, my God. So, bath.
5: obviously, I'm a, I'm a prostate
10: cancer survivor.
5: Right. But, but it, it, it's a very positive vibe. But last year, they had, like, hoist. I mean, he, he, honestly... Don't eat the whole day because you're going to have a chance to go completely gluttonous and uh, and it's also just about celebrating life and uh, all the uh, all the great stories to tell about uh, prostate cancer it's also, uh, research. It's really casual. It's a blue jean oh, gala, so, very
10: casual. You know that you don't have to get dressed up. It's not black tie or anything like that. So it's six p.m. to ten p.m. Uh, at the Desmond Hotel. And uh, if you need inform- any information, drop me an email or head to the website, and uh, we'd love to see
1: you there. Very very good. All kinds of great uh, events like that on the community page of PressAndState Uh, So, speaking of the uh, Daily Rush Madness, I did get this text, and you're going to have to help me out on this, guys. The person is asking, is Ricardo Montalban doing dips in space in the bracket? Uh, (laughs) Funniest ever. I don't even remember that. Ricardo Montalban doing dips in space. I don't remember that. Uh I don't. Think it is, but thank you for the reminder. You never know that one might make it into next year if we have success with this one. So I'm very
5: happy with the selections for this go round. But as you rightly pointed out at the beginning, Preston, we start to get ones. Oh, that's not on it, uh, and that only fuels
1: the second time we do it. Yep, 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 yep. Exactly. So thanks for participating. All right, uh, let me clean out some items. Yes, hey. do the junk draw this morning. How about this? Let me see. Yeah, I said I got to dig in there and get it way in deep. Uh, what was intended to be a historic occasion for NASA and humankind will no longer be due to a lack of suits on board the International Space Station. The first all-female spacewalk was scheduled to take place uh, on Friday. Yes, this is a big deal. Yeah, It's going to be conducted now by a man and a woman, NASA astronauts Nick Haig and uh, Christina Koch.
5: I think I have a solution. Oh, you can... (laughs) Yeah. Good Lord. I think I can
1: help. It was originally supposed to be conducted by American female astronauts Anne McLean and Koch. And uh, McLean is now tentatively scheduled to perform her second spacewalk with Canadian Space Agency astronaut David St. Jacques on April 8th. The change-up is because there's only one spacesuit that best fits both female astronauts. Come on, yeah, that's the reason they don't have. They don't
2: have another one.
1: They they have them, but they're they're they don't fit the women. They don't fit the women well. McLean, you know, to show off the curves. uh, (laughs) McLean learned during her first spacewalk that a uh, that a medium-sized hard upper torso, essentially the shirt of the spacesuit. Uh, fits her best, and because only one medium-sized torso can be made ready by Friday, uh, she's uh, she, the other one's going to have to wear it. Uh, so this Friday, it's we'll make to me. the second in a series of three spacewalks for the <laughs> Expedition 59 crew. I saw a headline, but I didn't read the story, uh, unfortunately, the other day. But uh, they're saying that they, if they do ever send someone to Mars, there's a good likelihood that the first person on Mars might be a woman. Might be a woman, yes.
5: Yeah. Uh, they did. They they are possibly present uh, going to return to their Ricardo Montabon and space <laughs> program. <laughs> ah, yeah, right. I yeah. hope so. <laughs>
10: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad that it took a fashion uh,
4: portion I, of it involved involve
2: that, in the that's space
10: conversation, we, I know. we had. I
2: don't have another suit. Like, I know. There's only one that fits a woman. We've
10: had actual astronauts in the studio, yeah. and you check out for those. But uh, talk How about come the space suit
2: don't so fit. Yeah, you I know. Always sim- find something that fits you.
1: Aren't those things couture? <laughs> Aren't they <laughs> off the rack? Yeah. Uh, the one
5: thing just is, get is a black. One. That,
2: Everyone looks good <laughs> in black. They
1: bespoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't just safety pin it closed.
2: It's wow. only outer space. <laughs>
1: By the way, there was this story, which ties in. I guess I can kind of date it out of the but there is now new NASA research that's revealing that being in space may reactivate dormant viruses. And the one Ooh. that gets re- reactivated oh, yeah. in more than half of the crew aboard the space shuttle is herpes. Herpes! Wow. And the International Space Station missions as well. Space herpes. Yeah. Uh, NASA astronauts endure weeks or even months exposed to microgravity and cosmic radiation, not to mention the extreme G-forces of takeoff and reentry, said senior author Dr. Satish K. Mehta.
5: Seeing the Earth from space was quite an honor, but coming back to a raging case of herpes was a disaster.
1: (laughs) Uh, The physical challenge is compounded by more familiar stressors like uh, social separation, confinement, and an altered sleep-wake cycle. So uh, the doctor and colleagues monitor the physiological impact of spaceflight by analyzing saliva, blood, and urine samples from the astronauts. Yeah. What they found was problematic. They said during spaceflight, there's a rise in secretion of stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline, which are known to suppress the immune system. In keeping with this, we find that astronauts' immune cells, particularly those that normally suppress and eliminate viruses, become less effective during spaceflight and sometimes for up to 60 days after. Wow. These circumstances could be further compounded by the stressful environment that the astronauts uh, find themselves in. To date, 47 out of 89 of the astronauts, it's 53% on short space shuttle flights, and 14 out of 23, which is 61% of longer ISS missions, shed herpes viruses in their saliva or urine samples. They say, Preston, that
5: a number of them could not complete spacewalks because they couldn't close the vise on their helmets from the sores on their lips. Oh, no. So they, these are
1: over half of them come back with shedding herpes viruses. How do you explain that to the missus? Saliva or urine <laughs> yeah, <samples>. right. <laughs> Let me get uh, you straight. You got herpes in space. These frequencies, as well as the quantity okay. of viral shedding, are markedly higher than in samples from before or after flight or from m- matched healthy controls. Yeah, wow. Yeah.
3: Totally worth it, though.
5: Oh well, listen. There, there's stuff to be that obviously they're going to continue to find out, and, they, and we talked about the long duration in in space and what that does to the body. But how odd, how bizarre that herpes is the thing that gets reactivated. But of all, listen, it, it, it could have been a more. Uh,
1: difficult to handle situation uh, what level of herpes are we talking about? Do we know? researchers detected four of the eight known human herpes viruses, including oral and genital herpes oh boy, chicken pox and shingles. I got crabs on the space station, <laughs> <laughs> scratching my crotch you mean, uh,
5: I, what you know and what if you're uh, obviously there are men and women up there, yeah.
1: Yeah, but Let's you know what, not like, I mean sh- they're going to they're spread ha- it. Of
5: course, they're banging like crazy. No, has there? There has been. Hasn't there? There has There's been.
1: There's no confirmed reports of sex in space. Really? Now, most people believe that at one time or another that they have conducted. <laughs> conducted. A, An it, experiment. It would only makes sense been. to at least try it,
5: right? And just be discreet about it. Yeah. But when you go, when you wake up and it appears that there's
1: Danon floating all over the. Uh... <laughs> but
5: but I, have, know, I have. I mean, how would you, uh, how I, do you couple in zero gravity?
1: I have read about it that uh, that there is no, they've never confirmed that it's been done. But there are suspicions of that. Uh, Steve, I mean, they uh, they exercise in space. So they have their
3: sleeping bags that they sleep they, in. They, they've got, little, so, they've
1: yeah. got, you know, little tethers and things right, and connect each other. At the point of
5: climax for a man, uh-huh. because obviously in space you're talking with inertia, mm-hmm. would the man Shit blow back. out <laughs> Blow out the way? Well, you wouldn't. I wouldn't because yeah. I have nothing. I can stay yeah. docked like crazy, but uh-huh. you guys would.
1: No, I, I don't think it's quite got enough So force. you're
5: saying what this should probably do is remove the prostates first, of all.
1: First we need to find out how many pounds of pressure you're pushing. <laughs> all right. Well, we know it's 10 cc's, right? Yeah. Well, that's I'd, the average. That might be the amount. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, but I mean, Well, what? we have to. Um,
3: well, what's the average length of people of time that people spend on the space station or in space? Uh, well, we've had uh, like a year plus. Yeah, but the average, like, are they going on up for a couple of like months? it can to be months because for sure. at the very least they got to be spagging up there, right? Well, that's just,
5: it's just it, and it would it would be ridiculous <laughs> for NASA not to test this because right. it's obvious. Now, what's the, the longest you've ever gone without? I, I'm doing it now.
2: <laughs> it's weird. I yeah, know, I'm yeah. sitting
5: next to him. Uh, no, the um, that's a good question. Uh, no, that would be too much
1: that to to do for for months. Like a no, listen, you're a professional. You're focused. You Not can, that professional. You're can, human. You can do it. You you, you can survive. Maybe that's the quickest way
5: it. to get from one end of the species. Flap 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 flap.
6: All right. Everybody, okay. watch out! Here. <laughs>
5: You're, you're there a second. Preston no. there you could actually say and be doing both versions of it well we're currently docking
1: <laughs> hey by and the way I mean docking listen to this this makes total sense somebody texts in and says NASA confirms that doggy style and reverse cowgirl are the same while in space <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is true because there, there's really yeah. no up no in space. And that could be pretty much the same thing. What's the scene in? Uh, I don't remember the details, but in, in the right stuff, where they refer to the act of self pleasure, they they need a sperm sample. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and they, they go in the bathroom, and uh, is that the scene you're talking about? I, and yeah, then yeah.
10: he gets he gets uh, stressed as, or he has to hum, right? Is it? Is yeah, yeah. It no, no.
1: It's uh, yeah, it's it's John Glenn, right? Apparently, sings when he gets nervous or something okay. like that, and he's singing the the Marine hymn because he's a Marine. And then Gordo comes in next to him <laughs> and he starts singing, uh, you know... Uh, off and going to the wild blue yonder because yeah. he's in he's an Air Force gotcha. uh, pilot, so it's a funny scene. Right, it is great. Right. I don't think it's rooted in, uh, <laughs> okay. in history, and they don't actually have to do that in space. They Not do. In they have space. to hum
5: when they when they spank
1: it. <laughs> okay. they, they were doing it uh, as I'm part of the be, testing. Uh, I this theme to the banana splits help <laughs> <laughs> to climax when the song finishes up. La la la
5: la 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 la. la, la, la. I have completed. <laughs> um... Back to business. <laughs> so, but uh, yes, uh, if you were especially aggressive, uh, no, I, I have every confidence that we would not have gone this long in space without checking what is a natural, rudimentary
1: function of the human creature, which is that, sex. By the way, so this is, uh, the, this, the study goes on to say that the viral shedding has been, for now, for the most part, uh, just asymptomatic. So they said only six astronauts developed any symptoms due to the viral reactivation. This is information that they're getting from their blood and saliva. Okay. So that doesn't mean that, sores that it's popping up sores or anything and crabs like yeah. and, and uh, the squirts. But when, <laughs> But what it might mean is for longer-term missions, if we're talking about a, a trip to Mars, which is going to be years in length. You can't not spank it for years. If that's not what it is. Oh, okay. It's, <laughs> your immune system is compromised. So oh. I'm just thinking the long
5: game here. <laughs>
1: so that's the story on that. All right, let me see what else we got. Moving away from space. Let's stay with women for a little while. Yes. The women. Because we women. start off with a, with a, uh, a female spacewalk. Uh, we live in a world where if a woman doesn't put on makeup for going to work, she'll likely be asked if she's feeling tired. But mm-hmm. it turns out that women shouldn't look overly attractive in the office either. Uh, Washington State University researchers have found that both men and women see attractive female business women as less trustworthy, less truce- truthful, and more deserving of being fired compared to less attractive what? female colleagues.
2: <laughs> oh, By the way, Bill does this all the time. Oh, you really, look, you look tired.
1: Really, yeah, it, are and, you getting sick? You don't wear a lot of makeup, though, right? Bill, I mean, you asks, well, so then
2: that would be the that would be it.
1: Bill asks you all kind of bizarre stuff. I'm... Are you
2: on the rag? <laughs> oh my, god. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god!
1: Could you imagine?
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> wow! Is your hand Flo in town? <laughs>
2: Oh my god. <laughs> and Chuck in the meeting on Monday, yeah. Chuck was just sitting next to me and I hear him like under his breath. He goes, You can't you can't say that. That's an that. HR has, thing. Has, yeah. HR. Can't say, you can't what do you do that. have in your period? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Ask if she's pregnant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got a butt in the oven? Yeah.
2: He did one time. Are when you do you s- think you're gonna get pregnant? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, years my. ago. Uh, listen, I know pregnant. we work in a different yeah, yeah. type of office, but I was we like, do. I'm not going to answer that. Did you
3: document that?
5: <laughs> Here's the deal, though.
3: Keep a record. So
5: guys don't, Um, yeah, we don't, honestly, that's, I can see that. Because I, I think what happens is we're just used to seeing... And I've heard guys say this, and, and for very benign reasons, but I think we're used to seeing someone some way. We come and basically look in the way we always look. So there, a lot of times there is a little bit of a difference if someone is, you know,
1: Oh, if they're not wearing makeup, absolutely yeah. they're, they're going to look different. Oh, different, and you name. may not be able to put your finger on it. But say, keep it to You're yourself. Not makeup today, <laughs>
2: yes, if but you... shut your mouth. Keep it to yourself.
1: <laughs> you might look a little more pale. That's it, than, I think. And, yeah, and there you go. So, but anyway, Bill sent me
5: home for looking too slutty one day. <laughs> <laughs> looking too slutty. Looking too slutty, there, Steve.
1: Uh, Showing uh, a little too much sack. Mm change those pants. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you but it's a shake with those uh, some fries. <laughs> with that shake, but it's men and women apparently, according to this study, that uh-huh. see attractive female businesswomen as less trustworthy, less truthful, <laughs> and more deserving of being fired. Researchers call this the uh, femme fatale effect. There was an episode, uh, Preston, of
5: Modern Family where the uh, Julie Bowen, uh, you know, was working at her, her her dad's company, and she was now the boss, and she had to address <laughs> the issue of a co-worker who dressed a little too provocatively yeah. because it was the wrong and they're also saying it for her purpose mm. it, it, it it undermined her deal whether it's right or wrong it is something that you're saying with these uh, the survey that it can work against
1: you Researchers that that have stated this, the femme fatale effect, noted that uh, highly attractive women can be perceived as dangerous. Wow. Uh, for one reason or another. The lead, they have herpes, right? Like these, in space. Yeah, just like, like in space. Like,
2: like all the astronauts. <laughs> the <laughs> study leader
1: said uh, for women, there are certain contexts in which they don't seem to benefit uh, from their beauty, mm. uh, which is interesting. That's the last. And
5: you, you and I, we made the pact early. We said never. Never get by on just our looks, yeah. right? Yeah, of course. And we have stuck to that. Absolutely. We've never been afforded one thing because of our looks. <laughs> that doesn't mean I don't use it from time uh, to time. You know, yeah. you work you it. Know, I you mean... work it. That's how you got in on the lottery pool. <laughs> <laughs> and Kathy missed out because, you know.
6: <laughs> <laughs> She's on the rag. What
5: are you on the rag? <laughs> it's the only reason I can think of is why you missed
1: out on the lottery pool. <laughs> Must be on the rag. Yeah. Someone bleeding?
6: <laughs> can't say that. Somebody
1: says here, somebody takes in. You're bleeding from the vagina? Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my God. This is getting mad.
5: Oh Shedding oh extra God. blood from the lady parts?
0: Wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can say that, right? Mm. No. No. No, 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 you can't. cannot say that. Oh, dear God, man.
10: <laughs>
1: Oh my god.
2: So basically don't wear makeup and dress terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, nobody'll ask you any questions. I do it every day. I've been a gameplay employee for twenty
2: years. Perfect to All those
6: things you can't ask employees.
3: I peg you as Jewish.
5: Is that right? Did I guess it right? Could you
2: imagine? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Kind of. I see it. I don't remember when he came into the studio. Is this a Jewish thing? <laughs>
5: <No>. <laughs> yeah, there was a. Uh, it was around Rosh Hashanah or something, and there was, uh, there was
1: something going out on, on the street. And of course, uh, there was assumed. a
2: chocolate rose.
1: Well, he'd been listening to the David Duke podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're kidding, Bill. Yeah, we're kidding <laughs> mostly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There's a. Uh, there's another story, and this one has to do with money. And uh, Go Banking Rates has analyzed 2017 data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics and determined that overall, does the American, the average American, this is what you spend a day. The average American Ugh. spends a day. Anyone want to guess? The average Roughly. American just spends a day on food and just normal life expenditures. Uh, yeah, pretty much anything. It includes the average cost of housing, groceries, utilities, oh. health insurance, dining out, entertainment, Whoa. and more. Oh geez. So what you might spend in. A day. What, all right. No, I can't one, even estimate one person. Yeah. All right, all right, so
3: I'm I'm thinking like okay. Would then if let's say it took me seventy bucks to fill my gas tank. If you were yeah, to like take there, that, like this, all right, I'll i not filling it every divide day. Divide that by seven. A thousand dollars.
2: Yeah, I was going to say about uh, a thousand.
3: Oh. The average American human being. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking like ten dollars a day. Okay, I was going to guess
1: in the hundreds, like uh, two eighty. You are closest, Nick. One hundred and sixty-four dollars and fifty-five cents <laughs> per day. That's the average. <laughs> what are gap. we oh, spending, <laughs> Well, we got to uh, lose our drug we're habits. We're in trouble. <laughs> Listen, if again? you if you look at the average incomes mm-hmm. of American, yeah, uh, we're we're in us personally are in a very. Good position, but, right. but I'm, t- thinking, I'm talking well, about thinking, like a life lot of insurance. That don't and, make much money.
2: But I was thinking because you said house, so I'm thinking like a mortgage, mortgage you know? payments,
5: life insurance, all of that stuff. It, so even if you're not making that payment directly that day, if you break it down on a per day basis, but correct. I guess that's a
2: lot seven thousand a week. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I
1: suck out. at math. What I, can I say? I'm having my period. So. <laughs> When broken down by generation, millennials spend the most on the daily basis, uh, on a daily basis, and that's uh, two hundred eight dollars and seventy seven cents. Which is kind of odd because you wouldn't suspect a lot of millennials of having mortgage
10: payments, but I guess they, they, pay they rent. drink more though. <laughs>
4: they
1: do. Uh, How much is it spent on action figures? The, the millennial thing <laughs> can be explained by college costs or child-related uh, expenses. Okay. Meanwhile, Gen Zers, yes. uh, who are under the age of twenty five. Uh, spent the least amount on a daily basis, ninety-two dollars and thirteen cents. Is that because
5: they're most often uh, living at home, right?
1: Uh, it doesn't explain. Uh, and then baby boomers who are sixty-five plus uh, only spend one hundred and thirty-five dollars and seventy-three cents per day. Experts say, as a general rule, you should have six months' worth of living expenses, say for emergencies. And uh, once you hit that goal, then you should uh, ideally be saving fifteen percent or more of your earnings for retirement. But I saw something else. Go ahead. You want to say something?
5: many is the time in my life, and I think back on this when, and I'm sure you've throughout your life where you're like, and I, you know, thank God both you and I made the smart decision to turn all financial deals over to our our, our wives because uh-huh. we're idiots on on that stuff. But in the more cavalier days, Preston, how close you were to the wire, like. You know, I, and but you still manage to get by, but still it's like, you know, one, one,
1: mm. one paycheck. You know, that's
5: why we would talk about Camp Out for Hunger. One paycheck, one yeah. one twisted ankle, one, a
1: lot I people. can't
5: make it into work for a couple of days, and you're in desperate S. There
1: are a lot of people that have a hard time putting money away. I saw this uh, story, and I didn't get a chance to read it, but I saw a tease for it on TV about this couple that um, has really, really planned for early retirement. So much so that half of what they make... They try to sock away, yeah. and just not touch it. And essentially, are they taking an early retirement? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that, that's their goal. That's their goal. And then, so what you what you have to do is, uh, you, you got to do some math, and you got to figure out what it will take to live your current standard of living now. I suck. and then you have to uh, then you have to put away a certain amount in order to retain that. And they they put away about half of what they make, and they they essentially they don't do all the things that most people do to for uh, entertainment and enjoyment. Now, they're banking on that later on. So they don't have to work as long as most people do, and then they can really... St- peel back and relax and, and, and enjoy it that way. A
5: movie that addresses this whole thing in a very funny way about doing something like that is Albert Brooks' Lost in America. Mm-hmm. So they oh, I, I did the math. They've been crunching the numbers. And so they, you know, he and his wife get a Winnebago, and they're going to tour, you know, like Van Life. The Van Life people do. Yeah. And their first stop to renew their vows is Las Vegas, and uh, she loses all their money at the <laughs> gambling
10: tables. It's hilarious. And do you guys ever read a Millionaire Next Door? No, Uh, (laughs) I couldn't afford it. Uh, Yeah, It's an interesting, well, actually, Casey, I think you would enjoy reading uh, Millionaire Next Door. It's an interesting approach to finances, Preston, and it speaks a little bit about what you were just talking about, you know, ways to cut back that lead to a frugal lifestyle now, uh, but pay off in the long run. Okay,
1: nice. I'll have to check that out. So keep that in mind. That's what about the average American spends in a day. $164.55. Now, let's stick with money for a moment. Uh, Having an affair can actually be very expensive. Of course. Yeah. Uh, And this is according to a clinical psychologist who's done some studies on this and says that uh, some people get an additional cell phone, a whole additional phone plan or a burner phone Ah. or something like that. They might travel. They may also get hotel rooms. They may purchase gifts for this new person as well, and one study found the expenses for an extramarital affair can run nearly four hundred and fifty dollars a month for you, so or twenty seven hundred dollars for a six month fling. Wow. A good at the time, a good friend of
5: mine start, just went down that path, and I was good friends with him and his his wife, and uh, they were having issues, and he started off, he was he. Affair after affair after affair, and, and that's Do I know that I, person. I just, no, no, no. Okay, um, I disconnected with this person because I, I I could not I could not be in a situation where I was knowingly complicit in this against uh, the wife who I really respected and liked a lot as well. So that that was that. But man, the I I was looking at him and the nerve wracking crap he was going through and try and again, Preston. So you know, two phone accounts and two all of this stuff. And uh, you know, hotel and, and, and intercepting bills and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, why did do you do take it? that effort and, and go to marriage freaking counseling? Well, but like,
3: how, how do you do it when you, when, if you're not filthy rich, tons of money. You know what I mean? Like, how can you hide that? <sighs> I don't know. Because then you-, you also have to hide the money. I'm sorry,
2: Kath. Uh, so, no, how did you know about it? Did
3: he tell you? He just you? was blatant, and no so so kidding. he was
5: blatant to me, and, and and that was part of it. I couldn't. So I know this. I'm like. I can't sit in this room. This is what you're doing is is wrong. But he talked about so, the finances as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. How much it was costing. What him. it was running him to do all this.
2: That's crazy. Yeah. And that it would he would be open about it.
5: Yeah. But but I mean his his from his mind, he was in a a loveless marriage that he had worked on,
1: and uh, this is what he had to do. This was his way of keeping the marriage together. Wow. Okay. Uh, Also, keeping things a secret is apparently expensive. Some people having affairs have gone as far as hiring an assistant whose sole responsibility is to manage the logistics of the (laughs) affair. I mean,
2: that's got to be somebody with a lot of money.
1: Get a divorce. Yeah, Yeah, at that point, get a freaking divorce. Uh, Take the hit. And typically, the person having an affair will also start spending more money on their spouse, whether out of guilt or in an effort to distract their partner from the affair. Plus, once the affair is revealed, it can lead to a larger cost like couples counseling, divorce proceedings, or both. So keep that in mind if you are headed down that path. By the way, I saw a uh, a clickbait uh, this morning that I I jumped onto, and I couldn't help it. It was Trophy Wives of Billionaires. Oh,
5: I've been on that. It's well worth the monotony of page click after page click after page click. There's one guy...
1: The pictures alone. The
5: freaking alone. bathing suit is up below his nipples and hunched <laughs> over. Him. He looks like he looks like one of the things in the swamp in the movie Legend. And, how and there's a like. stunning Brazilian model mm-hmm. next to him. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't. How does the room not explode
1: into laughter when these two walk
4: in? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I agree. Uh, all right, I have some other things, but real quick, the, going back to the early retirement, people are texting yeah. in. It's called Fire Financial Independence Retirement Early. And this texture said there's a whole subreddit of people who are doing this. I
5: am the god of retirement fire.
1: <laughs> Smart planning.
5: <laughs> do, do, do. Invest
1: wisely. Uh, do, do. I had uh, IRAs. I do, had do, do. No idea. <laughs> wise investments. That apparently he. Fire.
5: <laughs> retirement fire. Nice big nest egg. Make sure you're covered. Invest in gold.
1: Straight up investment advice. That's what William Devane told me to do. And you again are the... Uh... God of retirement fire. Uh, that's correct. Okay. Uh, so thank you for the text. We appreciate it. <laughs> helpful. I am the God of retirement fire. I am the
5: God of retirement fire. Retirement fire, like a funeral pyre.
1: Oh my God! I, uh, I'll never get tired of that. Uh, so affairs are expensive. Just keep that in mind. All right, let's see what else we have here for you in the junk drawer. Go three knuckles deep. Wow, dude. Okay. By the way, so yeah, I you did. I was, I, no, oh. no. I was at a bingo event the other day. Oh, that's right. And I was calling the bingo, uh, and I. I had to resist from saying it so many times, but, you know, they're, they're balls that yeah. come up and, and have the, the letter and the number on it. And they keep tally of how many balls are we've gone through per game. Yeah. And I was so close to saying, so far, we're ten balls deep. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I sat on uh, it. You sat on your balls. really contemplated saying it, but there, there were enough elderly people <laughs> that were at the event. Where there was this? This was at Southern High School. Okay. It was for the, the marching band. It was a uh, the fundraiser. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and it wasn't just family and friends of the band. Uh, what I didn't know is there are people that seek out bingo games... And go to them no yeah. matter no matter where they, they are and what love they're doing. Them. And they love them. Yeah. And a lot of elderly, as you can imagine, uh, participate in that. But they they had no affiliation with the band, wouldn't know my sense of humor. So <laughs> Ten Balls Deep probably wouldn't have been a good thing. <laughs> right. gone over so well. I skipped it. <laughs> yeah. But it was, oh, it was just like, it was on the tip of my tongue the entire time. <laughs> We're Ten Balls Deep. Yeah. What or did two balls deep would have been
5: perfect. Yeah, you
3: could have just done it and acted like you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I <laughs> know. Oh my gosh. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I'm having my period. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, uh let's talk about shop. Uh, Kathy? Did you hear what he said? Shop? Yeah, I said shopping.
2: Oh, I said, let's talk about shop.
1: No, no, let's talk about shop. Okay, I'm in. I I I was rifling through the drawer, and you you just heard shop, you know. Yeah, let's let's talk about auto shop, wood shop, metal shop.
2: You didn't really get me on shop.
1: Look, I made some horse head bookends. Let's try this again. (laughs) Let's talk about shopping. Okay, yes. Uh, Researchers from a few universities use special technology to track where and for how long consumers are in a shopping mall to determine how shoppers' physical movements affect their economic choices. They found that targeting potential... Did
2: you say target? <laughs>
1: <laughs> targeting potential customers in this way can significantly improve advertising via cell phones. So here's what would happen. The customers received trajectory-based targeted advertisements and offers via their phones, which led them to getting them more rapidly than conventional forms of mobile targeting. So essentially, from if I understand this correctly, is... While you're there, in front of the product, they send you the the it's the, the, the information. Minority ads, Report, yeah, ads or or coupons, yes, yeah, uh, and they get you right then and there. And so yeah, like you said, Minority Report. When they would walk into, uh, say, the Gap, I think yes. is one of them. And yeah. it's like, hi, Mister Anderton, how are you today? Yeah. Right, you know, and it, they would like directly address you.
5: I'm not mad at this. I, I I think this is so. Let's say you're in a store that you frequent. I mean, if you have the option to and shut that off. But let's say, Kathy, they know you're a Target fanatic. So you go into Target and you're shopping around you get a text about something that you're near with a deal and a coupon associated with. Are you mad or are you happy?
2: No, I wouldn't be mad. I just think it's going to cause a lot of unnecessary buying probably. Because well, you'll see something and, that, 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 and that, that. That. there's a coupon. The oh, yeah. All right. So I have
1: one that's that's kind of similar to that right now. So I play golf at Ladder Rock Golf Club a lot in Harleysville. And so I have <laughs> uh, I have their app, which is, makes it easy to get tee times and things like that. But what they've done with that is clearly they have a, a GPS trigger in this. Oh boy! And any time that I drive by a different golf course, <gasps> Bing! Hey, it's a great day to come out and play. A Are you serious? A little wow. message pops up. Yes, that's creepy as f. It's it is, and it's pretty genius too. It
5: depends on what level of uh, almost to be uh, to be a an ad submissive in a certain way because. I'm not upset when I log on to a particular website and there's something akin to what I'm interested in. In the you know, because they're
1: targeting you that way as well. Steve, I like the Instagram ads. I it's usually yeah, I yeah. like like it's crazy. Maybe three out of five times of uh, three out of yeah. five ads that pop up is something that I really kind of want to get. It's targeting you. Know you. I mean? It's yeah. really good. Whatever algorithm they're using is getting me.
2: I've been getting emails. And I don't hate it. I've been getting emails too from I guess it has to be sites that I, you know, have a username and password for but I'll get the email it says you were looking at this it's now on yeah. sale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my yeah.
3: wife is convinced that Facebook is listening to her because totally. it yeah. is. They She's are. talking but, the the ad will pop up like we're, she was asking me about dog food and then the dog food that we get was up, up on the site. Yeah. So then she started asking me about bird food because we don't have birds. Yeah. You know, just to see if Know, did the
5: bird
3: food come up? No, I don't. I, A text came. and
5: said, fell. "Shut up, bitch! You have dogs. <laughs> yeah, you don't have birds, liar.
2: We know what you're doing. Yeah, oh, man, stop
10: texting us. This creeps me out. It, it, it's weird that you're not weird, but it, it, I can't stand it. it I, I'm totally weirded out by it, and it, it bugs me. So I don't like. I don't like. You know me. I, my I, shopping I'm, tendencies. I'm the
5: first to you know. Uh, you know uh, what? You're you're in position, but but I'm being. I'm being listened to, you know, around the house with all these different things, and and I like I, I take precautions, like with LifeLock and other stuff like that, and things that will yeah. hopefully you know set a barrier. But there, I I was having a talk yesterday with some people about I had to step back and say, has all this improved the quality of my life? And you know what? In the final assessment right now, yeah, ease of shopping, stuff that's
1: germane to what I like, all that. By the way, Trisha Long from our sales department just texted in. And she says, this is what our sales department is selling right now. It's called geofencing. Oh. So that's what that is. So I guess uh, I guess maybe we're doing that, too.
5: Yeah, no, and right I, honestly, I, I, I don't hear, I, I don't ever hear somebody go, oh, my God, this is exactly what I want, and I wish they would stop letting me know about it.
10: <laughs> I was shopping on American Airlines' uh, website last night and just looking for flights uh, for this summer and got an email from Travelocity. So I'm looking, you know, and, and yeah. Travelocity is like, hey, we noticed that you're looking at American flights. And uh, to me, that's creepy. But- I get your point, Steve. I just at the Big Brother level of it, and and the interference, and in what you're actually doing. It, it just weirds me out. When it's become it an issue where
5: you drive you drive by, um, you drive by just a residential home, and a thing pops up and says, "Hey, we know you're into horny stepmoms," right? <laughs> One lives here. Where can I get that app? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but
2: I do have an app that if you have the location services turned on with it, if you drive by the store, it will yeah. flash the coupon that's available that day. Some time. people
1: are agreeing with Nick. There's some texts coming in saying this is this is scary stuff. It, it is scary. It doesn't scare me that bad. But, but yeah, it's, it's good scary. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's, it's really
2: fun scary stuff. It's fun
5: scary. It's like, you know, we, we keep talking about artificial intelligence and, you know, Metalhead Preston from
10: uh, Dar- uh, Black,
5: Black Mirror. Mirror. Yeah. Yeah,
4: However,
10: if they're able to sell it at MMR and it benefits
1: all of us. There we go. The MMR kill droid. Love it. (laughs) All right. Anyhow, these are a couple things from the junk drawer I want to clean out. Thank you for allowing me to do that. We have to take a break and come back in just a moment. We'll have a new Daily Rush matchup to tell you about when we return. Don't forget our secret text word this morning is with UFC. Saturday night, Wells Fargo Center. Some special stuff. Text word secret to 39333. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. This 93.3 WMMR Audio
7: On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. At Steven
5: Singer Jewelers, everyone gets the perfect price. No coupons, no sales, no negotiating. Feel great about buying a diamond. Visit Steven Singer, the other corner of Eighth and Walnut in Philly, or online at IHateStevenSinger.com,
6: always with free shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
1: Let's get another matchup together.
0: It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Match.
1: This time, the region that we are in is called Privileged. Privileged region. We have a number three seed against a number 14 seed. But it's going to be up to you, because I actually like the 14 seed one. Do you? Okay. Uh, So we have the racist, principal, and the devil. (laughs) It's a good one. Against Kathy's Dreamcatcher and Manthe's Alexa. Yeah. And I watched that Kathy's Dreamcatcher video over and over and over because I was laughing so hard at it. Casey, I accidentally started that. Uh, if you could reset oh. that. Uh, the racist principle and the devil. We'll play just a little clip here to remind you what video that is. Here we go. People, uh, come on for God's sake. She said the devil got up in me or something like that. Uh,
0: this is the devil. And, uh, it's on you, bitch. Even <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you must be straight out of your goddamn mind.
1: So, uh... <laughs> You'll have to watch the video to to catch the entire story of that particular video. And then we had uh, Kathy's dream catcher and Manthe's Alexa. And here is a tiny clip from that. Manthe, read the news. (laughs) Today in news, a woman was found strangled to death with her own dream catcher. (laughs) We made a, uh, you know, it's like a, an Echo, an Amazon Echo, and Alexa. It right. Was, it was Manthe instead. <laughs> I, I watched specifically that part of it over and over and over again. So you can vote. It's up to you. Whatever's your favorite, man. Uh, go for it. And you can do that at WMMR.com. Click on the Daily Rush Madness banner. It's going to take you to the videos and the voting spot. And while you're there, enter to win our Punchline Philly Grand Prize pair. Take us to every Punchline show for the rest of the year. So sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club, restaurant, and bar. Um, I have a list of things here. Uh, I want to thank uh, Jerry Torres for sending this to me. Jerry's an uber fan of the President Steve Show and sends me stuff from time to time. In fact, he gave us our Bradley Cooper uh, stand-up here, the cardboard stand-up in the studio. Actually, every morning now, the sun rises on Bradley Cooper. It does. Yeah. And this is from Men's Health Magazine. This is a little while back, but I don't think we ever explored this. It is the forty-seven Sylvester Stallone movies ranked from worst to best. Worst to best, forty-seven
5: yeah. Stallone movies, and now it's, it's a lot. Listen, we we've said it. We're massive Stallone fans, and and he is. I think he's on a uh, a tear with his uh, capabilities lately, and he's you know he's just turning out great stuff. But even he and he's what we love about him is that he's candid and admits his own failures and his. Years have been pretty staggering. Mm-hmm.
3: Some of his best movies are probably not going to be on. Well, according to me, you know, on I, the top five of his this
1: list. Okay, because well, I, I do like the crappy. Well, movies. listen, I'm looking at this list. There's a lot of movies. here, yeah. 47, mm-hmm. and some of these I've never heard of. Okay. okay, all right. So let me let me roll through a few. Some. If we're gonna get to all these, we're gonna have to move fairly quickly. All right, let's
5: way.
1: go. Um, get Carter. Which came out in 2000. Right. I, I do remember that. That's uh, a remake. It uh, was him and uh, Michael Caine. Yeah. Was uh, he I like guess. a hitman or something like I that? I don't remember. He yeah. was teaching Michael Caine English. <laughs> uh, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 46 hitman. is Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. We know that one. With, it was with Estelle uh, uh, Getty, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Horrible number forty five. Rhinestone.
5: Rhinestone. It, we, Terrible. You, you listen oh, to the show, you know Rhinestone.
1: Yeah, Drinkingstein. Drinkingstein. Yeah. And they call him Drinkingstein. Drinking Drinkingstein. It's <laughs> transformation every time. <laughs> that's <laughs> why they call him Drinkingstein. Yeah. Uh, so that is that's number forty five. Unless yeah, it goes away. Are you looking for drinking uh, Yeah, yes, you know there it is. He is a cab driver. Yeah, it's it. a basically a pigman. But
0: water, you? Drink call him
1: brick stein, stein. stein. In, the, in the tavern he was doing that on purpose obviously
9: yeah. in saying.
1: the lab where he makes the transformation
6: all the time
1: oh dear god what it's just a terrible. The problem is, movie. all of this was done on purpose. Uh, number forty-four, Oscar.
3: Yeah, oh, I've never long. watched it, dude. That was just on not that long ago. It was on
1: maybe a month
3: ago. He's, he's wealthy, right? He, he's yeah. wealthy, yeah. and but he's kind of
1: like a like it's a period a piece gangster or something yeah. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think is Marissa Tomei in that? I yeah, think so. Yeah, our, yeah. I, we were looking at a video. Yeah. Uh, then we
5: have Capone. Capone, who's, you know who's in Capone? Um, no. God, so he, he's it's from 1975. I, I, it's with Ben Gazzara. I believe okay. Ben Gazzara plays Capone, and he's Capone's. Well, he was they getting siblings. <laughs> we were climbing up the ladder below him. Okay. And that's how he took over Capone. Okay. Frank Nitty, he played in this. I one. played Frank Nitty. Yeah. And you know what the new mascot for the Flyers is called?
1: What? Gritty. Oh, so Frank Nitty, Nitty knows gritty. gritty. You see? Yeah. In the city, in the city. Uh-huh. Uh, so Where the Capone... girls are still breathing. <laughs> you're what? awful. you're very witty. <laughs> Thank you. God, this you know is a really shit. Oh, yo, I can't it. <laughs> you can't say it. Uh, Capone was 43. 42, No place to hide came out in nineteen seventy-three. Don't know that movie. No. Do you know it? No. I'm trying to think. No. It's not coming to mind. Uh, number forty-one is the Expendables three. I'm a sucker for the Expendables. I've never they're, seen any of them.
5: They're the first. Um, the first couple are are, are uh, the first number one and number two. It's all these action stars Schwarzenegger and Dolph Lundgren and Jason mm-hmm. Statham, and either you buy into it and enjoy it or you don't. He's
3: in all of them though, right? He, he's the writer and uh, director. All right, so this is like the the worst of the of the three.
1: It's the worst of The Expendables. Okay. Uh Number four- <laughs> number 40 was lockup. Lockup is, uh yeah, that's where he, uh, uh that's
5: where I <laughs> I'm held uh, <laughs> illegally, and I'm a good prisoner, but
3: um oh, okay. I have to survive because I'm in lockup. Is uh, the jail underwater? No. No, no, that's it's underwater. Under, the one with Schwarzenegger? Is that the one I'm thinking of?
5: Maybe I'm thinking of a different one. All Maybe right. you're right, and I'm wrong. Uh, it was Maybe not- you think about it right, <laughs> and I'm thinking about it wrong. Oh, it's, no, I was right. It's the one, it's the I one Don- love
1: it when he gets pissed off.
5: Donald Sutherland.
1: Yeah, okay. It came out in 1989. It was Donald yeah. Sutherland the he warden? He was a bad warden. Evil warden, yeah. He was
5: also an
10: animal house.
1: He was. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Okay, <laughs> thank you.
10: I I just can't presume you know that. Okay. Were you thinking about daylight, Casey? That's well, the escape from the tunnel. Yeah.
1: Let, let me move on. Right. We'll yeah, get to yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, oh, right. Right. That's I, uh, the hiding tunnel. <laughs> uh, number 39 is Avenging Angelo. Avenging Angelo. Angelo, I'm going to avenge you. Uh, that came out in 2002. I, I don't, don't rem- remember Avenging I, Angelo. No. Uh-uh. Unofficial sequel to Lockup. How about this one, Steve? These are all of Stallone's movies, yeah, right? From it, worst going. to best. Number 38, The Party at Kitty and Studs. <laughs> The Party of Kitty and Studs. That was his porn movie. Remember? Oh, he, was, he, he was
3: listed
5: as... Now, after it was released after Rocky, they recut the credits,
1: and he was listed as the Italian Stallion in the yep. credits. Yep, 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 correct. Because, and there's, ah. you see, full long shot. Says there's no hardcore action, which makes it less interesting than one might hope. He was uh, des- oh, penis. he was desperate for rent money. Yeah. Uh, but The Party at Kitty and Studs came out in 1970. Oddly enough, I mean, that beat out movies like Inspe- Expendables 3, and no. Capone, and the, Oscar.
5: No, this is inverted, but let's keep going. It's it's a walk down memory lane. But you know what? Fun
1: fact. You want a fun fact? I do. Fun fact. Right. I use the money from Kitty and Studs to uh, help finance the writing of Rocky. Well, that's a good thing. And then at number 37, Rocky 5 came in. Okay. Yeah. No, the worst
5: of the Rockies, by yeah. far. Yeah, yeah no question cool. about it.
1: It's it's poor. And it's like, like a billion horrible movies. It's like you said, Steve. They made him virtually brain dead yeah, in the movie. They honestly, made him, they made him so staggeringly stupid. They should have had him just
5: Talia Shire feeding him soft food with
1: a spoon.
5: <laughs> <laughs> right? <sorry>. Like, <laughs> like, like, what was that? More <laughs> 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 applesauce. Your,
4: your face is <laughs> <looks> horrible <laughs> when you. <laughs> like,
5: dabbing the foot, I ain't got stuff on my shoes. Oh my god! Rocky. Oh, stop
0: the pressure,
5: Joe! That's why we got Can't this. We just come up on the roof, land in the air and crash. <laughs> and what, who do you think it is?
0: Do I hear reindeer on my roof?
5: You know that's him hitting oh, her.
0: Yeah, rattlers! Unbelievable! <laughs> <I'm laughs> you ruined
4: it! You ruin it. Yeah.
5: Whoa! Wait, look, 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 look who's he hits Adrian in the face yeah, and you're ruining it. Yeah. You, you're giving it away! <laughs> hey!
4: He all right. I had it all
5: rolled out!
4: <laughs> Stupid.
5: <laughs> Dumb bitch! Whoa, will you? You know, I'm. Whoa, hey, hey, Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> you can hear clearly the answer. Play it back for here. Whoa. Whoa, it's not the Angel! I can't believe it. We just come up on the roof. Know, you know, He just landed there and crashed. And what, who do you
0: think it is? Do I hear reindeer on my roof? <laughs> you know. <I'm>... Shut
4: up. <laughs> oh, yeah. he backhanded her. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we practice this? you ruined it. They actually practiced
3: it! <laughs> <laughs> jumped into her roof! You're so stupid. Alright, take two! <laughs> Yo, Andrew, I can't believe we just come up on the roof,
5: will you? And you know, he you know, just landed there and crashed, and what who do you think it is?
2: Do I hear
0: reindeer <laughs> on my roof?
4: <laughs> you know. God damn it!
5: Is this I go to a billion billion? And then you say, "Is that someone here on the roof?" You're coming in on the downbeat. Okay,
1: Rocky Five is at thirty-seven. Number thirty-six is "Reach Me," which, which came year? out in two thousand fourteen. I have no idea. Uh, it came out in 2014, yeah. Kier Sedgwick, uh, Terry Crews, Danny Trejo, Kelsey Grammer, and Sly are all in this movie. You know, sometimes these movies do. I, I will, we will receive these promotional movies yeah, here. you read the video, and you'll look at it and you'll go, uh, I mean, you know a big name actor you'd be yeah. like de niro did a movie yeah with i've never heard of this the before They're called
5: tax write offs yeah yeah
1: so uh reach me was number 36 then you had paradise alley that yeah. is right
5: after the success of rocky he did this yeah. movie with armando sante and it was a uh took place in like the 20s and it's it's a uh, re- like street wrestling and he it was sort of like a, of mice and men. He had a super big brother who wrestled. You remember this? No. And he was sort of the uh, the schemer. Okay. Uh, and he sings <laughs> he sings the theme song. You
1: remember that?
5: Nope. He goes very nice. Oh my we God. Have
1: it. Oh, you mean the actual thing? The yes. theme song to the Sly very film that I'm talking about. Sly wanted to be a singer too, which is partially why he did uh uh rhinestone as well because he actually at near the end he actually starts singing but But, he was wrong uh it was 1978 that that came out paradise alley uh number 34 is driven the formula one racing oh yeah it was i I never really saw it i saw scenes from it but it looked really cheesy it was 2001 that that came out i don't Uh, know if i ever saw it number 33 is rambo first blood part two no
3: (laughs) <laughs> no, that's top thank five you. for me. Thank you, Jesus. thank you.
5: It's a junk food movie. I I enjoy it.
1: Uh, yeah, but it's uh, you know, you know what? It's, it's way over, over the top. top. It's no.
5: completely over the top. But it built a over you, the top has to be over yeah absolutely. Too, by but the way. that's
3: what I'm saying. Over the top exactly. is exactly exactly.
5: I'll uh, tell you what though. Uh, well, Ram the, the movie Rambo itself.
1: One of my favorites. Uh, the very uh, yeah, First yeah. Blood, dude. Rambo it, and Rambo. And there's Rambo First Blood. I liked First Blood, uh, the very first Rambo movie of all those, the best. No question. the the Rambo, just no First Blood, which is the most reason. Yeah. Really incredible. Uh, So that was uh, 33, KCS.
3: But they have Rambo 3 above this? The one where he goes to the Middle East?
1: I don't know.
4: I know.
3: Let's let's find out. It
1: was the Mujahideen? Yeah. Nothing is over! It's over! Uh, Number 32 is The Specialist. Yeah. Uh, this came out in 1994. It's about a neurosurgeon. No. <laughs> We're going to have to move your head. <laughs> I can't.
5: You will kill the parent. <laughs> Who's the doctor here? Are you wearing a stethoscope? What? Uh, I'm what? wearing what? a stethoscope. <laughs> what is that again? stethoscope, stethoscope. stethoscope. is the thing you stick in your ears. It's got a mirror on the end.
1: <laughs> no, that's uh What is that? You put that on the chest and... Oh, uh, I've been shaving in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a very good neurosurgeon. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Stallone and, and Sharon Stone were in that together. It was 1994. All right, there's another one I don't remember. Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I do remember that.
5: Now, there was a video game series named Ratchet yeah. and Clank. Yeah, yeah okay. Came, this
1: came out two years ago. Hmm. Yeah. Is the, it animated?
3: The, it's animated.
1: It says okay. the kid-friendly adaptation of a beloved video game is charming and diverting enough, but also instantly forgettable. Uh, <laughs> number 30 is Judge Dredd. Judge, now, the version of uh, Judge
5: Dredd that's, I can't believe I'm in the brain fart. it. The dread uh, Dredd is so good. It's exactly what you wanted it to be. It's His version of Judge Dredd is a junk food movie. Mm-hmm. I still kind of enjoy it. But Dread is the one you want to see. By the way, we may
1: not finish this list today. God uh, damn it. Well, there's, there's still 30 movies left out. Yeah. Made, made a lot of movies. I made time. Made a lot of movies. Made it out of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Made a scopes. lot of reefers. Okay. Judge Dread came out in 1995. What, Casey? Uh, no, I made time. <clears throat> oh, you made time? You made time. Okay. time. All right. Uh, number 29 is Escape Plan. That's yeah. the one I was thinking that's of. It. Yes. And
5: that's it. That's. It's not. It's junk food,
1: but yeah. it's not bad.
10: Well,
5: we're
1: they, getting we're getting closer to the top. Here. We're getting so, closer yeah. to the top of the yeah. top. They, made, s- to the they yeah. made
10: several escape plans. In fact, another one's coming out this year. Escape uh-huh. Plan Three: The Extractors.
1: Yeah. All right. Let me move on. So uh, that came out in two thousand thirteen. Uh, number twenty eight is Grudge Match. Oh, the boxing movie where he oh. and, uh, is it? He and uh
3: him and DeNiro. De Niro. Yeah.
5: It's actually not bad. Yeah. I never saw it. It's Was act- it not bad? It's not great. <clears throat> It's There are moments of the fact that you have De Niro who's Raging Bull against, you know, Rocky, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I probably was, it's probably worse than I thought it was when oh I watched God. it, but I kind of enjoyed it.
1: How silly is that that I never even put that together, Rocky against Raging Bull. Yeah. I never yeah. I even, I even considered that because I never considered watching the movie. <laughs> uh, but Grudge Match was in 2013. It's number 28. Number 27 is Assassins. Assassins. Is that with Sharon Stone? <laughs> <laughs> N- Antonio Benares was in it. I don't know if Sharon Stone was. No, she was in the uh, the specialist. Yeah, she was in the other one. All right, yeah. 1995.
5: That, stop her, my specialist was shoot.
1: Oh, so th- this came out in 19. 19- <laughs> right. <laughs> it's number 27. Then at number 26 is Bullet to the Head. Yeah, I remember this. <clears throat> um, this is like a John Woo type movie. Woo! Okay. Uh it's he was Hitman Jimmy Bobo. Uh, my name is Jimmy Bobo. Uh-huh. And uh and this is my sister Dumbo. Okay. And it says that he he maintains the same cool demeanor as he ever did and delivers a surprising amount of emotion. Unfortunately the plot is a disaster. Uh but the director Walter Hill does pull off an impress impressive set piece, as it says. Yes, very impressive set <laughs> Okay, how about this? Uh, number 25 in 2002 was ICU. ICU. As in. E- an optometrist. As in EYE. Yeah, oh. it's spelled ICU. Yeah. Uh, it's this failed thriller. It's about an FBI agent suffering from P- PTSD who has to put aside his trauma to nab a serial killer, nevertheless, deliver some satisfying jolts. It is very satisfying. This is from uh, Men's Health Magazine. If you're just tuning in, uh, all 47. Sy- Sylvester Stallone movies ranked from worst to best according to Men's Health. Yeah, uh, number twenty-four, The Expendables, the original one. I enjoy it in two thousand ten. Uh, you,
5: you, for anybody who went through the process of of you know being into all those action movies, mm-hmm. and when you're talking about the in the years of the Chuck Norris films and all of these things, you have all the guys who are involved in that stuff together, and it's fun.
1: Uh, then after that is number twenty-three, Daylight. Daylight is the uh, is the one in the tunnel in the Holland tunnel, the Highland tunnel. That is correct. They need to to get <laughs> out. Not in Holland. Fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. Yeah. It's in New York City. It's in New York City. Uh, and it's, hey, it starts leaking. The yeah, they were they were in the Holland tunnel. People and we were, get wet. They were trapped. It was caved in by a massive explosion. And uh, yeah, that's the story behind it. It works out okay. Now let me ask you, Sly, if you think the Expendables Two was better than the original Expendables because that came in ahead of it. I sort of do at number twenty-two. Okay, then I fair sort of do. You sort of <laughs> do. Yeah, Dune? I Dune. I
5: Dune. Which is a
1: hoity-toity cookie. <laughs> <laughs> that came out in two thousand twelve.
5: Twenty-one is Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger's a junk food. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's the classic. He's up. Where are they in the in the Andes? They're and in he's in a wife beater. The Dolomites in Italy, right? Yeah, I love the, it. The Dolomite, like the exploitation <laughs> star.
1: Uh, I, I don't remember that. John band. Lithgow
5: is in the Italy. evil guy, and yeah. the, and uh, who's from Twin Peaks? The uh, the real the the, the uh,
10: Peaks from uh, Northern Exposure. Yeah, Janine Turner. Janine Turner. Brooker's in it. I think it was shot in the Dolomites, but uh, it was it took place in
3: it the
5: in the in the Dolomites.
3: Uh, <laughs> again, like all of these, not as good as Rainbow Two, man. Five. First Blood Part Two, Big anger. It was, a, it was the back's off the
1: When's the last time you watched uh, Rambo Two? Has it been mm, within mm. the past few years? I'm just wondering if it stands up to your...
3: Uh, you know what, Press? Maybe I should go back it and, may be and watch it. Maybe some of it's
1: nostalgia. It's probably
3: you know, nostalgic. I, I smoked a cigarette for the first time in that theater. Well, it makes a okay. big difference. <laughs> yeah, in big the time. theater?
1: In the theater. While, in the, while the movie was going on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Me okay. and, me it and Patrick. It was a different time. It was. <laughs> Uh, all right, so cliffhanger that, that's twenty one twenty is fist
5: fist. That's I'm, the uh, where he's. I'm, I'm basically playing um, the mob, uh, Jimmy Hoffa. Okay, I'm ba- I'm basically playing Jimmy Hoffa.
1: Uh, that came out in nineteen seventy.
5: And that was uh, it's
1: not bad. Okay, and then uh, number nineteen is Cobra. Cobra <laughs> is wow. a. Horrible movie. No. It's it, it's rare that I can
5: say a because mo- I will watch the biggest crap. It doesn't matter. I love crappy movies. Cobra's so bad. You go that way. You're the disease, and I'm the cure. Yeah. And there's the guy who has a super wide neck, and he bangs hammers together. The,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sunglasses, right. the matchstick in the mouth, and of course, and the car. tower of power. You know uh, who's
5: uh, the the who played Red Sonia, Bridget Nielsen. Bridget, Bridget. Nielsen. Um, <laughs> Bridget. Yeah, they ended up together <laughs> for yeah, a little we while. Got
1: married. You did get married. I did wow. She's you wouldn't mind marrying me much. You like his toothpick in my mouth. Yeah. It made me look tough, doesn't it? And, and you know what? You can clean your teeth with it. But he had the uh, no. It was a toothpick. It was a match. It was a match. That's why I kept setting up. There. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was the sunglasses, the yeah. match that at night even in the car, like like Corey Hart. Uh, and it of course, te- spoiler alert: the match is used for the climactic moment at the right. end of the movie. Yeah, You're, yeah, the, I'm the, <laughs> You're
5: the roto on the Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that movie was terrifying at points. It was terrifying so. <laughs> that I was at it. Yeah. Well, the, the bad
1: dude, the evil guy was freaking...
3: Had a big face, yeah. Yeah. big
5: neck,
1: and he had hammers. What else? And he had hammers. And he would cling them together and everybody would go, yeah. Nick, could you figure find out what else that guy was in? Because he's been, he's been in other movies. The guy. In, yeah. It, yeah, he was in Pitch Perfect. Well, <laughs> well, he wasn't. I
3: think those Bummer, were
5: axes,
1: know. by the way, not hammers. And, were they? Yeah. Look uh, like to me, which Gonz- guy was it? Was he Gonzalez? Was that the bad guy? Uh, Renny Santoni? No. no, not him. Hold on, not man. him. We got to fish around. on... That's him, Big Necky Kalecky. Um Night Slasher, Brian Thompson. Yeah, that's
4: it. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. yeah,
1: he was in a number of movies. He was in Joe Dirt. Yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation and yeah. Dragonheart. So maybe he wasn't in as many things as I thought he was in. <laughs> but he still works today. Absolutely. Yeah. For pizza, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's still acting. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but but didn't he did he have the knife with the spikes on the handle part? Yeah of it? Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. And remember they were all that they had made it.
5: There was a cop that they were all they were there was this cult was entrenched deeply. Even some of the police were yes. members of the cult.
1: Yep. Yeah, she right. was scary looking. Very was Gary. Bang hammers together. Gary, the disease. i the cure. Uh, number eighteen is Shade. Shade. Don't, don't remember Shade. came out in 2003. It's about card sharks. You're the son. i the shade. No, <laughs> it's about card sharks. Uh, the, the TV game show? The old game show. He was the Beverly
5: card sharks. That's yeah. your <laughs> And what do we have for him today? You want to use black turtle wax? <laughs> Thank you for being part of the game. Now, may you tell me an interesting story. You come from Cincinnati, and it turns out your son's with vaudeville shacks right? He places, spins dishes on a stick.
1: <coughs> he spins dishes on a stick. Yeah, it's a funny story. Well, okay,
5: back to the game. Card okay. okay. sharks.
1: All right, all right. Let's get the. Uh, let's go to the bonus round now.
5: <laughs> Quite good. By the way, remember if you lose, I kill you with a machine gun. <laughs> 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 that big guy with the thick neck come out and beat you to death with a hammer.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I like to get my friends' jobs. <laughs>
1: all right, uh, so. Um, <laughs>
5: You're the contestant. I'm the host.
1: Uh, <laughs> it starred Jamie Fox, Melanie Griffith, uh, Gabriel Byrne, and Sandy Newton. Sandy, mm, no, Sandy, San- Fandy. 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 not not Sandy, but Fandy, Fandy, yeah, yeah. the Fandy's up next on uh, Card Sharks. Okay, so that's number eighteen. Then you had number seventeen was Rambo Match game. No, Rambo three. Casey, yeah. I, no. Okay.
3: Rambo okay. three is the is the bombs on the end of the arrows, right? Listen to me. In Rambo two, he blows a guy up with an arrow. All right, that's it. So that's yes. in two. Yeah. Right. And then he also hides in a mud wall. A mud wall. The mud wall. Mm-hmm. The Asian chick that uh, was the love interest. She was cute, man. What is expendable? Is yeah.
1: this? Uh, is that is that the one where he grabs the mic and goes, "I'm coming to get
3: you." Yes, Murdoch.
1: I'm Murdoch. Get you. Yeah. yeah. We're also doing a Black Floyd.
5: <laughs> coming to get you. You're a jock. That's right. I didn't know. 61 degrees of the chance of rain. <laughs> Don't forget. Song of the day at 3 o'clock.
0: Smash or crash? <laughs> Smash or crash. Oh, my God. I want what they want. And every other guy
3: who came over here has built his guts and gave everything he had. What? What's... For our country to love us
1: as much as we love it.
10: Okay. That's Good from one. three? All right. That's two. Oh,
1: okay. That's two. Okay, so There's uh a new one from you. <laughs> double, right? yes. double shot Tuesday. Actually, you get shot uh, twice. Yeah, I shoot you
5: twice. Yeah. And don't forget our super special contest of the week. If you win, i send a guy over with the thick neck and the hammer to kill you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the <another> jock.
1: <laughs> That's in the bonus round. All right. So anyhow, uh, number sixteen is over the top. Over the top no.
5: is is um, it's so bad. It's worse than great. Than
1: sixteen, great oh in God. its
5: horribleness. I remember. I remember. I don't know how I ended up in the theater seeing that. I might. Um, <laughs> Somebody bought you that ticket. <laughs> but, oh, but oh my. God. God, how bad it was. Um,
1: the father-son plot, it says here, has a heartwarming charm to mm. boot. No, no, no. By the way, here's a fun fact for you. Fun fact. The theme to that song was done by Sammy Hagar, and playing bass on that song was a title track called Over the Top, uh, was uh, Eddie Van Halen.
5: Is played, that right?
1: He played bass guitar on that's that That's crazy. Yeah, he even does a little... Uh, <laughs>
5: totally crazy. Yeah, it's the yeah, arm wrestling the- movie if you're not familiar. Yes, exactly. And by the way, you know what makes this movie stink?
1: What? The kid is annoying. Yeah. The kid is incredibly annoying. All right, so that's number sixteen. <laughs> now this movie was on over the weekend, yeah. and I watched a good portion of it. Victory, I like that. Yes, movie. Victory is oh, a good a movie, and he is good in it. He is good in yeah. it, and the whole
5: thing with the uh, with the 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 uh, the, the, the water, uh, you know, leaking out of the shower, yeah, the, tub. The, the tub, and the whole yeah. thing, yeah. and and Michael the game, ba- yes. And, and
1: Pele is in it. It's, Absolutely. He was a soccer player. It's a good movie. Uh, I, I would sit down. <clears throat> you know what? I may have to go and watch that watch whole it thing. it again. Because I didn't get read a chance the book to see the whole thing. Uh, maybe I'll read the book. I don't know. Uh, but Victory was number 15. Uh, this I got to disagree with. Number 14, Tango and Cash. I hate that movie. Oh, really? I, I love it and I hate
5: it. it. I yeah. love it and hate it because, you know, they're, we're both superstars. Kurt Russell is his number... It,
1: we, we're vying for number one cop. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. so we both have a lot of buzz. The only part I like about it is near the beginning is um, Stallone actually says the words, Rambo is a pussy. Yeah. Oh, and it's pretty funny. He's... You know what I like most about
5: it? Ah. Terry Hatcher's uh, dance. She mm-hmm. looks phenomenal
1: in yeah. that. That's when she was... Just coming on the scene. Because you know she's my sister. That's right. And Kurt wants to bang her. Mm-hmm. But I don't let him. Uh, Tango and Cash was number 14. Came out in 1989. How is... Okay, Steve, how about this? Number 13, Death Race 2000.
5: Oh, so you know wow. what? He, he plays Machine Gun Joe Perturbo. Yeah. And he's hilarious in it. Mm-hmm. So um, this is a Roger Corman movie. It was remade, and it was remade terribly, but... It's a comedy? It's a comedy. It's, it's, a,
1: comedy. Okay. it's oh. a comedy. Probably the first video game movie ever made because the game did precede the movie two thousand did precede the movie and it was this it was an arcade game, it was a flat table game where four people could stand around on either side and you had a steering wheel and you had to drive these cars and run into pedestrians and they would turn into little Tombstones when you would hit them, yeah.
5: There's um, and you'd have to you'd get extra points for hitting kids, no. And, and you, well, for in the movies. Se- yeah. Senior citizens, oh. yep. And strollers, and so um, David Carradine plays Frankenstein, who is the number one driver, yep. And uh, Machine a Gun Turbo, right, is uh, is vying for that yeah. position. But there's a scene where Stallone is sitting there, and they make him such an animal that he's eating mashed potatoes with his hands.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that's number thirteen. These are the top. Stallone movies, all of them, 47 ranked from worst to best. Uh, number 12, Steve and I love this movie, Rocky Balboa. I will put Rocky Balboa up just uh, below the original Rocky. Yep, I agree. I'm with you. 2006 when that came out. It's, love it. It's a great film. It's got a real heart to it. It's, it, it's <clears throat> a perfect coda to now, the whole deal. Number 11 puts it a tick above uh, Rocky Four. Yes. I don't think so. <laughs> that was Casey saying yes. Wait. They have Great. Rocky 3 above Rocky 4? Uh, no. And, and Rocky 2. Oh, wait a minute. it was right. Ro- yeah, I guess so. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're still to come. Okay. I know uh,
5: you all here have never seen Card Sharks. Yes. <laughs> and I want to explain it to you. It's a game where if you lose it, as then this, this guy's got a huge neck and a hammer, and it's sent your house to kill you. He brought this Hammer. <laughs> I
1: don't even know if he's saying the right. <laughs> Rocky 4 Your
3: Russian is amazing, <laughs> It's just astonishing as far as gibberish goes. We unfortunately don't have time. Oh my God! We,
4: we got we to come
3: back. We got to come back. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. This. Will we finish this up? Um. I yeah. We're gonna have or to finish save it. it
1: for tomorrow. That <laughs> you want to save it for tomorrow. It, 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 that's or up you, to you guys. Yeah,
5: it's your call. All right. Let's save it for tomorrow. Oh. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. But we'll th- be doing the top ten Rocky movies. Are we, the top
1: ten we, Stallone movies. Do we have any guests at this time tomorrow in the nine o'clock hour? Yes. We do. Well, maybe we'll. Fi- should we finish up when we come back? Let's finish when we come. Okay. Before. We're gonna take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll finish up the top ten. <laughs> Uh, still, Sylvester, not Rocky movies. Sylvester Stallone movies. <laughs> Top fifty and, Rocky uh, movies. The Bizarre file two. Of Bear back today.
0: You know that yearly family picnic, the one where everybody shows up to hang outside, enjoy good food, great friends, and plenty of cold beer. And while it might be fun to watch Uncle Joe do a keg stand. Chug,
4: chug, chug, chug.
0: MMR's Family Picnic has a kick-ass rock bands providing the entertainment. Shine Down. Cause it's about to get heavy. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Arts. The Struts and Evanescence. So Plus GA performances from Fuzzy Bad Wolf, The Glorious Sun, and Suravo. Bud Light presents MMRBQ 2019 Saturday, May 18th. bb and Pavilion. WMMR.com for details on $25 lawn tickets. Hit up the rock shop for this year's MM MMRBQ t-shirt pre-sale. Order now in time for the show. Presented by Bud Light. Brewed with hops, barley, water, and rice. And sponsored by Rita's Water Ice and Godchall's Turkey Bacon. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We were
1: reviewing uh, the life of, uh, or the film life of uh, Sylvester Stallone. We got this article. Thank you to Jerry Torres, a listener, big fan of the show. Sent it to me. From Men's Health Magazine. the 47 Sylvester Stallone movies ranked from worst to best. Yeah. <clears throat> and we had gotten to the top ten and we had to stop because we were out of time. But we got to finish this off. We were... Never, we're, we're
5: what number were we at? Number 10. There we go. That's what's in top the top 10. There yeah. we go.
1: Uh, so number 10 on this list was, and then we'll get to the bizarre file in just a moment, Nighthawks. Uh, with Rutger <clears throat> Hauer. Right? Uh, I
5: don't know. Yeah, so the, he's a terrorist. And yes. uh, bill And uh, Billy D's in it as well. Okay. And I remember a shot that takes place on the Roosevelt Tram uh, in
3: New York, and uh, they're holding people hostages. And uh, it's it's not a bad movie. It's pretty good. Okay. is this is this What's the one where he dresses a gr- as a girl at the end? This is it? it. Okay.
5: Yeah. Okay. Stallone does? Look, yeah. What, what happens is that the terrorist is going to come, and he's going to kill who he believes is my girlfriend. Oh. But I'm like, you couldn't tell that it was a dude <laughs> right. a, like a house dress. <laughs> I mean, it's freaking <laughs> yeah, Rocky. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. My, my, you know, my lat spread is enormous. <laughs> All right. So Nighthawks <laughs> came out. She must be a swimmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 1981. But,
3: my God, this is a huge.
1: <laughs> number nine is the lords of flatbush lords of Fla- with uh, henry winkler pre uh rocky yeah henry winkler was in that 1974 is when that came out it's
5: a good movie it's a weird movie because yeah. it uh it's actually what got henry winkler the fonzie role yeah.
1: yeah yeah
5: you're
10: correct the only thing i know about that movie is the joke of uh <clears throat> what's the difference between or what do what do
1: pantyhose and brooklyn have in common flatbush no <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh it came out in nine uh no, it came in at number nine. Number eight is Rambo, the movie you were talking about, Steve. Yeah, it came out in two thousand eight. I love this depiction of Rambo,
5: That's who's great. just who's just disconnected. He it it takes the the very sort of cartoony, except for the first one, Preston, which is a little bit rooted, more rooted in reality. Right,
1: and but on a, on a pure you almost laugh it's so the violence is depicted so yeah. graphically this description says it doubles down on the visceral brutality the yeah. hyper violence isn't for everyone but it's executed with sophistication would they made of this
10: movie if not for the success of rocky balboa mm. i don't know i uh, don't know I don't if they were being made concurrently or what the story this, it was Came out, uh, two or three years, years after. after okay
5: but, yeah uh, oh it's i uh, if you've not seen it it might not be for everybody, but I think, and I think Stallone's acting is really, really solid in it. Yeah. It is. Is there
3: another one coming out though,
1: Steve? Yeah. Yeah, I believe there is. Yeah, actually, there's one. There is, yeah. is domestic. Uh, right. Well, here. speaking of domestic, number yeah. seven on this list is First Blood. First Blood, uh, which is the very first <laughs> Rambo. That's where we were introduced to the character Rambo. You do for Blood. The word Rambo wasn't in the title. Some people think that it is, but it's not. It's just called First Blood, nineteen eighty two, and that's domestic. It takes place uh, out in Colorado. I'm yep. just walking through
5: town. Yeah, yeah. That's and they stopped me. They put
10: they take me in and they shower me, and I don't like it. David Caruso <laughs> tried to shave you.
5: I don't like to be
1: shaved. Yeah.
10: Rambo 5 Last Blood comes out uh, this year, September yeah. 20th. Last Blood. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. No more blood. What are you having? your period? All the blood. <laughs> <laughs> riding the cotton pony. You riding the cotton pony. Mm. Uh, number six is Rocky 2. Rocky 2 is a solid movie. Yep. Uh, and I had
3: that? Uh, Rocky 3 ahead of Rocky 2. Well, uh, comes, I
1: think that's stupid. It comes in at number 5, Rocky 3. Okay. No. Uh but you had Mr. T and everything. So yeah. that's when and that's when Apollo became his trainer and, you know. Well, Rocky 2, she's she goes into the hospital that she's giving, you know, she's in uh she's pregnant
5: and uh gives birth to the kid and uh she gives the uh, the okay for Rocky to go fight,
1: and then Mick, let's go die. And then Ra- and Mick dies in that one. Yeah, right? yeah. In number three. 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 Yeah, yeah. not
4: number
1: two. Oh, wait, you're you're still on Rocky two? Yeah, we're Rocky two. So I said, no, number five is Rocky three. Oh my God! I can't so, do math. I, <laughs> <laughs> Number six is Rocky two, right. and that's where the baby comes. The Baby, play in right? It. And then Rocky three is where Mickey dies. Uh, yeah, I, I still love from Rocky two. They yeah. will, they will play it at uh, at the Wells Fargo Center, Flyers game, and and the whole scene where she says, "There's one thing I want you to do." Yeah, what's that? Win, and then you get Mickey.
4: What are we waiting? <laughs> <for>? <laughs> what are we waiting
5: for?
10: Yeah. You win is the one where you win, right? <laughs> But I like that music that comes right after that. Yeah. The dung.
1: Oh, yeah. And the bell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know the song. Huh? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I hear it when I train in my montages. So Rocky III was, was number five. Uh, number four is Demolition Man. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun movie. It is a fun movie with Wesley it. Snipes and Sandra
5: Bullock and uh, um, sh- what's his name? I forgot the guy. Rob name. Snyder. Schneider? I know. Nah.
3: Yeah. Is he in it? Yeah. yeah he's in it. Is Armand or in this nice one p- or is he in Judge Dredd? He's in Judge Dredd. This okay. is with
5: the murder death kills? Yes. And the, I'm, uh, I'm trying
1: to think of the, the male partner uh, cop as well. Damn, Benjamin, Benjamin Bratt. Yeah. Benjamin Bratt was in it too. Uh, yeah, it's a fun movie. It's It's fun. fun. Better than Rocky 2 or 3? No. No. Better than First Blood? I don't think so. I think Rob Schneider's in, um... He was in Judge Dredd. He's also in this. But Demolition Man was very, very successful. It made a lot of money. Yeah. 1993. All right, number three, and we're getting into the, uh, uh, the top of the top here in the more dramatic roles. Number three is Copland. He's... Really good, and
5: he's Cop great Land. in it. He is—he's uh, a bit overweight. He is—he is the the patsy that's put upon, but that he finally—it's almost like High Noon. He finally steps out and and makes a stand. Yeah,
1: you know what I don't like about Copland. Well, I I, yeah. I like him a lot, but I don't watch the movie anymore because I don't like all those slimy cops. I don't like yeah. Ray Liotta. I don't like. Um, uh, who's uh, the older guy Harvey uh, Keitel Harvey Keitel in it you know, I yeah. just I don't like those slimy characters that they're playing Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, hey, Michael hey, Rappaport yeah. is in it and hey, uh, he's he's slimy Yeah so yeah, but anyhow he's slimy. uh but yeah was, you know you can barely <laughs> hold on to him They're bad yeah you can't, can't even decorate like in a pig Yeah that's right <laughs> uh so but he's in it. De Niro's in it uh and Stallone himself is is great in it Yeah Number 2 and this is going to get a little controversial Number 2 is Rocky On this list. What? I don't know how you can not make that number one. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to (laughs) have to sit down. I'm going to have to sit down. Have a seat, please. (laughs) There's a scene. I watch the movie almost any time it's on television. I at least spend some time with it when it's on. And there's a scene where Steve and I love this part where um, Mickey tries to come and convince Rocky that he needs to be his trainer or be his manager. And Rocky starts letting all this stuff that he's been holding back fly out. And then Mickey walks down the street. He leaves, and then Rocky, after he said his piece, goes track him down and says, "His okay, arm around him." There's a great. What I never noticed until the last time I saw it, Steve, is right when he's shaking his hand, yeah, yeah. he's out there. There's no dialogue. You just see it from a distance, right? And he goes in and hugs him at that moment. A uh, an elevated train goes by, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the very top of the um, the top of the, the frame, and it's. Brilliant timing. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's just, just sort of accidental probably. I, I, you know? I'm he guessing. On accident. One of those what was accidental <laughs> moments yeah. that they left in there. But it's such a beautiful Hey
3: the chain can come now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All
1: right. So that's number two. What do you think well uh, it's well, pretty obvious there's yeah. only one movie that's not well, two, actually. Two of them, yeah. So there's two. There's two, <laughs> there's two of them. Yeah. Uh, Creed <laughs> is what they ranked as number one. No. Creed's a great movie.
5: Creed is a solid movie, but I don't think Creed is better than Rocky, and I don't think Creed is better than Rocky Balboa.
1: I agree. I think Creed is right there. I think it's a great movie. Um, And I have not seen Creed 2 yet. I have right. it at home. I saw it. And I got to see mean, it. I mean it. Did you enjoy it?
5: It's good. Okay. It's not as minute. good as Creed 1. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right.
1: But you can't have
10: Creed without Rocky. Right. You know, the, the, the you movie. You can't I have
3: hamburgers, hamburgers without French fries. Thank you. Yeah. You can't have Rocky 4 without Rocky 1, 2, and 3. You can't have the disease without the cure. Right. Yeah. So. Well, you can. But yeah. You can't have the cure without the disease. I'm Robert Smith, and you're the cure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Could you see uh. him <laughs> in the in of the, the story? Of the 10 music's
5: gonna take off. If you only give it a chance.
1: You give me crap for wearing eyeliner and my hair.
5: You say it looks weird. I'm telling you, this is the beginning of something big.
1: Oh, my God. Smeared lipstick.
5: I don't know. Look at this. <laughs> it's Friday, is the day I'm in love. Oh. Friday! Uh-huh. That's the day for love. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> take it again. I can't take it. Thursday, I'm in love. Yeah. What do the hell does that mean? Friday. <laughs> That's when people traditionally fall in love. <laughs>
1: Sylvester Stallone is Robert Smith from The Cure. It's uh, what you call a new wave. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Somebody please Photoshop a picture of that. <laughs> <laughs> so they have Creed as number 1. This is from Men's Health magazine. I'm not uh I'm not buying that, no. but I don't I don't hate. I think they did a pretty good job with this list. Uh, not uh, bad. Yeah, there, not so some
5: on. of the the earlier placements are weird, but yeah. uh yeah, no, when you got down to the thick of it, uh, mm-hmm. pretty good. And yeah. a, and a nice memory because yeah. he, he's dismissed quite often and uh, there's some great great stuff.
3: If and- you were to pit Schwarzenegger movies versus uh Stallone movies. Stallone has
5: better movies, I yeah. I, I think. But I Isn't that but...
3: crazy? Because I action movie wise, I mean if you were to take uh all right, so what's what's the top action movie for for Stallone? Uh is it Demolition Man? Uh, it's than yeah.
1: Rambo. It's Demolition Man.
3: Yeah. I mean there's I, I would rank so many Schwarzenegger action movies above Listen, Demolition you Man. You have
5: great Schwarzenegger stuff. There's mm-hmm. no two ways about it. I, I love they're 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 popcorn pop culture movies. I mean, Predator is one of my favorites, Ooh. and Schwarzenegger has Three lies. Y- yes, exactly. Yeah. And Schwarzenegger, I mean, he's he's got he does have chops. There's a, you can see him. He there's a movie where his daughter slowly succumbing to a zombie-like disease. As it was uh-huh. an in- indie film, and he's, he actually can act. Yeah. He's really pretty good. But on the whole, Stallone's probably a better
10: actor than Schwarzenegger.
5: I, I think so. Also, you got to remember Stallone's writing them and directing them in a lot of cases. And that's, you know, it's funny, because Preston, I was talking to you about this. I follow Stallone on Instagram. And he and, and uh, Schwarzenegger were, were adversaries. They really were for quite a while. And now they're buddies. And you see him out all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, and to see there's a video of it. This is dear, the new uh, Rocky Collection is out on Blue. Bay. I, I would go get
1: it. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's doing little commercials <laughs> for Stallone. Yeah, but it's a nice, nice walk down memory lane. So I thought that was a fun yeah, list yeah. To, to roll out. All right. Um, in the meantime, we got to do the bizarre
0: file. So let's go ahead and do it. No. Bizarre. WMMR presents priston and steve's bizarre, bizarre Files. Files.
1: brought to you this morning by mulch works offering mulch topsoil compost decorative and crushed stone grass seeds straw and more mulch works delivers to residential and commercial markets visit them online mulchthis.com or stop by in person to meet their friendly staff A senior citizen with a pacemaker for his heart condition has told how he used a pitchfork to fight off a giant wild Siberian tiger. Holy crap. Vitaly Sedov was naked in his sauna in eastern Russia when he heard a commotion in his cow shed. He threw on a gown and ran to see a tiger attacking one of his cows. There's nine. He's naked
5: in Siberia in his hot tub. Uh Uh-huh. And his cow shed gets attacked
1: by a tiger. And he uses a pitchfork to To fight it off. While his pacemaker's humming along. Yeah, so uh, he said, I was washing myself when I heard growls and moans and realized that something bad was happening. Uh, The sounds were coming from the... So I put down my chardonnay. Uh, The sounds were coming from the shed. I threw on a dressing gown and rushed to open the shed door. It was a messy sight with blood everywhere and a tiger killing a cow. I grabbed a pitchfork, tried to strike the tiger on his back to scare him away. The pitchfork helped to save the cow and gave Mr. Sadov uh, time to escape and grab his gun in his house, even though the tiger lashed at him. Uh, male Siberian tigers are the largest big cats in the world and generally eat wild boar, lynx, and bear. They're they're magnificent, but they are scary as F. Uh, he ran into the house. He said, uh, I pulled my gun out and screamed tiger to my wife. Tiger! I shot once in the air. It didn't work. Then the second bullet hit the tiger in the head and killed him. He said that he didn't aim to shoot it dead. I he thought s- he meant tiger woods. Uh, he said, I ran here thinking I'll shoot there in the corner to scare the tiger away. But as I got there, the tiger left the cow and rushed towards me. And what could I do? As soon as the cow moved its head, I shot. Uh, the Siberian Amur tiger is highly endangered, with only around 550 animals surviving in the wild. Uh, jail sentences can be imposed by Russian courts for killing these rare big cats. Uh, which are almost poached to extinction. But officials said that he will not be prosecuted for the shooting. He was uh, because... saving his life. Uh, and also the Beast was over 15 years old and almost toothless as well. So pretty wild story. A student at Miami University in Oxford, Ohio, was hit with a paddle with spikes and grooves on oh, it. He's also forced to drink large amounts of alcohol and smoke marijuana in a hazing incident involving a now suspended fraternity. Uh, The report details a hazing incident that occurred at the Delta Tau Delta Fraternity House. Uh, The student who filed the report said that he and other pledges were told that they could not leave a mandatory meeting in the fraternity house even when they requested to leave. The report said the student was hit 15 times on the buttocks, which caused cuts and bruises. People also spit in his face and kicked him. Uh, Mental abuse is also noted in the report. The student said that he and other pledges were blindfolded and put in a room for about an hour and a half and forced to listen to really scary loud music. Uh, Exposure to loud music for an extended period of time has been noted, uh, has been characterized by uh, the United Nations as torture. Uh, The student was eventually taken to the hospital by ambulance. He had a .231 blood alcohol level. Yeah, that's hammered and released the following morning. Uh, since being suspended, sophomores living in the Delta Tau Delta House have been relocated to residence halls as university finalizes its investigations. So with kids, what happened
5: here locally trouble. with the, you know, the, the case of the, the the hazing and the,
3: the kid dying, you know. Yeah. It can really, really easily get away from you. Yeah. Because,
1: you, know, you know, these are kids that are in charge. All right. Here's a, a story for you. And here's <clears throat> kind of a reason why. Was it uh, Verizon had uh, suspended that guy in the bucket truck? Yeah, yeah. uh, For, you know, three weeks without pay. A man who kept pigeons in his backyard died when he used an aluminum pole while trying to get one of the birds off a power line. Right. Uh, It was Saturday when deputies answered a call about a possible electrocution, and they found a guy named Ilian Rivera unresponsive between a large pigeon coop and a chain-link fence. Investigators learned that he had housed pigeons in his backyard, and he attempted to get one off a power line. Using a 20-foot aluminum pool pole. Mm. Uh, The pole hit the power line. Boom. Boom. Zapped him. Uh, He was taken to the hospital, but he did not survive. Public health officials in North Carolina say the sudden onslaught of a mass vomiting at an elementary school wasn't caused by a nefarious disease, but rather fruit-flavored concentrate, spicy food, and sympathetic vomiting. Oh. So. It was a Casey. It was a barfarama Yeah. Uh, to quote, uh, uh, "Stand by me." Stand yeah. by me. And also a uh, problem child too. Right. The maybe baby, the vomit scene on the carousel. Two dozen fifth graders and one adult fell ill Wednesday afternoon at Petrie Elementary School. State lab results ruled out chemical or infectious agents. After conducting interviews, health officials concluded those sick and ingested the concentrate without diluting it. with the requisite requisite water and ate a lot of spicy chips. Are you, uh, you know anybody who does the spontaneous vomiting if they see someone else vomit? When I was a kid, that could happen. That would have been you? Yeah, okay. Um, But, uh, yeah, I've I've seen people do it. Yeah, it's it's wild to see that uh, chain reaction. Health officials say the students also practiced poor hygiene by sharing the food and liquid, the latter of which they drank from their hands, uh, lunch trays, and other ill-advised conduits. Uh, the entire school was cleaned before reopening on Thursday. Yeah, call the janitors. is a bit of a bar for Rama. Uh, And we will wrap up there. That is what I have for you in the bizarre file for now. We're going to take a break. Uh, Case wants me to remind you about the secret text word here. Uh, chance for winning. You, you know what? Let's get a winner. Yeah. Oh. What it. am I reminding yeah. you about? Yeah. Kathy, give me, give me a uh, number caller, please.
2: Uh, 17.
1: Caller 17-215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the secret text word. Give us a buzz. We'll come back in a second. We'll have one more Daily Rush Madness matchup to highlight uh, before the day is up. We'll also have less in question or more. Stay there. We'll be right back.
0: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
1: We're going to get back to the Daily Rush Madness in just a second. Marissa alerted me that that entire conversation about uh, still Sylvester Stallone <laughs> movies will be on our Fun Size podcast ah. later today. So that'll be edited down and it'll just be a segment. And you know what? That's a great one. Let's say uh, somebody who doesn't listen to our show, but you really want them to listen to our show, have them just listen to that. Have them just take a listen to a little Fun Size thing like that. It might be easier for them to consume than commit to listening to the entire show. And you know, they might love it and they might turn into regular listeners and then You'll have stuff to talk about. That's
5: a good point. And you know what? The fun size um, size serves a break like that that went across two breaks. Yeah. But is, um, you know, it's it's hard to describe it to people.
1: And by the way, thank you very much to uh, Christine Carrick, who sent in our first doctored picture (laughs) of Sylvester Stallone as Robert Smith from The Cure, uh, which is great. And we have an early appearance. Pierre Robert is here, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Show's not over. Show's not over. It's okay though. How you doing? Oh, you haven't. This isn't
7: no,
2: that no. Part? It's one of those days. <laughs> this isn't that part. Yeah. Oh. You want
1: to stick around? We do love you, and they are yeah, happy no, to I, see I, I, you. I, I, yeah. You're hang out. Yeah. He's All got right. a lot
2: of prep to do. All right.
1: Let me let me get our our winner. We were looking for caller number seventeen, and I'm going to go to Frank. And this is for the secret text word. Hey, Frank. Good morning.
4: Good morning. <laughs> <laughs>
10: yeah,
1: magic! <Wow. laughs> Nicely done. That was, that was phenomenal, great. Frank. Now give me the word, brother. Triangle. Triangle. That is correct, sir. Hang on a second, Frank. Because for you, we have got uh, the Golden Circle. You are going to be sitting there. I I know, Casey. Hang on. I'm going to put them on. (laughs) We're going to put you in the Golden Circle. And this is for UFC night on Saturday at the Wells Fargo Center. It's UFC Fight Night. And it's sponsored by T-Mobile. And uh, we set you up. And we're also going to grab four random texters and give them GA tickets. I don't need to. You don't need to give me the names. We'll make sure we get in touch with everybody, so it should be pretty cool. Um, uh, we need to do one of these matchups. Last one. Here we go. It's time for Preston and Steve's
9: Daily Rush
1: Madness. You never know. That Stallone bit might end up on next year's Daily Rush Madness. <laughs> uh, one final matchup today, and this is from the Gadzooks region of our brackets. It's the number seven seed against the number 10 seed, and they both involve me. Uh, Preston's bad commercial read. Oh, yeah. <laughs> versus Preston Elliott's speed peer. Uh, so let's start with the bad commercial read. Here's a uh, clip of that. If you're from around here, you know it all starts with the bread, and that's why. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I apologize. It went on for a while. Oh the reason why? Uh, because Casey was doing something with Pituation off air. He's trying to get him to mimic him. Uh, and they started doing it. And it was right before I went live on the air. And I could not <laughs> stop laughing. So there's that video. And then here's a little clip from the other one. This is me, Preston Elliott, Speed Pier. Here we go. <laughs> there he oh, is. Man.
3: Yeah. Yes. You, All right. Back in the microphone. Yeah. yeah. 53
1: seconds. was so fast. 53 seconds. 53 seconds I could do a little minute and a half. Wow. wow. <laughs> and you but... didn't wash your hands or nothing. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I ran all the way from the studio to the bathroom and peed within 53 seconds and it was all caught on video. They ran after me with a camera in the hallway. Uh so vote on it. Go to WMMR.com, and uh, you will see the Daily Russian Madness banner right there. Click on it. It'll take you to the videos. If you want to watch videos, you can. If not, you don't have to, but you can vote for them. And don't forget to enter our prize. You can go to the Punchline yeah. Comedy Club for the rest of the year, all the shows they have. So there you go. Lesson question today. Uh, let's see. We are going to give away uh, Philly's prize pack from ShopRunner. And the question that we have for you this morning is, boy, there's a lot of good uh, sly things in here. Now, how about this? What inappropriate question did Bill Weston ask Kathy in a recent oh. meeting? Two oh. one five two six three wmmr It's what Steve said. He said, but. Yeah. What inappropriate question to Bill Weston asked Kathy in a recent meeting. Call right now. We'll see if you know the answer after we do the trash. The trash business
0: is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
1: Brought to you this morning by Dunkin' Fuel Your Day with iced coffee from Dunkin'. Dunkin' now has $2 medium iced coffee all day long. America runs on Dunkin', excludes cold brew, participation may vary, limited time offer. What's going on, Steve?
5: Well, movie tough guy Michael Mann. Madsen behind bars after wrecking his Land Rover in Malibu on Monday. Madsen was booked on drunk driving but is insisting he had only one beer keg. <laughs> oh
4: <my God. laughs> <laughs>
5: attorney Michael Avenatti's legal woes concerning an extortion attempt against Nike could derail his case against singer R. Kelly. R. Kelly's defense attorney Steve Greenberg says it stands to reason that if Avenatti himself is a criminal, then Kelly doesn't pee on women. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Oh,
0: my <laughs> I don't know God. if that's a
5: logical assumption, but that's what he's going with. And finally, Michael Lang, the co creator of Woodstock's 50th anniversary festival saying he's sick of criticism for including pop artists such as Miley Cyrus and Halsey. Lang says that if original Woodstock performers Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin were alive today, they'd be covered in maggots and eating (laughs) brains.
1: And that's your (laughs) Uh, okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, we shall see if somebody knows the answer that we're looking for. Uh, what inappropriate question Bill West had asked uh, Kathy in a recent meeting. And to the phones we go, I have uh, I got two Johns on the line. I'm going to this John. Hi, John, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, bitches. Hey, what? All right, so John. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, right. you, you. Hey, yeah. you what? What is the inappropriate comment that uh, or question that Bill asked Kathy in a meeting? Are you on the rag? Are you on the rag? (laughs) Hang on, John. And we got a Philly's prize pack from ShopRunner, including Bryce Harper, Philly's official name and number T-shirt, Bryce Harper hometown T-shirt, Philly's 15-ounce stainless steel tumbler and a hat, and a year-long membership to ShopRunner, and ShopRunner is an e-commerce network. Uh, That offers its members free two-day shipping and returns across 100-plus retailers. MMR listeners can sign up now for a free one-year membership at shoprunner.com
0: slash WMMR. Let's do music news now. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
1: Brought to you this morning by Dunkin'. Fuel your day with iced coffee from Dunkin'. Dunkin' now has $2 medium iced coffee all day long. America runs on Dunkin'. Excludes cold brew. Participation a very limited time offer. Interested in uh, what you think about this story, Pierre? Metallica has announced a second show with the San Francisco Symphony. Uh, this one exclusively for members of the band's fan club. Did you hear about the mess up they I had? I did, yeah. Yeah. So the new concert is set for September 8th, two days after the initial performance. And we'll once again see Metallica team up with the orchestra for the opening of San Francisco's new Chase Center Arena. Uh, The addition of the second show is at least partially in response to a number of fan club members getting shut out of tickets for the September 6th performance due to bots seizing all the available tickets. Uh, And members of Metallica's fan club were supposed to be given the opportunity to buy tickets early, but it was reported that tickets began showing up instantly at StubHub just as the fam pre-sale uh, had started, you had quoted some prices that were just re- like sixteen grand yeah, or something yeah. like that yeah. uh, that they were reselling. I don't, I still don't know how it works. I, still I don't have know no it. idea. You it's know? always
7: been a mystery, and it um, yeah. even even before bots, even be, it, there was like, why did that go that way and that go that way, and why are there no tickets there, and then all of a sudden there are tickets. And like how it, is it legal? Yeah, yeah. This this particular story, though, I remember when you read it the first time, uh, it was mind boggling.
1: But they uh, they wrote in part, the band uh, said, we, we've we heard you and we've learned from our missteps with this particular ticket on sale. Uh, we're all huddled at Metallica HQ now working out a plan uh, to give every one of you the most fair and equal chance at obtaining tickets, which is really cool of them to do Think of the logistics. Not only do they have to plan another show, they've got to get everybody in that orchestra available to do it as well. And the venue... It's a pretty classy move, I think. So. It speaks to
7: their, yeah. uh, the, their credibility and, and the quality of the way they run their organization.
1: Yep. Uh, Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson collaborated last year on a cover version of the Beatles' Helter Skelter, which they recorded and also performed on their co-headlining tour last summer. It was pretty good. With the pair once again scheduled to hit the road uh, together this summer, Zombie is now taking suggestions on which track the duo should take on next. He wrote on Instagram: "We did helter skelter. We we're looking for some good ideas for another possible collaboration. Octopus's Garden." Well, he said, I, "I he said I know we'll get lots of goofy responses." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, though? Why not? Why he said, not? But "Why I'm, not?" I'm seriously looking for a good idea. Uh, Zombie Manson will head out in July on a follow up last year's trek, and this one's dubbed "Twins of Evil." Hell never dies, and they kick it off in Allentown on July 10th. By the way. Molly Crew and Netflix are being sued by a crew member over severe electrical burns that he sustained last year on the set of the band's newly released biopic, The Dirt. Huh. Uh, Louis DiVincente, uh was a rigging grip and claimed that a power line shock left him with second and third degree burns over 50% of his body. Wow. <laughs> uh, he's seeking damages, including $1.8 million in medical bills. Uh, The incident occurred on a set resembling the Whiskey-A-Go-Go Rock Club. Yeah. Uh, He says that one of the metal pipes that he was handling made contact with a power line. Uh, It sent electricity current through his body. Although initially given a 2% chance of survival by doctors, he pulled through after numerous surgery, skin grafts, and the amputation of his right foot. So it was Uh, serious. Well, I'm I'm sure he's owed some money then. Uh, Filming wasn't interrupted because the cast was off shooting somewhere else when uh, he was tearing down a set. That was no longer needed. A rep for the film told the Hollywood Reporter, even though all our safety protocols were in place, an accident did occur. And a crew member was injured by electricity.
5: I would be curious. I'm waiting for you to see the movie, Preston. I want to see how. uh, Yeah,
1: I'll try to get to that this weekend for sure. I enjoyed it. One last thing. Paul McCartney has broken his silence on the most recent sexual allegations against Michael Jackson in the wake of the Leaving Neverland documentary. The Sun transcribed McCartney's thoughts on his one-time friend and former collaborator. Uh, When he said in an an interview, he said, I think it's sad. Obviously, Michael was a great singer, a great artist, and a great dancer. Uh, For years, we've loved that. Nobody knew about the other side uh, that's shown in the movie. And when I knew him, he was a really nice guy. I didn't know about the dark side. It makes it very difficult to look back on the memories, uh, which were good memories, to think, oh, boy, there was other stuff going on. Uh, Paul went on to say, for me, I'm okay to just stay with the personal memories I had of him. The other side is the other side. I don't know about that. I can understand why people are very disappointed in him and angry uh, that he had the dark side. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Museum in Cleveland, by the way, has announced that they are, there are currently no plans to remove any of the Michael Jackson memorabilia currently on exhibit. Listen, there are... It's part of music history. Uh, yeah,
5: it is, and there are people with checkered pasts who are there, but you, you can't... Eradicate history, and if it's going to be a representation of that, he's got to be
7: represented. Yep. Uh, you know, warts and all. Yep. First class was Jerry Lee Lewis, and he <laughs> married his fourteen-year-old cousin. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. There's yeah. a yeah. Yep. Not perfect.
1: Uh, and that <laughs> is music news for you. Uh, we're going to take a break. Pierre Rivera, our esteemed guest this morning. Yes. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, so we'll come back and I'll give this a four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, an eight or a. One of those numbers. It's a letter. Yeah. 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 Usually. Uh, B plus. Z.
6: Solid. All right.
1: So we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll see what Pierre has in store for you. We'll also get that letter you're going to need for the Word of the Week prize and more. Stay there. We'll be right back.
0: 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, The (laughs) Warhawks.
6: celebrating our area's best talent bringing it to you on air online and in the community
1: you're in see more at WMMR.com. keyword
0: local shots Warhawks,
12: Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks our world at Family. 933 WMMR, everything that rocks.
1: And they'll be playing it on Friday as they are here in town for the last time ever, according to them. We're going to bring it and bring it hard. And uh, somebody texted in and said, Going to see Kiss this Friday. Can't wait for the Gene Simmons Falafel. <laughs> <laughs> They're delicious. They're just delicious. Made by his booby, originally. The woman is a lunatic. Uh, so, anyhow, if you have not seen Kiss, and, and we were just shocked, D'Amico and I were just reminiscing uh, off mic um, about their show. I saw them when they got back together. The original members got back together. It was probably 1996 or 97 here in Philadelphia. And the show was great. Yeah. It was wonderful. How um, cool. I don't need to go see him again personally. Uh, but to see Gene spitting blood, Gene breathing fire, flying up to the top, explosives, pyrotechnics, confetti, all that stuff. Doesn't he turn
5: a, a magic wand into a bouquet of flowers? It's a <laughs> spectacle. I
1: think at one point he yeah. might do yeah. that. But uh, it's it's a lot of fun. And uh, they're going to be in for the last time. So,
7: anyhow. Paul um, Stanley says people, like yeah. in that high voice, at least Rabbi counted it one time, and there were like one hundred and twenty two people <laughs> wow. over the course of the year that 's it though what, what you know the, the legends strange. yeah, legends, um, although when I saw them, they kind of spoiled it just a touch because they um, Paul Stanley goes, people, do you want me to fly out to the center and play my guitar?" And so he was—he was, he was uh, foreshadowing what he was going yeah. to do anyway. Wow. Yeah. So and he got—I I hate it when they go left side now. Here the right side. Which side's louder? I hate when any artist does that. And he did that, and then he goes, "Okay, I'm going to fly out there." And he gets in this thing <laughs> and he flies out there. But the the thrill of it was already gone. Hmm. Now um, coming back to the uh, stage where it originally was. Two. But um, the show sold out,
1: by the way. Yeah. yeah. Of course, oh, oh, wow.
7: and Detroit. Uh, Rock City is my favorite
1: Great song. song, Great song. Sorry. All right. uh, No, it's all good. Um, I don't have anybody to thank. Uh, We didn't have any guests on the show today. We did have fun, though. We did. We have two things we're going to do with Pierre here. Actually, a a few things. First of all... Let's go ahead and get the letter, and okay. then we'll take care of some business we're going to take care of. So here, Preston goes. and Steve on 93.3
0: WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
1: All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. I, as in illegal. All right, Ooh. and then on Friday, we're giving away uh, Casey's Corner VIP experience for MMRBQ 2019, only offered by Metro by T-Mobile, including a pair of reserve seats, passes to the catered VIP party, commemorative laminates, and a meet-and-greet with one of the bands. Plus, you're going to qualify for an autographed guitar from this year's band's Metro by T-Mobile. That is genius. How about we make an announcement, Pierre? I like it. And I'll let you handle any of the details you want to. Do you want me to I roll it all out? I just say
7: one thing before you start. Yeah. Go F yourself.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I And I got you, dude. MMRs fund you, too. Yeah. yeah cash contest is coming back we have a chance for you to win a thousand dollars five times a day this is this has become very popular and that's why we have now done it a few times
5: it's it's my favorite. Yeah. It's uh, just it's so much money being given away.
1: Weekdays beginning this Monday, you have five chances a day to win a grand. And it's going to be at 8, 11, 1, and 4, and 6. And we will announce that hour's keyword. You may remember how this works. You enter that word via the MMR app on your mobile device, wmmr.com, or text it to a special. Okay, so now we have a text shortcode this oh, time around. We right. do. Okay. So here's the difference it's a special. Text number, 45911. So, you remember last the, two times before we had you text it, last time we had you enter exclusively through the app or the website. Right. And now both ways to do it. Okay. How More ways than ever to win. Isn't that what they usually say? I guess so, yeah. One random entrant from all that submit. The correct, what is the musically going I, on here?
3: I was trying <laughs> to do this. What <laughs> is okay. musically going on
1: uh, it's so loud. One random entrant uh, from all that submit the correct word wins a thousand dollars. Sponsored by AT&T, Subaru in Sellersville, and complete contest rules at WMMR.com. So that starts again on Monday. Thousand dollars in cash, five times a day from MMR. It's going to be cool, man. Yeah, looking forward. Very to excited. That. Yep.
7: And when um, when I said go f yourself to Preston, it's it's. It means go fund yourself. Correct. Yes. Like you jokingly would say to somebody instead of the other thing. Go fund yourself. Okay, let's fund you. Fund you. No, fund you too.
1: And, in fact, there's a great promo that's coming out that will focus on that, a video promo that uh, I think you're going to love. So that begins on Monday. It's all good, man. Uh, what is coming up on today's program? Well, believe
7: it or not, we're not that far away from the Emma Barbecue, uh, middle of May, and I'll have another pair of lawn tickets as I do all this week. And we're also celebrating this week the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with uh, at least one band that's going in and a bunch of bands that have already been inducted. So I cannot wait to play this block. But. Uh, The legendary Brian Ferry and Phil Manzanera and the rest of Roxy Music will do a Workforce Block today. I'm a big Roxy Music fan. So great. So drifty. So romantic. So, you know, so many great songs. Uh, Brian Ferry's coming this summer, too, but uh, Roxy Music will be inducted. We'll do a workforce block of them, and then a whole bunch of different years will combine and do various artists from various years, some with the actual performances from their
1: induction ceremony. Wonderful. Yeah, I love Excellent. All right, hang with Pierre, folks. i got to thank our sponsors. Today's program has been brought to you by Winter Airport Parking, the fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. Also brought to you by Quip. Quip starts at just $25. Go to getquip.com slash WMMR now for a special offer. And Planet Fitness. Get the Planet Fitness black card, and you can use any of their 1,600 locations nationwide anytime you want. Uh, tomorrow on the program, let me see, we have the, the Double Dare gang stop Yeah! In. That's everybody. Mark, Robin, and Harry will be in our studio. That's going to be very, very cool. Shut the f*** I'm serious. It's going to happen. And uh, we also have uh, comedian Pete Corral, who's going to be joining us, or Correal, I guess. Is Correlli. How say, is it? Pete Correlli. Correlli. Pete Correlli. Pete Correlli. Yeah. We'll be in the studio. So we'll have uh, plenty of things for you tomorrow. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, my friend. Bye-bye. Yes. The Breston and Steve Love You,
3: hate You, You,
2: you big, heartless corporation, how could you close your store for a month? Where will my roommate get
3: his onions every day? Next message.
8: I know I'm hugging the lyrics wrong, but...
12: Welcome to Jurassic Park. There are dinosaurs and the T-Rex is so big. Love you guys.
4: Next message.
9: Why do people insist on walking in the middle of the street? I know! comes down the street, and
3: you look at them like they're supposed to move out of your way. Get the f*** on the sidewalk!
0: The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR. rocks Brought to you by DelToyota.com and Dellchevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less!
6: Ah. It's time for Preston and
0: Steve's Daily Rucks.
1: Video segments online of The President and Steve Show are called Daily Rush. And we've been cranking them out for years. We've got tons of them. We've narrowed them down. And it was hard to do. with 64 of our favorites. There's still some that I think were left out. I think you're right. But that opens it up for another time to do this. But we're pitting them against each other. We've seated them in different regions. And our matchup this hour is from the Hey Bitches region. And I feel kind of bad about this one because... It's got a really strong second seed going up against one of my favorite videos, which unfortunately is seeded 15th. Oh, boy. But it'll be up to you. We can find out if it's going to be an upset or not. This hour we have Fighting It Out. Steve is the god of hellfire versus Vagina Face. Wow. Yeah. Wow, so Vagina Face is one of the first
5: Daily Rush videos, if not the first ever.
1: It's an older one, and it is very, very funny. But let me refresh your memory. I'm going to play a clip. This was Steve is the God of Hellfire. Here we go. This trippy 60s stuff. I have crackers and marshmallows and chocolate for smalls. I am the God
5: of Hellfire. Give me some breathing room for Christ's
4: sake. I am the- I know <laughs> I am the- Ah
1: shut up <laughs> So it was definitely one of our favorites. And uh, then Vagina Face is about Star Wars. Yeah. And there's a character in the cantina scene that looks like, well, his face is a vagina. Everybody knows <laughs> it. And yeah. uh, this is in, an encounter with that guy. So uh, I believe, and I haven't heard the clip yet, but here's, here's a short clip from this. I know what it's, you're talking it's about. It's um... the dude with the butt face, the vagina face. Oh, yeah. In the
5: cantina. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah in the cantina. <laughs> You'll, be You'll be
5: dead. dead. What? That Your gets... face looks like a vagina. <laughs> I'll be careful. A vagina. <laughs> what? A woman's vagina. That's what your face looks like.
1: And the conversation between the two goes back and forth for a quite a while. while. Yeah. You should watch the video and place your vote. Please do it at WMMR.com. I don't even know how this one's going to go. I know. And uh, we want to hear what you have to say. And if you enter, I'm sorry, if you if you place a vote, you can also enter to win. Our Punchline Philly Grand Prize, which is fair tickets to every Punchline show for the rest of the year. Excellent. At least 21 years of age, in order to win that, you can get the contest rules at WMMR.com. And the Daily Rush Madness is presented by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. Hey, before we get our next guest on, I was intrigued by a piece of audio uh, that I saw that you have, Steve. And before we welcome our next guest, I want to hear the finalist in the seagull screeching competition.
3: Dude, I I need to hear this because I got to tell you guys, when my oldest daughter was about four years old, she sounded exactly like a seagull. So much so, she was making a sound, and I thought there was an actual seagull behind me, yeah. and it was her. But, so, you know, her voice changed, and, and so it's not the same. So, but.
5: lest you get too excited, this is the European round. Okay. So, it's not our domestic competitors, mm-hmm. but these are the three finalists, the European Seagull Screeching Contest. Okay. Uh, they played for, I think it was a year supply of beer. Uh, I was... Amazed. Uh, so you re- listen to yourself. Really? Uh, yes. Uh, performances I, I, I don't honestly the competition's strong. I hope our team is is up to the task.
1: Okay. <laughs> all right. Here's uh is this all three of them? All in three one back shot? to back, yeah. Okay, here we go. Wow. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's one. Another Okay, all right. I like the first one. Yeah, first one's
5: out of the gate. Here we
1: go.
5: Yeah, all right. Strong stuff. Human being. First first was the best. Yeah. But uh, no pikers, the other two. Yeah, what's this one? Oh, it starts
1: all over from the beginning. Okay, Okay. all right. Uh, All Uh right. (laughs) I was curious. I was intrigued. I saw that. Human finalists in seagull screeching competition. How can you not want to hear that? Honestly. Now we're going to welcome our next guest, <laughs> an esteemed chef. What a lead-in. Uh, but we are happy that he is back into our studio, and uh, he's going to be promoting an event, giving us the details uh, that's coming up this week. It's on the uh, 29th, and we'll be at the Lowe's uh, Philadelphia Hotel. Please welcome our good friend, celebrity chef, Jose Garcia. Morning, Thanks, Jose. How Morning. You doing? Nice. Doing good. Thanks nice to see me. you, sir. Hey, uh, so let, let's first of all talk about the event, and then a couple questions for you. But this is going to be benefiting the Garces Foundation.
11: That's right. We've, uh, you know, we've had the foundation since 2012. Uh, our foundation supports um, the immigrant community of Philadelphia. We have two main programs. Uh, we have a community health days, in which we have. Uh, doctors who come in on their free of their free will and time and uh provide dental screenings medical screenings and just really uh give this community access to more health resources and then we have um job training literacy through job training uh we have uh classrooms at the box school in south philadelphia where we do we do job training and you know um help this community immerse help them communicate a little better and just yeah um Be better Philadelphians. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, it's very cool.
1: cool. So the event is called uh, Think Local, Give Local, uh, and
11: it's, uh, I I assume it's just loaded with food. It's a ton of food. It's, you know, I reach out to a lot of my chef friends in Philly, and, uh, you know, they... They come and um, provide really nice samplings of what what they do best, and yeah, it's just it's a good time. We've got a great music band, uh, tons of live auction items.
5: It's a it's a it's a really wonderful, you know. I mean, we, we for years. I mean, we, you've been doing this event, and people just rave on it. And it's it's just it's like a Whitman sampler of all that's wonderful, you know, in the culinary world, and just uh, it gives you a chance to, to kind of doll up a little bit and have a good time. Yeah, it's you know
11: it's it's a great party, yeah. and I think you know that's one thing uh, we do well is we throw a good party, <laughs> right? And, right? Uh, yeah, you know, and it's just it just feels really good. Again, we bring the culinary community to Philly, and then just you know local folks are really. Uh, Support. Want to come out and support and have a good time. So, it always so so it sells out. It's
1: on the 29th, 7 p.m. at uh, Lowe's Philadelphia Hotel, and uh, you can get your tickets. How, how much are your tickets, and how do people get them, if you don't mind?
11: So they can go to uh, org, and uh, tickets start are around 150 bucks. Okay. And then, yeah, they, it's they about go what I thought. There. Yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I
1: wanted to ask you, and whatever you can talk about, Fine, if not, that's okay too. But we were a little bit concerned about your future in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, a little while back we had heard, you know, stories of restaurants going under and all that. Sure, and yeah. What no. can you can you kind of dumb it down for us? Yeah, and,
11: and tell yeah. us what's going on because totally. we're dumb. Yeah, <laughs> no, one hundred percent. You know, I think uh, our business is a tough business. You know, yeah, the restaurant industry. You kidding me? Yeah, it's... if you look at the stats
1: of restaurants that open. Versus the ones that that <laughs> turn a profit
11: and stick around. It's, it's brutal. It's very low. Brutal. Yeah, it's 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 a tough business. The margins are tough. Uh, you know, finding good people that really want, you know are passionate about um, food and beverage is also a challenge from time to time. You know, I think um, you know for me, I, I knew at a certain point that I wanted to grow, and I had to grow um, with um, with other partners as well, and so. Yeah, it was a, a huge learning experience that I went through as far as, you know, how to grow a business, you know, the the ups and downs of business. And uh I think I, you know, I could say here today like I feel really good. We've got um a few few brothers from Louisiana, the Ballard brothers, and a few local investors from Philadelphia who believe in me, believe in the brand, believe in what what we do. And so they're handling, you know, a lot of the back-end business. Mm-hmm. Uh pieces and i get to focus on creating menus creating food being uh it's what you p- it's what, it's what, I what I love yeah. at, at
5: the core of it you you can extract you never lose your your capability in the kitchen and, and to put together a, a a wonderful concept that stays with you so you know these things are also very cyclical and there you know and, and and from every downturn there's a following upturn you're on an upturn now
11: yeah and yeah. That, that feels really good i tell you you know it's um it's So refreshing to just have to focus on food and like, and just be, be at one with my craft. We've, uh, you know, I've turned over all of our menus in, in the existing restaurants. And, uh, you know, just to answer, yeah, you know, in our business, restaurants open and close. Mm -hmm. And so we've had. We had some ones that were underperforming, so yeah. we, we closed those down, and all the healthy ones we we kept and have invested in, and so yeah, it's you know it's a it's a great place to be at for, this point. But mm. what you do
5: is the purest joy—just putting together a menu, coming up with new, you know, recipes and re, and research, and that is is that at the core of what makes
11: you happy. You know what, Steve? I I've spent the last year thinking about that, yeah. And what 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 it is, and all of those things you mentioned, yeah, absolutely. But for me, the the prized moment, as any artist would have it, is when that guest has that bite, mm. you know, of something that's delicious, and you, you know, you get that kind of instant gratification right. as an artist. So that, to me, is is the moment that uh, counts the most. And so, working towards that uh, again really feels good. That's that awesome time. for yeah. this event on the 29th, <clears throat> Excuse me, I saw that uh, JG Domestic is going to be there. How's that restaurant doing? That restaurant's good. You know, we're uh, we're in the Cirrus Center there, and it's um, you know we're. Basically, take care of the building. You know, we do a nice lunch business, a happy hour, and... uh Yeah, we're we're, you know we're looking at other things over there maybe to evolve it in the in the future. But yeah, it's such a cool
10: cool spot because there's nothing really around it to compete with it. But it's also in a bit of an odd spot because you have business travelers going in and out. So and and the building above it, of course. So it's it's an interesting place for a restaurant to exist.
11: Yeah, at at a certain point, you you realize you know you're you're an amenity for the building and all the guests, all the folks that tenants that are there. And then if you're a traveler, you come through and you have that experience. So you cater to the, that group, and that's totally fine.
4: I mean, you got to be humble, but I've heard of people just getting on a train to go there just to go to a Jose Garza's restaurant because mm. it's right there by 30th Street Station. So if you're coming from New York or Baltimore or D.C., you get to go to one of your restaurants that's, right there. That's a good point. And right you there. you see the city.
11: Yeah. yeah, no, that's that's a beautiful thing. and I'm <laughs> flattered by those folks for sure. But yeah, if you don't want to go in the city and you, you're just making your way through to D.C. or New York or wherever it is, it's a perfect spot.
1: I'm a new... Uh, I'm going to address the 800-pound gorilla in the room yeah. here right now. Oh, you're oh, not. Anyway. You're Jose gonna go. is, a, is a good friend of ours, and he's been coming here for years <laughs> and years, and he speaks very smoothly and concise on the air and is a well communicator. But, Jose, you, we feel that you get nervous when you come here <laughs> because you sweat a lot on your forehead. I'm
11: glad. I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you. It's actually um, it's a condition. It's called hyperhidrosis. Get out of here. No yeah. way. Seriously. Yeah. Do so, tell. So I don't I haven't like looked into it medically but I know like from TV and other spots it's just I don't I don't like outwardly feel anxious but I get it and all of a sudden my the switch flips on, and boom, here it comes. And there's nothing I could do about it. Is it and because other than just act normal?
1: Is, that, is it because you're so hot? <laughs> is
11: that hot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we just, can maybe
1: we can have someone with a you know like a big feather yeah, fan yeah. here, like uh, not unlike a pharaoh <laughs> or something like that. Will be. In fact, I'm going to request that. Go all right, come on. You know, yeah. Because you're you're, you're you're comfortable. You're telling your speech. You're not, yeah. you're not you're not you're
5: not jittery or anything. Yeah. We just we just thought you know. Yeah, it's it's a weird of course thing. where you, you you tend to bundle up a bit.
11: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's <laughs> one of those things. But I I'm impressed, Preston, with your um, you're looking good, man. Oh, you're thank you. Good. yeah. yeah you're looking, so how did you get there? I, mean, I,
1: I lost thirty five pounds since December. I just uh I well, a, a couple of things. I, I use a, an app called Lose It at our doctor. Dr. Mike brought, yeah, brought yeah. us up to speed on years and years ago. So it's calorie counting. And uh, exercise every day, and I kind of backed off uh, the the booze a little yeah, bit. You yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a that's a
11: lot of empty calories. Exactly, and that's you know I've been um, on that kind of same kick. I haven't I haven't lost that much. But you look I, like you've lost some. Thank though, you, for sure. some. Yeah. but it's really uh, yeah, just being more conscious of what what goes in and 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 the booze too. Yeah, it's got to be, dude. You're a chef.
1: I mean, come on. It's got to be a. Uh, 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 an occupational hazard of gaining right. weight, right?
11: Absolutely, no. It's been the worst. I'm, I'm, I'm the biggest, uh, you know, quality control, quality assurance person in our in our company. So I'm always trying. So you got a sample? You have to. You, you have, to. have to. Yeah, you have to. Otherwise, you know, you, it's it's what I have but to do. Don't all of chefs of your your
1: status, look at Robert Irvine and just go, stop it, dude.
4: <laughs> <laughs> just quit it
1: already.
11: I, does he eat? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he just <laughs> I don't know. he's, he's any, a yeah. machine. <laughs>
1: Oh my god! Well, part of it's portion control. I went to my yes. first experience at Vetri, and you get a plate, and it's literally like three little mini raviolis that are about the size
4: of your thumb. And I was like, "Oh, this is how you're supposed oh, to eat." Oh, that's a good
3: bite right there, right?
4: But then I go to Whiskey Village, and I get like duck fat fries. Sometimes I pretend that they're not. They're duck damn fat good. They're <laughs> no. Amazing. But,
5: but it, you, you, you—honestly, you—you'll be surprised how much, how, what will satisfy you. We're, you know, the, you get these plates, and so you, the onus is on you, well, I don't want to be wasteful, so I'm going to eat all this. But you're surprised how much will satisfy you, yeah.
4: and you're done. Yeah,
11: yep. yeah, No, I actually started, you know, it's funny we're having this topic. Um, I started intermittent fasting. I don't know if you guys are familiar. That yes. You eat during a certain window of time. Okay. Right. And because, and I realized... Um, that I had some late night cravings. And and I'm sitting there in my family, so I stopped eating at seven PM, like six thirty seven. It's a good time. And then I'm watching my family members just come down yeah. eight o'clock, nine o'clock. But I noticed for me that I need those guardrails. You yeah, need yeah. to have a window. Otherwise it's just a constant like yep. you know, feeding friends. No, about.
1: I'm the same way. I've I've specific timestamps that I hit when I eat now. And here's what I do too, because my downfall is ice cream. It's just, oh
11: yeah, it's my mm-hmm. love,
1: it's my passion. So what I do is I save that for the last thing of the day. I only have a small amount, enough that's only going to be like 120, 130 calories, something like that. But and and it's generally it's froyo, which is close enough to ice cream for me. But man, I think about it all day long, Jose. <laughs> I think about it as as just get to that. And that's my reward for the day, and it works. And it works, does, and
5: you can relax a little on the weekends. Like for me, believe it or not, my my dessert in the evening is uh, is is tea with okay. sugar. As dumb oh, yeah. as that sounds, okay, because it I, I love I love tea in the evening. You know, and and caffeine doesn't keep me up, so that's my that's my thing. You that, know, that works. And you know, yeah. one of
11: the things I'm doing because I love there's certain foods that I just don't want to give up. I'm on a like kind of low carb, low sugar, right, then, and I love pizza. I love ramen, yeah. but what I'm doing is I'm going to have one quarterly cheat day, that I'm going to just find the best pizza place and just do it. If you don't do that, if, what, yeah. do you,
5: what are you living for? If, you're, if you don't have a treat, if you don't have – I love when – and I tell people this all the time when they set themselves up for failure. You'll see it like the first week in January, people sitting down like in Monge in the restaurant here in the, in the building having, um, having salad without dressing on it. So are you kidding me? Of course, you're not gonna you're not gonna stick lettuce. You're just gonna eat lettuce and water. You're not gonna stick with that. You got to stick with something that you're gonna enjoy eating
11: sensibly. It has to be sustainable. And yeah. you know, it's it's funny that the 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 time period we're in, in terms of like how people eat, you know, a lot of people classify themselves. I'm vegan, I'm vegetarian, I'm keto, I'm whole 30, I'm paleo, all these different, uh, Methodist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, you know, people aren't just, you know, just out there eating, they're classifying themselves. I I started a little keto thing. And what I love about the keto diet is it's, um, it's based around fat, like good fats, avocado, coconut oil, Mm -hmm. um, olive oil. And so to me, that works. That's sustainable. I can have protein and I can have fat. And it, you know, and yeah.
5: Well, you see people launch into it all the time. Like the people who, who just, I have to have gluten free. And, a lot, and I was reading an article about that a lot of people don't need it to be yeah. gluten-free, but they just, they just, oh, that's the thing, I guess. I,
1: I don't want gluten in it. No, and that's I, why I, a yeah. nutritionist is probably a good way to go. Right, talk, talk somebody to somebody who, Yeah, yeah, yeah and person. what you're all about. And by the way, so you can go to events, though, like the Think Local, Give Local. You can either uh, exercise a little restraint or you can save up your calories for that
11: particular that. event. And by the way, it's a New Orleans theme uh, this time around? We're having a New Orleans theme um of a live auction items where if you bid on a bid on this item, we're going to like treat you to a beautiful weekend in new Orleans. Uh, you know, again, with our, um, your new partners, they're Ballard hospitality. Great guys. I've been spending some time in new Orleans, a great, great food town, great food culture. Um, great, great way to expand my knowledge of, uh, of food. But, uh, you know, ultimately it's Philly. (laughs) <laughs> so they, you know, yeah. it, it's
5: uh, honestly, yeah. it, uh, everyone who goes, you know, raves about the event and it's it's at the Lowe's, correct? It's at the Lowe's. Yep. yep. On 12th and Market. And right. they've
11: been great partners. They've been hosting us for the last several years. And, uh, and their and, rooms are great. The rooms are great. They're yeah. they're um, they're expansive. We don't we we sell just enough tickets so you can move around yeah. and feel good. Uh, there's a great after party on the rooftop. Um, nice. Yeah. So it's. It's again, just a fun party. Just come, come and hang out. Okay. So it's this Friday? This Friday at right. 7 p.m. Yep.
1: Garcesfoundation.org and it benefits the Garces Foundation. And, and, you know, kudos to you for setting up that foundation and, and the success you've had with that. It's really great. Paying work. it thank forward.
11: Th- yeah. thank, you. thank you. And you by the way, much. you
1: stopped sweating. I did. <laughs> yeah. Just
11: a moment.
1: Yeah. Excellent. Thanks for being here, Jose. Thanks, Thanks guys. You. Thank oh, you. and wait, real quick. Uh, tuna uh, tuna what, sandwich. Yeah, what did you bring? What, so what I brought this, this,
11: uh, this tuna bocadilla. So this is an item we have at Tinto on uh, 20th and uh, Sansom. It's Honest, you guys let me know. It's All the right. best tuna salad you'll have. It has uh, canned Spanish tuna, ahi tuna, capers lemon, mayo creme fraiche, oh. pickled Fresnos. What's it called? A, a tuna what? A tuna bocadillo. bocadillo is a, a small sandwich. Bocadillo. What's a bocadillo. fresno? A fresno is uh, kind of like a red jalapeno. Ooh. And we pickle it a little bit. You can well, look, I see him on the plate there. It, it's goddamn good.
5: He's eating uh, it. Because you know,
11: um, salmon and tuna are my main Protein Protein? sources, yeah.
4: And Tinto's going to be in the new movie, 17 Bridges, right?
11: That's right. Yeah, that was awesome. So they they came, they... um Took over the restaurant. They filmed some some shots there, and it was uh, it was a ton of fun. They, there was a there was a murder scene. I, I don't know if I should say that or not. But there was.
1: <laughs> are you is, a, are you the killer? Wait, who's 17, in Seventeen Bridges? It was the one with J.K.
4: Simmons. Yep. and Richard Chadwick Simmons. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, Boseman. That's, that's, that's right. Yes. right. I remember yes. when they were
1: in town. Okay.
11: Yeah, and I actually uh, I did a little cameo. So keep a lookout. <gasps> yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah I have I a uh, yeah. It's uh, thing comes out uh, on my birthday. July, Chadwick Boseman. Wait a second. Are you playing 12th. the Spanish Panther? Uh, <laughs> something like that. Uh, uh, uh,
1: <laughs> I love it, man. That's awesome. All right, well, uh, good luck with the event. Friday night, Lowe's Philadelphia Hotel. It's Think Local, Give Local, an evening benefiting the Garces Foundation. You can go to garcesfoundation.org to get those tickets. Do not miss this event. Thank you, Jose. Thanks, guys. Jose Thank Garces, We'll so take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay with us.